ladies, gentlemen, our friends beyond the binary. This is a big, momentous occasion. It's the second annual Game of the Year Awards and our first full year Game of the Year for your favorite podcast and mine. Welcome to 2022 in review of I Have More Trophies Than You. And welcome to I Have More Trophies Than You. This is a video game podcast about video games and the different ways that people play them. I am one of your hosts, Dr. Ryan, and I am ready to talk about our year in video games. Games that came out this year, games we discovered this year, games we talked about this year. And I am so excited to dig into it. Hey, I'm one of your other hosts. I'm Chris, and I am... Uh, teetering on the edge of life right now and uh, strapped in. No, you're very excited. You're very excited. (laughs) I am very excited. excited. I'm like, this is the one thing I've been looking forward to this all year just because it's our second that we've done this before. Like we, this is something that is now annual, like, but it's our first one with a full full year. year Yeah. I'm, (sighs) I'm fascinated to see where these discussions can go. But at the same oh, yeah. time, I kind of, I kind of gave you this hint uh, earlier. But like, I'm a little disappointed in my own list, and it kind of motivates me for next year. Um, but yeah, like it, video yeah. games happened this year. But like, it's weird because I'm the exact opposite. I had to cut games from my list. Like, really? getting it down to ten was hard. And you're gonna be surprised by some by some stuff on this list. I I swear to you. Here's but. A- Mine, like, I I had a 10, right? But, like, mm-hmm. and, 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 like, I even had, like, you know, more games that I was, like, considering. But the thing was, is it was, like, when I look at the 10, I'm, like, yeah, this isn't a 10. This is, like, this is, like, five. And then, like, I put five others here that probably don't deserve to be here. You know? it's It, it, it feels weird. Like, I don't feel as confident about this list uh before we started doing the show i like at the end of the year i would collect my thoughts on games and uh like on a medium uh page and just like kind of write an article about like what i thought were the best games of the year and stuff and kind of my journey through gaming of the year and uh some years there'd be a top 10 some years there were a top five some years it was just like hey these are kind of like the ones to look out for and then you know sometimes it would bounce back to a top 10 it's just kind of i think uh that this was one of those years where i don't think there was a top 10 for me but i think there are like a solid like three to five games you should probably like really consider but then like everything else is kind of like it's there you know it's it's not necessarily bad but it's not necessarily something like i'm raving to talk about at the end of the year you know what i mean well i need you to pretend that you care because we're oh, trust me i, I still care this okay <laughs> so, i just happened to get sick last week and i've been fair enough. so just here in bed till till before, just this moment <laughs> before there are rules to this podcast but before yes. we get into them i just want to say a lot of this look i love game of the year discussions i love ranking things i love rating things i think we've gone over this before i just love the act of discussion. Yes. And so I love listening to a lot of Game of the Year podcasts, and I've decided to rip off a lot of shit from a lot of the ones I like. Things like the Fire Escape cast, the um, the MinMax podcast, the No Clip podcast, uh, 
Giant Bomb to an extent. I, they they kind of lost me this year. But, you know, there's yeah, Next Lander's doing theirs right now. I love listening to these things, and I've decided to steal some things. So I'm going to steal. The first thing we're stealing is from the MinMax podcast, and that's before we get into the rules. Yeah. Uh, Chris, I want you to repeat after me. Everybody at home, repeat after me. This is the the oath of the Game Awards. Are you ready? Okay. This is for fun. This is for fun. We will not be mad at each other after this. We will not be mad at each other after this. None of this matters. None of this matters. Let's have a good time. Let's have a good time, yo. All right. That, that, amen? Amen. That's it. Let's go. <clears throat> I'm, I'm like, that's one thing. You know, I think that's something people do forget about sometimes, but like, I can't wait. I'm excited. I can't wait to show you what my number one is and just have you fucking flip your shit. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. So the rules. Even my number 10, I think you're going to be like, why did you put this here? <laughs> Well, well, we'll get there because uh, here are the rules. First of all, we have 50 categories. Oh, fucking hell. <laughs> That's well, a you and I will both. I will present a category. Mm-hmm. You and I will both throw out our nominees. Now, last year we had the rule of just a couple. I have gone away with that rule. You can throw out as many as you want, mm-hmm. and we're going to talk about it, and we're going to whittle. We're going to whittle down to a top three on each one, a winner and two losers. I need to grab some more scratch paper. Because I'm going to write down everything you say, everything I say, and we're going to do this together. Absolutely. That's pretty much what I've got over here. You'll probably also, anyone at home listening, you'll probably hear me clicking away uh, as I'm putting this list together just in case we, like, throw it up if somebody wants to, like, follow along or whatever. Oh, do, oh how um, about that? Instead of that, do you want to Do you wanna, uh, start up a document and let me yeah, see yeah, it? Yeah, we yeah, can yeah. do that that way. Um, but then also, I know that I'm missing some categories here probably, but... Oh, absolutely. There's so many... Ca- just a, a blanket document is all you're probably going to need. Yeah. Um, well, I've got this, like, one template that we were kind of, like, working on, like, throughout, yeah, yeah. you know, the time of us planning this, but... Um, oh. Yeah, I'm... Uh, we're going we're gonna to whittle. So, we've, we're getting rid of the selfless tokens. The idea of the selfless token like here didn't work. We each have one caveat. We have this chip. Yeah. Called, I have more opinions than you. It cannot be used on the top 10 list and it can't be used on worst game of the year. Right. But at any time, you can say, I have more opinions than you, and that's your category. We did that last year so that uh, Chris could have best narrative <laughs> for Final yeah. Fantasy XIV. <laughs> it deserved it. I, in so I much don't so. foresee there, whatever. I don't foresee there being any categories that are really like, I got to fight for this, but you know, it's just good to have in the back pocket. You know that there's still moments that I revisit from Endwalker, like even this last I week. And I still was, just, Hey, guess what? Endwalker was a game that came out last year. And so it no longer counts. Yeah. Hey, and you're lucky because otherwise it would have counted for this year. And you no, know it I would not. Sure. All right. Shut up. <laughs> um, also caveat with yes. the exception of one game, anything that came out this December we didn't get to it, so yeah. we are going to say that uh, ga- this year, it's just from January to November with the caveat of the one game that I played in December, Callisto Protocol. It's up for some awards. Mm-hmm. Not some good ones. Um, but everything else that came out this month, uh, Marvel's uh, Sons, Neon White, uh, you know, there's a bunch of stuff. If it's good enough, it'll be on the list next year. I feel like we'll probably talk about Mar- Midnight Suns next yeah. year but either of us sure. you know or we could just put it on whatever i, it I definitely matter. have neon white in my list 
Okay. So. We'll get there. We'll get to it as it gets to it. But if we, you hear a game that came out like a week ago and you're like, what the fuck? Yeah. Just know. On top of that, there's a game that apparently is still coming out this month that I what? am dying to play. For, oh, for is that sports now. thing that you were talking sports about? story. Like, I'm not well, kidding. That game is it could be my game of the year if it comes it's out not, this year. It's but not, it's not going out. to be because here we are and it's already done. So look out next year. Sports story might be my game of the year because <sighs> golf story, How could he- I think was like my three in like 2017 or whatever. And that was the year whatever. of breath of the wild and odyssey. I think calling a game, a game of the year that you haven't played yet is he's setting me, it up for subvert. It's setting it up for me to not want to like it. Which we'll get to later. Okay. So the first set of categories are going to go quick. These are things that are specific to the show and specific to us. Okay. So let's go really quick. First category, best game we played on the show. This is any game that we talked about, gave a rating to spotlighted. It's uh, the, it's not so much that the game is, it's the best game that we talked about. So right. there might be a game that was more fun to play, but maybe it was more fun to talk about this game. That's what it is. Uh, Chris, what are your nominees? Uh, okay. So I have stranger of paradise, final fantasy origins control. Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. Yes. No, does not allow games from this year. Since oh, okay, they're going to okay, get, okay, other, okay. these That's are only fair. for games that we well, didn't hey, talk, that didn't come out this worry. year. That way, old games can get their due you know Don't what i'm worry. saying you know what i'll i'll hot swap that one in for uh okay uh uh for uh, uh i don't know something uh, uh, whatever uh control dragon quest 11 that's it just control and dragon quest 11 yeah okay hold on um think of a third I, come I on got, get at I least a third, third uh i would probably put ratchet and clank there really Cause like, uh, fuck off. I I don't know. Like, no, actually, I couldn't do that. <laughs> I remember, can't. I can't fucking so, bullshit that. No, I, there's a category. I, I want to say there's a category next called. Here, uh, let me we're, look. We're up. renaming it most okayest game. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Let me. I'll pull up the list. Give me your three real quick, and I'll I'll get you a third real fast. I have more than three. Okay. Hit me. So with maybe this will help. Okay. Uh. So first of all, Alpha Protocol. Yes. Control. Dragon Quest Eleven, Horizon Zero Dawn, Tekken Seven, and Darksiders. Now I know you're not the biggest fan of Darksiders, yeah. but I just wanted to give it its due. I fucking love Darksiders. I, I I love it, and I think you know that what you should just fucking write it down. Uh, yeah, yeah, we'll put, we'll put it down there. Um, I'm gonna make this really quick. I think Alpha Protocol Control and Dragon Quest Eleven is a good list. Well, uh, Alpha Protocol, I could totally see because, like, that game. I fucking love Alpha Protocol. It was good. It really was. Um, uh, In fact, I would so I would go so far as listen. I would fight for that for best because people know Control is good. People know is. Dragon Quest Eleven is good. Is. Most people don't know about Dra- Alpha Protocol, and I was so proud to do a whole episode on that and like spotlight it. Yeah. So, like, that's what I'm talking about when I say best is like the. The best game that I got to talk about for me, it's Alpha Protocol. I think Control and Dragon Quest Eleven though are like that's the thing is like I, I do totally see your view here, your opinion. And dr- it, I, Control it, it totally is one of my favorite sense. games of all. Control is one of my favorite games of all time. Right. I love it more than Alpha Protocol. 
for sure. Oh, but you know what? I, would... uh, I know what my third is. What? Dark Cloud. Nope, absolutely yep. not. I'm vetoing. That. If you're vetoing, <laughs> if you're vetoing, hey, if you're vetoing Darksiders, I'm vetoing Dark Cloud. Okay, that's fair. <laughs> I think we've got our three right here. Yeah, Alpha, Alpha Protocol, Control, Control, Control and Quest Eleven. Look, I I'm okay with any of these winning. Honestly, yeah. it's just that I'm going to fight harder for Alpha Protocol. I totally get that, but and here's the thing: it's just that like I have to consider that we are saying this is the best game that we played and talked about on this show and i really think it's dragon quest 11 like that game was <sighs> you, so do you want to know why the only game. reason i don't want to give it to dragon quest is because it is good everyone knows it's no good. no 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 it's because of the whole me falling off a cliff and then oh Jerry yeah fucking, breaking i have bad memories about yeah. dragon quest yeah i i think we have to give it to control I think that's how it goes. I mean, it's funny, but it's weird in that control out of all three of these games. Control is my favorite game, but I feel like it's a good runner up for this category. It's not the winner just because everyone knows control is good. Right. But here's the thing is like you could say that the Alpha Protocol episode is your favorite episode, but like I and I and I will be. I think game wise, I think we do have to consider like the game itself (sighs) more than just the conversation around. Then honestly. I think we get it to Dragon Quest. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Yeah. All right. Bold it. Dragon Quest is the best game we played on the show. But hey, real good runners. I'm oh, so absolutely proud to have Alpha out. Protocol. And, okay. Perfect. Next one. Now, we were going to call this middest game of the year, but mid has a negative continuity to it. Right. So we're, we're calling this okayest game we played on the show. So this is the game that's like, well, that was okay. Yeah. It wasn't the worst. It was just kind of okay. This is where I think Dragon or Ratchet and Clank 2016 needs to go. Yeah, I, I, I actually, yeah, Ratchet and Clank, uh, for me, definitely in there because like the game is what totally a, fine. It's just, well, well, before we talk about it, what else? What are what are your other uh, nominees? I, okay, I've got uh, Dragon Ball Kakarot. You know what? I also have Dragon Ball Kakarot. <laughs> God of War 2018. Absolutely fucking not. Yeah, I think that game's like super okay. Uh, it's one of the best games ever made. And you shut your mouth. <laughs> I have Dragon. Uh, I have Ratchet and Clank 2016, Dragon Ball Z Kakarot, Alice Madness Returns. Ooh, that's a good choice. And Remember Me. Uh, I don't. I I couldn't put Remember Me there. I just. It was okay. I th- it the if it. I don't want to spoil. If it wasn't anything. for those. <laughs> Those parts where you get to like rewind time are pretty okay. And then the actual gameplay is kind of boring. The story is kind of dumb, Mm -hmm. but like, it's not, it's not bad. Like, I don't think it it would fit in worst game we played on the show. Yeah. I don't know. I, well, how about this? Would you rather, because we need a third. We're we're a lock on DBZ. Alice is fair. Like, sure. I think okay. That's then put, I, I put Alice. Yeah. But to me, the winner of this category is Ratchet and Clank. Yeah. I think that's like, it's totally right. We talked about list. it. We talked about it in our episodes. Like, why did they make this game? Like, it's a good game, but like, it's, who cares? it's just watch the movie. Like, yeah, there's no reason for you to do anything else other than just watch that two hour movie. Save yourself some time. But then again, at the same time, it's like, if you do play the game, it's like, you're not going to really waste too much. It's a really short game. <laughs> like, yeah, it's fine. You'll get some okay. enjoyment, but like, eh. Congratulations. The most okayest game we played on the show is Ratchet & Clank 2016 with follow-ups, Dragon Ball Z, Kakarot, 
and is it called Dragon Ball Z Kakarot or just Dragon Ball? I think Kakarot? it's just Dragon Ball Kakarot. Hold on, this is important. I'm gonna be like ninety nine point nine percent sure it's just Dragon Ball Kakarot. It is called Dragon Ball Z Kakarot. Is it really? So ninety nine percent my ass. All right. No way. Checking you don't trust too. me. It is Dragon, Dragon Ball Z, Z Kakarot. Kakarot. What? You didn't fuck it. Did you think I was lying? Well, because there's super stuff in it. So why would they okay. leave it at Z? <laughs> Who cares? That's, that's a lot. Um, worst game <laughs> we played on the show. Yes. Worst game. All right. Ready? Hit me with yours. I only have Dark two. Cloud. Nope. 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 Near on uh, Automata. Nope. nope. <laughs> 24 the game. No, you first of all, you haven't and played that game, so you can't even say that. That is true. There is a rule. We do have a rule. It's called the Melody of Memory rule, like which is for it. negative categories. You have to have played the game. So good job. Um, and then Jump Force. Hmm. That's tough. Because like I totally get it, right? But at the same time, Jump Force was kind of fun. No, it fucking sucked. What are your worst games? So I have Remember Me and The Quarry. Quarry came out this year. Oh, that's right. It did come out this year, didn't it? So I have Remember Me and... Um, I, I don't think Remember was bad enough to be on worst game we played. Really? I think it is. I think it was terrible. I put... Uh, see, I didn't put Darksiders here because I was like... I would fucking be, fight yeah. you truth, truth Absolutely, Darksiders is there, though. Um, and then, yeah, that's really... I, I didn't really spend too much time with like bad it's games. Kinda, it's kind of nice. We didn't play any games that both of us straight up hated. Yeah, like... I, one of us might not have liked it, but the other one did. Yeah. So it's like, that's a good... I'm kind of happy about that. You know what I mean? Yeah, I think that... I but, mean, that's but a, we need a winner. Uh, it's... Remember me. No, it's not. It's Jump Force. Jump Force? I... I don't... Oh, man... Jump Force is worse than Remember Me. Look, Jump Force, okay. I could give it to Jump, Jump Force. Jump Force is so bad they took it offline. Yeah, they took it offline. And that's the reason why I could give it to it. It is no longer playable online. Oh, you know what, though? I'm looking through it. I don't like, think it would let me play as Ace because I couldn't buy the DLC. Like, the, like all the DLC yeah, characters. Yeah, there you go. I don't know who Ace is, but sure. Hey, you will get there, and you'll be like, hey, this character's pretty fucking cool. I'm looking really quickly through all the games we played this year. Um, you sure you don't want to put 24 the game on there? No, I had fun playing that game. I think you would like that game, actually. Put Lego Dimensions on there. Yeah? Fucking that game was so boring, and I had to play it twice. We need one more. Everything's got to have three. And then you know, put uh, put Dark Cloud on there. No, I can I couldn't in good faith do that. Fuck that game. Fuck that game. Yeah, put we'll Nirama Dark- on there. No, I couldn't do that. That game is too good. It's one of the best games that we've ever played on the show. It's absolutely one of the worst games we've ever played. <laughs> God, there's uh, got to be some bullshit that Gotham. we played or target. Mm. Oh, you know, uh, no, what? I was gonna say Gotham Knights, but like that's a new game that came out this year. Yeah. We gotta play next some year, older games next year. We're gonna next year. There's a there's gonna be a change to the way that we the format, yes. and we're gonna. Was there anything during the anime episode that we talked about that was like terrible? We talked about. I, you know that episode out of any of the episodes that we've done this year is the one that I'm like I don't remember that one at all. 
Like, <laughs> I couldn't tell you one thing we talked about in there. I mean, it's kind of cool that we're struggling for shit. Yeah. Uh oh my gosh yeah because I'm looking through everything like yeah it's okay <sighs> yeah put um put Barbie and her sister's puppy rescue on there <laughs> I played that and I talked about it for a second yeah all right Jump Force wins with Lego Dimensions and Barbie and her sister's puppy rescue <laughs> as the, the, uh... the constellations there all right. Next category. Uh, uh, do you want to go in that order and, or do you care no, if you, I jump you around? Can, you go the order right. and I will adjust. It. Best episode. I love this one. This is us just jerking ourselves off. What episode did you think was fun to listen to and go back to? I have three. What do you got? Uh, I'm going to be honest. I have not uh, re-listened to a single episode because I I'm thinking back about episode. I'm thinking about what episodes were the most fun for us uh, to just like fuck yes, around and talk that's, about. that is so, exactly where I went I, I've got three episodes three episodes you tell me if you can think of a better one I've got three as well go for it okay I've got the cult of paxinality oh that was a good one it was close on my list I've got dear Dave eat farts I have dear Dave eat farts and I've got the elder ring alpha protocol episode oh interesting uh, what do you got? I have the uh, uh, God of War 2018 one that we did because I really enjoyed doing that episode. That's uh, on my worst episode of the year list. That's funny. Uh, and then I've got the Dragon Quest 11, the the one year episode that we did. Oh, that was good. It was a really fun episode. Um, I'm gonna fight hard probably for Dear Dave Eat Farts and Cult of Paxonality. Which ones would you? Fu- Cult Paxonality, I could totally get behind because that that was a really good, fun episode to do. That was us just talking about um, Pax and a lot of wrestling, and then I got to talk about Cult of the Lamb, and then whatever episode we were, whatever game we were going to do, we just said, fuck it. Dear Dear Dave Eat Farts, if you didn't listen, that was an episode where some guy tried to write into the podcast and get us to sponsor. He wanted to sponsor the podcast with Women's Cricket NFT Crypto Coins. We never and we heard just, back. We never heard back. Um, how about those two and the one year uh, Dragon Quest episode? Yeah, I like that. And the winner is uh, Cult of Paxonality. Cult of Paxonality, I don't know. I think Dear David oh, really? Farts has to be the one that, because we both chose that one. I think that one makes I, Yeah, but I like sense. that we talked about Pax. We talked about wrestling. We just kind of fucked around. So much so that we didn't do the game of the episode. <laughs> yeah. What was the game for the Eat Farts episode? Uh, dude, I do not remember. You're not listening to our. Imp- you know what? Fine, give it to Dear Dave Eat Farts. I think that it should be Cult of Packs. Dear Dave Eat Farts was about the. Uh, we talked about the Nintendo Direct, the PlayStation State of Play, Tokyo Game Show. Uh, it was the Cozy Games episode. That's what it was. Oh, okay, sure, fine, whatever. All right, it can be Dear Dave Eat Farts yeah. with the runners up, the Cult of Packs and and the Dragon Quest One Year Special. I love it. All right. Shout outs to uh, us for making that episode. Yeah, good me. job for us for doing it. Ugh, uh, worst episode we did. I got four. <laughs> I got three. And, and these, I actually, I got four also. I take it back. I have four. And then I like one of those, though, is not technically my choice. It was the 
choice of everyone who listens, the friends that because listen to the show. Because it was the least. Of because it was the least listened to episode. Well, why don't so. you go first then? What are, right. what Start with that one. What was the least listened to episode? The least listened to episode was Alice Madness Returns. Really? Yes. That was our worst performing episode of the year, which was not on my list of worst episodes that we no, did. No, I don't. You know what? No, don't put it on the list. I have fun doing that one. Yeah. But that one, uh, that one missed for us. Uh, and then the 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 next one was uh ratchet and clank 2016 which i did have on my list but those were our two least listened to episodes okay well what's your list uh but ratchet and clank 2016 hits my list uh the e3 catch-up with darksiders episode i didn't like um and then the this one fucking wins it for me it was the 24 fucking episode because that episode is literally to hell and back because we had lost the episode and then I oh, spent several I hours with Jordan that. fucking recovering the episode. Okay. Put so. that one on the list for sure. I, yeah. I don't know if it wins, but put, so Miley's favorites were, I think you're going to notice a trend. These were ones basically where I didn't like it because it was just us yelling about a game that I didn't like. Mm-hmm. So the Dark Cloud episode. Okay. The Near Automata episode. Mm-hmm. The God of War episode. Okay. And then, yeah, the, uh, the 24 episode, just because I didn't play anything, because that yeah. was right before I left for a bunch of trips. See, it's funny that you said that, because those three episodes, without God of War, because, like, I still need time to look at, like, numbers across the board with it. They did uh, really good. Yeah, those other episodes did very well for us. <laughs> you know, okay. The 24 one should definitely go on there. Absolutely. That was a nightmare that 24 hours sucked <laughs> not only was it about 24 you wanna, hey do you want to just make it that one and that's it and we just say the worst episode because fuck that episode yeah just fuck that episode done all our episodes are great except for that one because yeah. and that wasn't our fault that was no that was fault. computer fault all right worst episode done next ones are going to be quick the best these are okay so i think that's it for the uh the podcast based ones now it's yeah it's going to be a couple really quick ones and these are based off of things that happened this year these are ones i haven't told you about yet are you ready go for it. first category is the best thing to happen this year so these are like this is sort of like the best moment or sequence but for real life category so here they here's a bunch of stuff i wrote down if you have an idea that i don't say go ahead but this is basically like the the best thing that happened in the gaming sphere that wasn't in a video game Mm mm-hmm so we have Let Me Solo Her, which is, do you, do you know what that is? No. Let Me Solo Her was this guy. That, it was basically like a video game folklore. In Elden Ring, there's this boss named Millennia. She's the hardest boss. You know who Millennia is? Yeah. I watched there uh, was this, our friend fight it on stream, actually. There was this guy called Let Me Solo Her, because that was his name, you know, like in-game name. Mm-hmm. He was wearing a pot on his head, completely naked, and had two swords. And he would basically there's a way to like call people into your game to let uh, them help you with bosses. And since she's the hardest boss, this guy would call in. He would basically say, sit in the corner and he would solo the whole boss. And it was harder because when you summon someone in, she gets more life. He did this like 2000 times. And it was such a huge deal that um, fucking front software sent him a sword. Oh my God. Did you not know about this? No, I didn't know about this. Wow. Okay. So let me solo her. Uh, the second Second on my list, the Sakurai Explains YouTube channel. Yo, yeah, I get that. Uh, the third, number three, the FTC blocks Microsoft from buying Activision, thus saving video games. 
Now, has that this happened? This is great. Yeah, is this they're like they happening are, they right are, now. They are blocking it. Yes. Oh, okay, good. Uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles: Shredder's Revenge brings back the Pizza Hut coupon. Oh yeah, that's a pretty good one. Uh, G four dies twice. That sucked. Okay, I thought I, it was funny. I, I'll take that off the list. Yeah, because like that one, I I was getting into it, and it was like really kind of like for me finding its footing, and then pulled the plug immediately. Right um, okay, Fortnite presents zero build, allowing me to now play Fortnite without having to build with was children that this year. Yes, holy shit! Yuji Naka confirms Michael Jackson did work on the music for. Uh, uh sonic was that sonic cd sonic or sonic 3 sonic 3 okay and uh stadia fails showing google can't buy their way into video games also just to mention i that not the yuji naka article i thought you were gonna say so well no that was i'm saying best things (laughs) oh i I figured that would have been a good thing that he's just buying bars now (laughs) you like the yuji nakas in jail um he made your beloved sonic yeah but like how much has he really had a hand in that in the last 10 years? Uh, still, I don't know. Years. And then lastly, the Tommy Tellerico H-Bomber guy video. Oh, gosh. <laughs> Is there anything that you would want to add to this list? Oh, gosh. No, I don't know. Like, I, this, like, if I had time to think about it, maybe. But, like, no, not on the spot. Okay. What on there calls... I'll say, for me... Let me solo her has to be on this list. Yes, that sounds really fucking cool. Um, I'm pretty partial to Fortnite. I don't know how you feel about that. What what from what I said? What what do you was like? Yo, that's the best thing that happened in video games this year. Yeah, the Pizza Hut thing was pretty good. Pizza Hut thing was cool. Pizza Hut coupon was fucking rad. Um, the Tommy Tallarico video is really fucking good. Yeah. Sakurai explains just becoming Sakurai yeah. explaining random normal that, bullshit. Honestly, that is probably my favorite thing. Uh, I say put it on the list. I don't. I would fight for let me solo her over that. Yeah. Only just because Sakurai explains is kind of a thing that's been going on well, for a while. But um, yeah. I okay. So we need a third. We need a third. I kind of want it to be either Fortnite Zero Build, Yuji Naka, or the H Bomber guy Talarico video. The FTC blocking Microsoft, that's just, you know, me being petty. No, 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 no. I think that is a very, very good thing. Do you think it's better than everything else we just said? Yeah, I think it is. Because, like, think about this, right? Like, think about this one perspective. Yeah. Blizzard and Activision are entangled right now in a massive scandal with, like, workplace harassment and all that kind of shit. So, it's not... But okay, okay. Th- it's it's just that. But like now think one of the very like how many major companies like this are still around right now? Not very many. So let's just take this giant massive conglomerate, conglomerate and smash it with this other one. Now go try to find another job Hold somewhere on. else. Where are you going to find that job? The only reason I don't think it should go on it's this so list crazy. is that it's not a hundred percent for sure yet they are mm. trying to block it it yeah, is then, in the then we need to act- hold on that then i feel like that should be held that might be a next year if it happens yeah because so i was gonna say because i haven't heard it being blocked yet but i've uh, it it is in it is in really scary or it's really scary ftc has said they're looking to block it yeah which I, is a good hopefully. sign so i feel like we hold that till next year yeah 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 so 
what do, what do you feel? Okay, Stadia failing because Google Tommy people Tellerico fucked themselves. Really good. You want to be in the top? Okay, <laughs> fine. Make it the Tommy Tellerico H Bomber video. What wins? I want to vote Let Me Solo Her because that was like, that was truly and literally a like a Twitch video game myth. People are like, yo, did you hear about Let Me Solo Her? And then it was before this dude started streaming him doing it. It was just like this, if you get stuck, try to get Let Me Solo If you see the name Let Me Solo Her, you know, it was this cool, like, like basically like folklore that happened in video games this year and i gotta i gotta vote for that i really do love that stuff in games so like yeah i i get that okay next category dumbest thing good these are this is something that happened this year that you're like that's fucking stupid but hilarious okay this will be followed before you think of anything for this category the next category will be dumbest thing bad so Hold on, you know, to what you thought. I got a couple. You tell me if you want to add anything. Are you ready? Go for it. Uh, The Italian parliament showing Tifa uh, porno. (laughs) Yeah, that was pretty good. Uh, Somebody using when Twitter fucked up and let anyone be verified to pretend to be Nintendo of America and do the Mario (laughs) Mario flipping off tweet. Yeah, that's pretty good. Al Pacino at the Game Awards. That was pretty good. Uh, the Pope being made to listen to Megalovania. Was that this year? Yeah. Oh my God. And <laughs> Square Enix licensing the rights to Frank Sinatra's My Way for Strangers of Paradise. <laughs> that that was pretty good. I do like that one. Uh, is there anything else you think should be on this list? Yuji Naka arrested for insider trading. <laughs> That's not good. Is that good? I don't know. Like, fucking Balan Wonderland was such a fucking dog shit game. Like, get him. Like, it's probably good that he's behind bars and can't fucking make games anymore. Like, oh my god. What? A, I don't think you. What a I think, car wreck of I a game. Uh, I don't I'm think salty. that. I think taking like taking pleasure in that guy's misfortune is bad. I feel like we've got what we want. Here's what I want to put on this list. I think it's very important that uh the mario fuck you tweet yeah. has to be on this list and uh the tifa porno is pretty good oh my god yes and then so the other three that we've got to pick one from is either al pacino pope being made to listen to megalovania or them licensing fucking frank sinatra for strangers of paradise now my only question is is the frank sinatra is that more a best moment in sequence or is that a better as this dumb thing to happen um i don't know it like you're talking about the my way right yeah it it kind of works like it's no, no. I'm I'm saying, so, is it better as oh, a okay, moment okay. or sequence in a game, or is it better yeah, in this category? I, I think it's better in a moment because okay, it's like, then, that is something that happened in a game. It's not about yeah, the industry, yeah, yeah, right. So then I think it has to go to the Pope being made to listen yeah. to Megalovania. <laughs> and uh, what wins here? Because I to think, me, it's the Mario "fuck you" tweet. Yeah. The fact that Elon fucked everything so bad that everyone thought <laughs> Nintendo of America. <laughs> tweeted out fuck you with mario that or the tifa porno i don't uh, i would be fine with either of those 
I think the 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 Tifa porno is like really really funny, but it's like the same time we we've just gone through a pandemic where like that show is kind of common. Okay. Like, I think the Mario fuck you tweet is like everything got so fucked that it was just like yeah like here we go this is a verified Nintendo of America account apparently (laughs) like oh so fucking good. Okay. The next one is dumbest thing bad. Oh, so sorry. Let me say, I didn't say it for the last one. So best thing to happen to games is let me solo her. Yes. With runners up, Sakurai explains YouTube channel and the Tali Tamariko H-Bomber video, which I believe is called oof.mp3. Shall I check that? Yeah. If you want to. I'll put it in the thing just in case so then like other people can help, you know, find it. Whenever uh, the time. Roblox comes. underscore oof.mp3. Gotcha. From H Bomber Guy. Somebody somebody tweet out that we gave him an award. Let him know. <laughs> uh, and then the dumbest thing good to happen to games this year is the Mario fuck you tweet uh, that was sent from a basically a dummy account that made to look like Nintendo with follows up. But runners up, the Tifa porno being played in the Italian government meeting and the Pope forcing to listen to Megalovania. Okay, the next one is dumbest thing bad. I got a bunch. If you got something to add, let me know. But here's what I got. Mm-hmm. The Troy Baker, you can either hate or create tweet. <laughs> Overwatch 2. <laughs> Just in general. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's fair, I guess. Uh, GameStop sold an NFT of the guy falling off the Twin Towers during 9-11. What? Are you? Oh, did you not hear this? No, I didn't so, hear about this. GameStop set up their fucking NFT market, and they were just literally doing whatever they could. <sighs> like at one point, they couldn't get the rights to Game Informer magazines, even though they own Game Informer. So they just made fake Game Informer magazine cover NFTs. Somebody was able to get in, and oh you do you know that picture God. of the guy like who jumped yeah, off? Yeah, the, yeah. I'm looking at it right now. Someone sold that as an NFT on the GameStop marketplace. That's fucking wild. All right. Are you writing these down or not? Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. I okay. gotcha. Well, yeah. Uh, the shitty Crash Bandicoot at the Game Awards. Oh yeah. Uh, the uh, during Summer Games Fest, The Rock saying, "Enjoy your gaming." <laughs> Actually, that might be that might. Can we go and take the Pope off and put that? <laughs> yeah, let's. Put the Rock. All right. Yeah, yeah. The Rock, enjoy your gaming. All right. Dumbest thing good is now Mario. If you tweet. With Tifa Porno and The Rock. Enjoy your gaming. Uh, that whole fucking thing was terrible. Okay, so we're taking that off. Um, back to Dumbest Things Bad. Those fucking furry Sonic controllers that Xbox made? No, those rule. I'm not uh, okay. to put that there. We'll, we'll, okay, we'll take that off. Um, after the assassination of former Prime Minister of Japan... What was oh, his first Shinzo name? Abe. Abe? Yeah. Shinzo Abe. Uh it got around oh, in the Japanese media. Question. Somebody put a picture of Hideo Kojima as the alleged assassin. Oh, yeah, that sucked. Uh, the Slovakian trophy scam. And Marvel Snaps predatory prices. Okay, Marvel Snaps predatory prices are pretty is that, fucking is terrible. Is that dumb or is that... Like, no. That, because, you know, so, honestly, okay, they so fucking I deserve like, it. I feel like that... That needs to be a new category called worst thing. Yeah. Okay, so we're taking that off. We're gonna do it. Well, that's another. That's not no. We, d- d- just put it in this category. It's fine. No, because it's not dumb. It's just terrible. Oh, Take it yeah, off. That's fair. Here's what I want to say: is the worst. Like the like, well, I can't fucking believe that happened. 
I don't know. The Hideo framed as well as it's not dumb. It's just like, that's awful. That sucks. It's kind of, no, I think it's it's dumb because like, I can't believe that you, yeah, I get you. Okay. Um, here's, uh, and the Slovakian trophy scam is also going under actual worse. Here's what I think is dumb that I think needs to be on this list. I think Troy Baker's hater create, because I've been making fun of that all year, which if you don't know, Troy Baker earlier that like way early in the year tweeted out that he was teaming with some nft company and then he tweeted like hey you can either hate or create what will you choose and everybody chose hate yeah uh so bad that he was like it's not about the money it's art and then later he's like look i was just trying to make some money i'm trying to feed my family so i feel like that has to be on this list yeah um gamestop selling an nft of 9-11 100 must yeah. be on this list that that's pretty fucking dumb uh and is Overwatch I think the whole it's Overwatch 2 is so dumb. It is. I but what's dumber, that or the crash at the game awards? Hmm. Overwatch 2 because at least Crash gave me like a little bit of nostalgia in a game okay. that I'm slightly curious for. <laughs> so this list I think is Troy Baker, Overwatch 2, and GameStop selling the 9-11 NFT. Yeah. And I think the 9-11 NFT has to win. Yeah, it's uh, well. I don't know. Overwatch Two is they sold fucking... <laughs> an NFT of a man dying during yes, the, the America's that. greatest terrorist attack. Okay, really quickly, greatest. worst thing that happened in video games I think this it's year. The worst one that happened, Ryan. What the hell? What, what is this anti-patriotism coming out of you? Shut up. <laughs> um, worst thing that happened to gaming this year. I think Marvel snaps predatory prices. The Slovakian trophy scam. Which we've talked about in the previous episode, but basically it turns out a lot of those shitty $1 platinum games that I was getting uh, turned out that these people were scamming the Slovakian government by setting up businesses saying that they were getting grants for making a video game company and then turning around and pocketing the money. And then do you think, yeah, the Kojima picture, because that, that I bet that sucked for Kojima. Yeah, like I'm part of me is like, I'm sure it really sucked for him, especially in that moment, just because it's like that no one wants to be known anything in relation to something that terrible. well one person does but that guy's a shithead right. uh, um but like at the same time you know, I'm, I'm you know what i'm sure, talking about right yeah <laughs> but like i'm pretty sure at the same time like he was probably like yeah it wasn't me and then everyone's like yeah it's not him like and then kind of moved yeah. on like because it didn't like it didn't stay you know what actually is the worst thing that might happen to the games this year what that what? kid at the game awards <laughs> I don't want to give that guy <laughs> any credit for anything. I don't want to give him because if we give him an award, then he can be like, oh, somebody talked about me. I don't oh, want to acknowledge shit. him. I, I took him off like the dumbest things list. I don't want him getting any credit. That's fair. I'm trying to think if there's anything else that like was terrible for video games. Really? This year. I hate that Marvel snap pricing thing because oh, I think so that I think that wins. Stupid. I like, think that fucking wins. They dead ass asked you to pay a hundred dollars for a card and some and some credits that honestly won't hit you that much it's like and then the thing is you can buy but like fuck that's so fucking insane you can pay that money and you get your little variant card and all your things to rise up in rank but the 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 odds of getting the cards you need are so low and then you're playing against people that have the cards and then you you don't know how to use your deck and you're just going to get fucking smashed Marvel Snap is one of my favorite games of the year. We'll talk about it later. But the thing is that Marvel Snap is about the the journey, not the destination. Mm -hmm. And so 
unlike something like Hearthstone where you buy a bunch of packs to get the good deck, it's like, no, I have the cards I have. I'll play and have fun with what I get. And when I get more, I'll get them. And trying to get to the end is not going to help me because right. I'm going to go against someone who spent even more money and fuck that. So, yeah, okay. So the winner of winner of dumbest thing bad to happen in games is the ne- game stop selling the 911 NFT with runners up Troy Baker. You can hate her. You can create and Overwatch 2's existence. Uh, worst thing to happen to games is Marvel Snap's predatory pricing with follows up the Slovakian trophy scam and Kojima framed as the Shinzo Abe assassin. Yeah. Perfect. Okay. I feel like we need to do some more fun categories. So let's really quickly go into some that'll be quick. They'll just be for me. Mm-hmm. Best kids game that I played for trophies this year. <laughs> yeah, let's go. These could have come out this year or they could have not. It's just that I played them this year. The list is Megamind for PS3. Okay. Fast and the Furious, Fire Racers, The Rise of Shifter. Oh my gosh. And then I need I need to get the, the title of this correct. Give me one second. Did I do that right? <laughs> Fast and the Furious, something like that. Spy, <laughs> Spy Racers, The Rise oh, of Shifter. Spy Racers, you got right. the you got the fucking leet speak on. Yeah, Shifter, that's right? it. I was right. And then, okay, I want to get the, the fucking. I'm so sorry. My Little Pony, a Maritime Bay Adventure. A Maritime Bay Adventure. A Maritime M A R E Maritime Bay Adventure. okay i'm trying to debate if there's one other game i want to put in this list which would be ryan's rescue squad i can't remember if i played that this year or not let me see if i i can't remember if that was this year or last year that i played that let me see i played ryan's rescue squad in 2020 okay let me see if I want to take something off though. No, you know what? I feel like I feel like this is the good list. Honestly, for me, the winner is the Fast and the Furious Spy Racers, The Rise of Shifter. Mega Mind PS3 was a uh, pretty simple platformer, but it had a trophy where you had to get through all four main bosses without taking a hit. It was a little yeah. tough. Yeah. Uh, but it was fun. And My Little Pony and Maritime Bay Adventure was a very straightforward, like simple little 30 to 45 minute kids game. Spy Racers, The Rise of Shifter was an okay racer that didn't like have any of the sh- like there there are cart games made for kids like mm. the like the Nickelodeon cart game that absolutely fuck you like they're I don't know why but they make it hard on purpose to like kids will keep playing the game or some shit whereas Spy Racers it was just like well number one it's called Fast and the Furious so good job and uh, number two the mechanics were pretty simple the races were pretty easy it never got hard so had good drifting, so that wins. Um, so congratulations to that. So worst game that Ryan played for trophies this year that's a kid game. PJ Mask. Wait, what's the full name of this game? PJ Masks Heroes of the Night. Heroes of the Night. That is a brain dead, boring ass game. Fuck that game. I played it twice. Um, Barbie and her sisters. Puppy Rescue. Puppy. And 
Yeah, DC. Wait, what is the full name of this game? DC League of Super Pets: The Adventures of Crypto and Ace, which is like a really brain dead, shitty clone of like Panzer Dragoon, but it has one trophy that makes that game fucking infuriating. But honestly, for me, the winner of this category is um oh man i don't know because barbie and her sisters was just long for no reason and very fucking annoying but pj masks was just brain dead so pj masks i think i talked about this before pj masks is there were all these levels and every level always starts with like an on rails driving part where you have to get every orb but the thing is the like it's in 3d and the way that they did the like dimensions sometimes you'll fuck up you know that has to win because (laughs) it was badly made and if you miss one you have to start the whole level over again and those levels are like three to four minutes long yeah fuck that game all right really quickly also we've got next category breakthrough christian gaming game of the year which we'll find out next episode if the people said i can play them next year (laughs) Uh, we've got Welcome to Mark's Story in the World of Project Summer Ice. By the way, that took five seconds to platinum. Best game, then. Uh, we've got ZJ the Ball Collect Stuff ba- Breakthrough Gaming Arcade. That one took two minutes. I'm getting the full name of this one. I'm sorry. United States Capitals Breakthrough Gaming Activity Center. That was a minute 37 seconds, if you were wondering. Uh, and I think out of those three, I'm going to have to give it to United States Capitals Activity Center. I'm sorry, United States Capitals Breakthrough Gaming Activity Center, because while it wasn't the shortest one on the list, which is Welcome to Mark's Story of the Project Summarize, uh, I got to answer some questions about... Uh, Capital state capitals, and I like that. So that wins. Yeah, you like your right. uh, trivia games. So I do like my trivia games. Should we do some real categories now? Let's do it. Best discovery. This is a game that did not come out this year that we played for the first time this year, <laughs> and we really liked it. I'm enacting the bean battles rule. The bean battles rule is this: no shitty games that only cost a quarter. <laughs> Hey, well, Bean Battles is a 50 cent game, so like that's fair. Fuck um, off. <laughs> um, I've got one, two, three, four, five, six. I've got six. How many you got? I have three. Why don't you say you're three first? Yeah, I've got a uh, Gunfire Reborn. We've got Creatures of Aether and Risk of Rain 2. Okay, I've got Skylander Spyro's Adventure. Ooh, good choice. I've got, and I really truly want this one to be on here because it was a discovery for me. Mm hmm. Fortnite. <laughs> okay. Uh, I've got IQ Intelligent Cube from the PS1. Oh, that's a good one, too. Bloodstained Curse of the Moon. Sagebrush, which is that, like, one-hour... Um, oh, yeah, that, like, fucked up game. Did you fucking play that yet? No, I didn't. You fucker. That's and Toem. I've got oh, okay. Toem. Um, I really want Fortnite on this list, please. That's fair. Fortnite's a really fucking good game, and no I'm one ever played it until this year. I'm the I'm the first one to find it out. Do it. <laughs> if you had to pick one of your three, what would you? What are you the most strongest about? Uh, Risk of Rain Two is so fucking. Good. Put it on the fucking list, dude. I wish I had more people to play that game with, because uh, that game is fucking fantastic. Um, it's a roguelite, uh, just like third person shooter, and it's like. 
a really just uh it's a it's a comfy kind of game you know yeah um I think out of everything I just said, the one that I, I would call a discovery, and the reason I call it is Sagebrush I discovered because I was looking through what's on sale, and it was a game that was 60 cents that I'd never heard of, and I was just looking up, what is this? And it was like, it's a fucking PS1 graphics walking simulator about seeing the aftermath of a cult's mass suicide, and that was just a, like, that was some game I'd never heard of going to. That was one of the best stories in a game I played this year. Right. I would fight really hard for Sagebrush to go on this list. Okay. That's fair. Why don't you put it down and then you put one more of yours that we'll each have two and then we'll decide which one to cut. If you, so it, it's, it's all one word. Yeah, yeah. Um, oh, man. Like, Creatures of Aether I really enjoyed playing because it's just triple triad, but like, you know, on your phone. And I could play mm. that anywhere and it was great and it was fun to play. Uh, Risk, or, uh, Gunfire Reborn I'm still kind of Playing. What is Reborn? It, it's another like of. it's a first person uh roguelite game, but it's one that is co-op with friends. So you can like it's actually coming out on PS5 early next year. Um so I'm interested in seeing like if there's crossplay involved in that kind of stuff. Uh okay. but it's just like a, a just simple, you know, restart with friends. It's it's a really good game to just if you're having a conversation like hanging out, you know, it's a good game to put on in the background where you can like play and you don't have to pay a lot of attention to it, but like, you know, you could do other things and I, I, I have an idea. Mm. Okay. Here's how we're going to do this out of risk and rain are creatures of, or sorry, gunfire reborn. Yeah. Which one of those would you be more willing to fight for risk of rain? Okay. I'm going to fight more. It's so much better. I want Risk of Rain and Sagebrush on this list. And then between Fortnite and what was the other one? The Gunfire? Yeah. I think it's time to enact our new rule. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's time for a rule that I stole from Fire Escape. Uh-huh. We're bringing in the judge. Ah. Uh, All right, here's see. the deal. So everyone knows that this podcast, which, by the way, the, the normal rules of the podcast are suspended, so I can't say the name of the podcast. Okay, yes. I want that noted. So, I have the more trophies than you is basically the two of us. It's just you and me because I play games with trophies you don't. Right. We have an unofficial third member who is our, our friend and our graphics designer who makes all the cool images you see in tweets. Yes. Our friend Sarah. I'd like to now go to Sarah. Okay. And see if she has to decide between Gunfire Born and Fortnite. I know exactly what she's going to say. <laughs> I well, let's find out. <laughs> uh, welcome to the stage, Judge Sarah. All quarters in session. All disputes are final. Sarah's word is law. Do we agree? That's fair. Sarah, the category on the table is best discovery, aka best game that didn't come out this year that one of us played for the first time. Okay. We have two. We need one more. Uh. Present your case. What, Chris? I forget what game was here. Oh yeah, I've got a uh, uh, Gunfire Reborn, and I've got Fortnite. Oh, okay. Which one of those do you do you believe best des- uh, deserves to be on best discovery? Uh, I think the Gunfire one because like everybody yeah, let's knows. Let's go. I won, but I didn't know. But I never played Fortnite, and now I'm playing Fortnite. Yeah, but you actively didn't want to play Fortnite. You made and now bit. I did because Fortnite Zero Build exists, and I don't have yeah, to play you, with children. You discovered it a long time ago. 
This <laughs> well, no, you still have to I play with this. children, but like this fucking sucks. You I also hate get to play bit. with us sometimes. <laughs> I take it back. This whole judge thing sucks. <laughs> oh, oh, I'm so glad fine. that we have uh, agreed to abide by the judge, uh, the jury, okay, and the executioner. Fine. Thank you, Judge Sarah. You can stay on if you want. It's up to you. Need me to judge anymore? Well, uh, we might in we the might future. Pull you, yeah, we might like ping you okay. back in. Yeah, so. just uh, ping me back in. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Cool. Absolutely. Cool. Thank All you right. so much. All right. Thank All you, right. Judge Sarah. Fuck you, Sarah. Um, the winner is <laughs> the winner is Sagebrush, though. That's the best. Disco- uh, I discovered. I, I discovered Risk that of game. Rain Two is such it, a fucking good game. Every people knew about Risk of Rain Two. I discovered Sagebrush. It is know. a discovery. Uh, I get that. discovery best discovery. You didn't even know it existed. I didn't even know it existed until it went on sale for 60 cents. And I went, what is this? And I looked it up and I went, what the fuck? I've got to stop watching. And I just played the game and it fucking enthralled me. Sure. It's only like an hour and a half long, but who right. cares? It was a memorable experience that I will go on to tell people you got to fucking play this mm. game. Risk of rain Two. I bet it's a fine game, it but it's people, really good game. but people already knew about it. No one knows about fucking Sagebrush. Yeah. Uh, this podcast discovery, we discovered it. We talked about it. You didn't talk about Risk of Rain Two or Gunfire on the podcast. I talked about them briefly, but like, yeah, I, I, I went that. into. I feel like it has to be Sagebrush. The, I think you're right here because, like, I think this is along that like same. Um, uh, threshold where I was like it early when, when I was earlier talking about like we're talking about the context of the game and it's like we're we're talking about a discovery here yeah I think this is probably the best discovery we had this year hell yeah Fortnite got fucked but that's okay I was gonna fight for Fortnite but Fortnite's now I'm fighting so for good. Sagebrush it's uh it's pretty fun there's a Fortnite category should we just go straight to the Fortnite category yeah we can go into the Fortnite category best okay so the winner is sorry I I can't I gotta remember at the end of every category I got it so. Best kids game that we played for tro- that I played for trophies this year. The Fast and the Furious Spide Racers. The Rise of Shifter takes it yes. with follow up Mega Mind on PS3 and My Little Ponies. My Little Pony a Maritime Bay Adventure. Uh, worst game that I played for trophies. Kids game I played for trophies this year is PJ Masks Hero of the Night with runners up Barbie and her sisters Puppy Rescue and DC League of Super Pets Crypto and Ace. Best Christian Breakthrough Gaming Game of the Year. United States Capitals Breakthrough Gaming Activity Center wins. With follow-ups, welcome to Mark's story in the world of Project Summer Ice. Get that right. And ZJ the Ball collects stuff. Breakthrough Gaming Activity Center. Um, best Discovery, aka game that didn't come out this year that we discovered this year. Sagebrush takes it with follow uh, with runners up Gunfire Reborn and Risk of Rain Two. Now the next category is it's not exactly what you put. It's best Fortnite skin of the year but skin doesn't just mean skin of your character it can also mean the skin of the thing you're riding on the skin of your backpack the skin of your it's any okay okay. so i've got a couple wait do you include uh like accessories and dances here or is that a separate yes i yes okay 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 so So here's what i've got fortnite locker item sure that's what that's a better way to get best fortnite locker locker piece there we go okay moon knight Okay. Bulma. Okay. John Cena. Uh huh. The Pickle Rick Backpack. <laughs> okay. The Shenron Glider. Yeah. Indiana Jones. The Gritty. I think the Gritty was already in. 
Was it? Yeah. I think that was from last year. All right, we'll take that out. Can we get a fact check on that? When was the gritty added to Fortnite? When was this is, this is where I was having trouble. added to Fortnite? Uh, you're right. Could we first be purchased in 2021? The gritty is off the list. All right, and then uh, Doom Guy and LeBron James as a soccer player. <laughs> okay. What do you got? I have uh, far less. Um, only because like I've been playing this game for like like six years or something now. And like, I've been playing this game for two I, months. I don't so know which ones come out this year. So like I've been here's are my these are my big hitters of the year. It All right, big hitters. Beerus. Beerus came out this year. Yep. Uh, Ghost Spider. What? What? Uh, that's a uh, Spider Gwen. Uh, it's her. <laughs> It's Spider Gwen. Her Let name's Ghost up. Spider, but people are like, oh, yeah, yeah, she's yeah. Spider. It's, it's, it's no, uh, her, yeah. she's Ghost Spider. Um, the, uh, the Shenron okay. Glider. Shenron Glider is a good one. And John Cena's You Can't See Me. Oh, that's, Emo. yeah, okay. Um, I feel like John Cena needs to be on this list. And that the, the John Cena You Can't See Me is, is, enti- is integral to that. So I feel like putting John Cena on the list also gives credit to that. Okay. Um, as far as Dragon Ball, I think the fact that they made a Bulma skin is pretty dope. Because Bulma doesn't get enough love. Like, legitimately, when I was putting my list together, yeah, I was like, I can't. And I was kind of trying to stay away from just like because easily I could just be like, well, also the Goku and Vegeta skins like those. That's why I didn't put them on my list. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. it, At the end of the day, I play the Beerus skin the most because like I fucking Mm -hmm. love Beerus. Like I really love Beerus. I'm Um, very partial to the Pickle Rick backpack. (laughs) I think it's very stupid. You know, well, it wasn't added this year, but man, that Pittsburgh Steelers back bling is so good. That is so fucking. There's a thing where you just buy it's all. It's every NFL team, but he's yeah. Yeah. Who who was it? Was 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 using that? It was not. Yeah, our friend Nod was just like, "Do you like the Pittsburgh Steelers?" And she was like, "No, it's just stupid." Yeah. Okay, John Cena on this list. Uh, If we're gonna have one thing from Dragon Ball, is it Bulma, Beerus, or the Shenron Glider? That Shenron glider is so. I feel like it should good. be Shenron glider. Can we? It, can we? Can look, we agree it should be Shenron glider? Yeah. Because here's the thing: this, those skins rule and everything, and like they're yeah. pretty good. Like honestly, though, the Bulma one they kind of fucked up. Like Did they? they didn't put one. Like, and I get it; they're Dragon Ball Super, but like they didn't put like. There are so many good outfits for Bulma. There are so yeah. many fucking good it's outfits cool for that, Bulma. She I got robbed. She got robbed. I just think it was. I think it was cool that uh, they put. You know what? We're Bulma ju- in the game instead of like like. Oh come on! Do you want to do you want to do a best Fortnite skin and then a best Fortnite item and then we can put Beerus on here and then Glider in a secondary category? If we and did then, that, then like yeah, it would be. It could be. It could be. Um, it could be the John Cena. You can't see me emote the uh, yeah. Rick backpack and the Shenron Glider. Okay, make this best Fortnite uh, skin. skin of the year. Yeah. Okay, we'll do John Cena. We'll do Beerus. And then I think it's really fucking funny that they put Indiana Jones in the game and it's just straight up a carbon copy of Harrison Ford. <laughs> it's pretty good. But, yo, have you seen those fucking Spider-Gwen outfits? Yeah, you play as Spider-Gwen. We play together. God. Especially the, like, look, I have to say this because I have been playing this game for so fucking long and I almost 
almost always go to level 100 in the battle pass because it's like it's it you it, there's so much value to it and the game is it's evergreen like it's always changing See, it's, and it's always fun it's funny it's easy game for I, to play don't give a shit about the battle pass or other like items because once I have, and I have John Cena, I was like, I'll never change. The only way I'll ever change skins is if they put Dominic Toretto in the game. <laughs> Wouldn't that be awesome? Um, the you know what movie comes out. I, but I like indie, but if you feel that that, that Spider Gwen, that's the first time I've ever pushed to go past level one hundred to okay. get those extra I, I, ones because they're how so about, good. How about John Cena? How about Spider Gwen? And how about Beerus? But I'm going to fight for John Cena to win. It's John Cena. They put John Cena in Fortnite and they gave him an AK-47. <laughs> it's John Cena. It's pretty goofy. Da, like, da, da, da. <laughs> John Cena has to win this. Uh, God, the John Cena, it's too good, but it's too good. It's John Cena. Lock it up. Let's go. I don't know. No, I, I really think the Spider Gwen is my favorite of the year. I don't. I come really on. don't think I could budge on it. Like especially John, because here's the I'm thing: I'm not budging on John Cena. The, John the Cena is the reason you get her mask on, mask off, and then you have mask on, mask off of all the different styles. And that spectral style looks so good, especially when you give it in the context of like her world is like more watercolor based. And uh, you, you get know, John Cena with a shirt so on, good. without a shirt on. You get the eye. You can't see me. And you get a big giant foam hand as your tool that he does in front of your face. Like John Cena is the coolest. Sk- John Cena is the reason I'm playing. Fortnite. I don't know. Like, it sounds like John Cena, like the package was a good package to buy. But like as a skin on its own, I th- as a skin on its own, you get John Cena with a shirt on and John Cena without a shirt on with his dumb, stupid dog tags because he thinks he's a Marine and he's not oh, um stolen valor John, much like uh much like, and see you're stolen valor so i think we have to get a john cena you said that uh, spider Gwen got you to push past i wouldn't mm-hmm. be playing this game if it wasn't for john cena the minute oh, they're like john cena's stuff. in this game fuck i gotta start playing fortnite and then i turned out that i liked it so john cena for me 100 trillion mon- bajillion percent is the winner i am so incredibly fucking like this matters so much to me that John Cena is the winner. I could see it. Like it really. Is what, I'll give one. you this. It is. You a, can pick it's the, a good one. You can pick the winner of the next one. Look, I think Shenron Glider has to win the next one. Done. Like, give yeah, it. Yeah, John Cena's good. All right, I, I best Fortnite accept it. Best Fortnite skin of the year. Plus, you know, if you look at it, yeah, you got two of your your favorite skins on here, and I only got one. But I, I that's because you I know what so though, much. John Cena got one of my friends to play the game, so. There you go. go. Uh, best Fortnite skin of the year is John Cena with follow-up Spider Gwen, aka Ghost Spider, is I believe. Yeah, what you Ghost said Spider is like and her like, Beerus, name. Beerus from uh, Dragon Ball Super. Yeah. Best Fortnite dancer accessory of the year, the Shenron Glider wins with the follow-ups John Cena's "You Can't See Me" emote and the Pickle Rick backpack. <laughs> That's two good categories right there. All right, let's go back to legitimate categories. Uh, best game that neither of us played. <laughs> Yeah. Look, a lot uh, of games come out. Yeah. We Some we're sort. not we're not professionals. We're not getting paid for this. We're having fun. So we don't get to every year. So best game we didn't play but probably should have. I have a couple. How many you got? Uh I've got f- 3. 
So this is important. If either, unlike the other ones, like Discovery, if either of us played this game, a game on this list, it is nullified. It has to be that neither of us. Yeah, play. I think I think there's one on my list that is definitely nullified, but it's one that I really do consider for the list. Why don't you say your top three? Sure. Because I have more, so I can tell so you if something's been nullified. Ghostwire Tokyo, which nullified, definitely it's nullified, on my top. It's on my top ten of the year. It's one that I like. I I kind of keep coming back to while I'm like, yeah. I, you really should play it. It's play, a lot of fun. You know? I had a great um, time, especially with you having lived in Japan. I think you'll appreciate it more than I did. Yeah, I, my thing is with those kind of games, it's like I'm kind of just tired of being in Tokyo, you know. But You're um, in, it's in uh, what's the nerd place? Is it Akihabara? Akihabara is like the nerd place, but I think this I think that's where. Shibuya, no, no, this Shibuya. Right? It's in Shibuya. Because oh, okay. you are, Shibuya. Is it Shibuya? Wait, wait, hold on. Let me look it up. They're all where like within two miles Ghost of each other. <laughs> Tokyo take place. Uh, oh, it's Shibuya. It is Shibuya. Yeah, because yeah, it's got the Shibuya crossing in it. John Cena from WWE, I like that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, okay, so what were your other two? Uh, Chan, me, and the professor on summer vacation, the endless Oops. seven day journey, Returnal. No, we wait, were, no, no, wait. I did have four games because I put Returnal on this one again. You can't put Returnal on the one <laughs> last year. But they, that's the thing. is like, I probably should have played it it's this gotta year. It's got to be a game that play. came out. It's got to be a game that came out this year. So wait, what was the... So you had Shin-Chan, which, full disclosure, we were going to play that. And then yeah. the game was... Like, that's it under my... Dis- that is under my biggest disappointment. Yeah, it was... Uh, I was really... Like, we were both yeah. really looking forward to it. We're going hey, to play it next year when it hits win- uh, summertime. Yeah. that's uh, You can bet on that. Um, well, and then what was your third? Uh, Marvel's Midnight Suns. We're not counting that because uh, of the I December know, rule. But like, We're not counting because of the December rule. We, then we can I think, count it. Well, then the one you put in here for me is it's Elden Ring, but like... No, that doesn't count either. Yeah, it's it's nullified. Which which sucks. You know why? Why? Because I have you can't. Game. I have that game right now, and I was gonna play it. I was gonna play number one game of the year. I was gonna play it. Should have all week. You fuck. You and fucker. Then I was sick in bed, and I couldn't. Damn it! I was so right. pissed because that was gonna be my that was gonna be my trump card when I came into this. So I was gonna be like, yeah. oh yeah, Elden Ring, and you're like, you didn't play it, and I'm like, yeah, I did. But no, I I had everything <sighs> set up ready to do the the fucking bit, and then I got sick. So I have Shout a bunch of games. I'm going to just start naming the games that I wanted on this list, and you tell me if you played them, okay? Mm-hmm. Plague Tale Requiem. Okay. Did you play it? No. Evil West. No. Nobody Saves the World. Never even heard of it. Power Wash Simulator. Okay. The Stanley Parable I- Ultra Deluxe. I've played. Is that different than just? The it Stanley is. Parable? It is different than the Stanley because I played the Stanley Parable. Oh. That's the one that I keep wanting to play all year. Oh, but yeah, there's a trophy Tuesdays. where you have to play it for the entirety of a Tuesday, and I keep See, fucking when you were streaming. I was reminding you, man. Yeah, uh, Team NT Shredder's Revenge. Okay. I Kirby and the Forgotten. Lo- oh, you did. Okay, that's off. Kirby, Kirby and the Forgotten I, Land. Yeah, I played that. Too. Okay. Sifu. No, I didn't play Sifu. You know what? Sifu would go on my list too because I did want to play it. Okay. Uh, Return to Monkey Island. I mm, did you play that? Didn't play it, but it's that's it's one of that's those all we're looking. Like, hey, that's all. List. Hold on, that's what we're lo- that's all we're looking for right now is if you play it or yeah. not, and then we can discuss it. Uh, Neon White. I played it. Okay, Signalis. No, I have not played and it. And Pentiment. 
Never heard of it. Now, Pentiment is a, it's an Xbox only game that's like a murder mystery that takes place in like the medieval times. Oh. I watched Frank play it for about 15 minutes before he said fuck this and turned it off. Yeah. But it, I've heard it had some stuff. Okay. So we need to pick three from this. I think Shin Chan needs to be on our that, yeah. has to be on our list because we wanted to play it. Yeah, it wasn't we wanted our fault. to, we couldn't, yeah. Out of these, the other two, the games are like, man, I really should have played that and I want to. Uh, I feel like Stanley Parable needs to go on this list just because I kept wanting to play it because of that fucking trophy I just kept forgetting. Uh-huh. And then, okay, so really quickly, mm. to, if you don't know these games because you're like, I don't know what that is. So Plague Tale Requiem is the uh, yeah, that was the- sequel to Plague Tale Innocence. I have it now. It was on sale. I do have it. I'll probably play it. Evil West is a game that came out about a month ago that looks like a weird, shitty Xbox 360 game, but on the PS5. Where it's like, oh yeah, you're a cowboy and there's vampires and you have this glove that it has like grip powers and shock powers. I watched Dan Riker play it. It looks very dumb, but that's fine. We can take that off. Nobody Saves the World is made by the Guacamelee people and it's a roguelike with like, you have different forms you can take. I've heard it's a very good roguelike. Uh, Power Wash Simulator is just a simulator where you power wash things. It looks very fun. Uh, Return to Monkey Island. I really want to play that. I love Monkey Island. Yeah, I I love Monkey Island, and I'm I'm so yeah. scared to play it, right? Because like, I've heard it's I've, very good. I've, I've heard it's very good, but like it's one of those things where it's like I don't I don't want to be disappointed by it at the same time, you know? Yeah. Uh, Sifu, I fucking had a copy of, and just for some reason never played it. Signalis is a game that is basically like it's a somebody trying to re. <clears throat> Excuse me. It's how do I? It's like somebody trying to remake. Um, resident evil but in like uh oh i remember this it's is it the one that's like kind of uh like ps kind of pix- kind of pixely yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. i do so I have, horror is pixely yeah i've heard a lot of people say it's very fun and then um yeah that's it so okay i Shin think, has to go on this list what else do you think i think Shin Chan's the only for sure I think Sifu is the only other like for sure for me because that's the other one that I'm like, yeah, I absolutely like I wanted to play that game and I just never got around. I was waiting for them to put in the easier mode because I heard that that game's actually really hard and then they put in a mode that makes it a little bit more fun. Um, How does this sound? Mm. Shin-Chan, Sifu, Stanley Parable. Or Shin-Chan, or Shin-Chan, Sifu, Monkey Island. Those. Yeah, let's do Monkey Island. I really should have played. I've heard so much fun shit about Stanley Parable. But did you like the first Stanley Parable? Yeah, I thought it was. I've heard, I've heard, I like, I've, I've been spoiled on a couple of little things, and it's like apparently Stanley Parable goes fucking nuts. Wait, have you not played the first one? I played the first one like ten oh, okay, years ago. Okay, okay. Oh, okay, yeah. yeah. I, write down Stanley Parable Ultra Deluxe really quick, and then let's really just look at this list and yeah. try to decide. So, okay, so we're we're definitely cutting everything else. We're down to these four. I do want to play a lot of the games that I said, though. Yes. Kirby really good. I like Kirby. Yeah, it was, it, it's it, it's a good Kirby game. You know, it's okay. easy, short, you know. All right. Shin Chan is on this list because we were both going to play yeah. it. And then the trophies, they bugged the trophies so that you couldn't earn them. And then the, they finally fixed them. Summer was over. And I was like, well, fuck this. Yeah. What's the point of a summer game if we can't play it in the summer? <laughs> Sifu, I've heard a lot of people. Man, this is hard. I don't know what to do. I love the idea of all of its mechanics, and I cannot wait to try that game. I 
think I even Honestly, bought it. I think I have a copy of it on. I, PC I, I, I own. A, I have a. I have a fucking. I have a PS5 Steelbook copy. Oh my gosh. Oh, you know, I was gonna say, do you have a lot of those steelbooks? Like if the they're conversation, but I don't usually like. I will not go out of my way, but if it's yeah. like, and this one comes with a steelbook, it's like, ah, oh, fuck it, why not? Um, I'm just scared of humidity. What do you mean? Because uh, I had the, I had a couple steelbooks from like the Xbox OG era, and uh, notably the Halo Two one. And I lived in the Midwest, where it was. Well, the yeah, the humidity there is. Fuck. There's no humidity over here, so yeah, it's never so been a problem for me. It destroyed the shit out of like. Yeah, I just realized so. because we're trying to make it this easy on you, and like no edits, <laughs> I can't really do. I can't do the bit. Can't do the bit. Um, Stanley Parable. I kind of wanted you to play though, just so that you could fucking it, get over it, and just get it done with. <laughs> can we cut Monkey Island? Yeah, we can cut Mon- Monkey Island. And then Shin Chan wins. Yeah, Shin Chan's got to win because like that was the one we actively decided. We actively we were like going we, to play. <laughs> like, we have to play. Yeah, yeah. That okay. Uh, so congratulations. That, the best game we didn't play, but probably should have. Well, oh, here's the thing though, really quick. Mm-hmm. That we're, we're, no, hold on. Maybe it doesn't win because we're saying best game. Shin Chan. We don't know if the game's any good. We just wanted to play it. Oh. We know Sifu's good. Maybe Sifu wins. Oh, this is tough because then I would say, but here's the thing is we've both played the original Stanley Parable and we know that that is oh. really fucking good. Yeah, Stanley Parable wins because so, yeah, we know Stanley that it's Parable good. Has to win then. Okay. All right. Perfect. See, th- this is how logic works. Yep. Okay. So the winner of best game we didn't play, but probably should have is Stanley Parable Ultra Deluxe with runners up Shin Chan, me and the professor on summer vacation, the endless seven day journey and Sifu. That was a good category. Yeah. All right. Next category. Now we kind of had trouble with the name of this last year. It was best like remake, remaster, uh, reimagining yes. best collection. Best I want to call this game come out best game. that came out this year that didn't actually come out this year. Yes. All right. I have one, four. two, three, four, five. No sick. Uh, I've got four. I Why bet- don't you say your four first? Okay. Let's see what matches. Check this. Check it. TMNT, the Cowabunga collection. Okay, I've got that. Klonoa, the Phantom Reverie collection. Mm-mm. Live Alive. Mm-mm. And Tactics Ogre Reborn. Okay. I have, and I'm going to fight you until one of us bleeds. <laughs> It's going on this list. Don't think it's not. The Last of Us Part One. No, I. Uh, now look, it'll it can be it, on the list. Shut up! It's gonna <laughs> win. Um, I've got TMNT, the Cowabunga Collection. I've got the Capcom Fighting Collection. Okay. I've got the House of the Dead remake. Okay. And then tell me if this counts. Uh-huh. I've got the Stanley Parable Ultra Deluxe. <laughs> But we see, didn't play it. We didn't play it, but no, you can't put it then. That's, okay, then it doesn't count. Um, okay, first for sure, I think TMNT Cowabunga oh, totally. has to go on this list. How about this? You pick one, I pick one, and then TMNT wins. <laughs> okay, I'm picking Last of Us Part One. Yeah, that, that's fine. Like I get it, uh... dude. I know you don't give a shit, but they, uh, you're like, oh, they took a game that they have not put out. Since 2014, mm-hmm. and they released it in 2022. It's been eight years. That is long enough. 
And not only it wasn't just a re like when they first put it out in 2013, they put it out the next year in 2014 because it's like, oh, we got this new system, we can up res it really quick. It wasn't that special. It was just they were trying to sell stuff for the PS4. Right. This was they took the first game, they remade it from the ground up in the Last of Us Part Two engine. They did that with the DLC. They added so many fucking uh, accessibility options, which, by the way, you might realize last year we did a category called best accessibility options. We're not doing that this year because we decided it's hard to decide who is better at accessibility. Yeah, it, it I'll should just be say something this. we should more of just celebrate just like, hey, these games are like exceptional in what they did. But like at the same time, it's like it's hard to say it's that one is better than the other, right? Like, I would just say this. Sony is the best at accessibility. So props to Sony. Look. Uh don't stop. <laughs> it's 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 the remake of the remake. <laughs> they didn't but that's the thing. They didn't remake no, it's not. It's, it's a remake because the first one was a remaster. What, what did they call this one? Last of Us Part One. That's it. That's it? Yep. Because like okay, so the first game seven. was called The Last of Us. Uh-huh. Then they put out The Last of Us Remastered, <sighs> and this is The Last of Us Part One. Oh boy, this is a very like which is great because I know that means that down the line they're going to do The Last of Us Part Two on PS Five. Yeah, so I get are. to play that game again. Okay. Last of Us is See, one look, of my favorite here's series the thing. now. Think about the Cowabunga Collection, and when they announced that, we're like, oh fuck, all these old games are back. And then they were like, no, no coupon. And the, or no, and then they were like, but then you get Pizza Hut coupon. You get a no, fucking, the, pi- like, the Pizza the, Hut coupon was oh, you're wrong. The Shredder, Pizza Hut coupon was it? only in Shredder. Yeah, it wasn't I, I, in this one. I think one. I goofed that in the episode too. Yeah, you it. did. That's funny. Um, my brain don't work too well. Uh, yeah, but the Cowabunga Collection is so fucking great. It's what eleven? Oh, games? it's great. It's like it fucking rules. That and we get to have got, those games again. And, it's and got look, uh, multi- Hold on, let me talk. Okay. It's got um, it's got the reason that I think that it wins this is because it's a bunch of beat-em-ups with online support so I can just play yeah. TMNT with my friends. And it's like, yeah, I really... You know what should have probably gone on that list was... Oh, no, you said you played Shredder's Revenge. Yeah, I did. I should really play that game. You really should play that um, game. You want to play that game sometime next year with me? Yeah, I'll play that game next time with you. Yeah, for sure. I fucking love that okay. game. Yeah. All um, right, so... Oh, what did you? You didn't I, say what I you added. To, you just wrote it in, but you yeah, didn't I wrote it people. in. Uh, Klonoa, the Phantom Reverie collection, because those two games are fucking excellent fucking platformers. That honestly, I why did like hold really on? Wish they'd give another one. Why did you put The Last of Us? La- are you trying to say that Klonoa is better? Mm-hmm. No, it's not. Put The Last of Us before. I think we agreed on this. No, this is bullshit. Look, here's the, here's the thing about here's you're, why you're no, dumb. No, 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 hang on, hang on. And hang on. The Last here's of Us why. Part One is the winner. Here's of this. why Klonoa gets to be above it. It's because those two games, like the second game is like a $400 game. I don't give a shit. The I Last just, of Us, you could go to any game store. You could go to, you could go to probably they're, Walmart they're, and find, they are tied. find a PS3 There's no copy such for thing. five bucks. It's not first, you could second, just third. Play it's, that first in, it's first and two runners up, right. so joke's on you. All right. <laughs> the best game that came out this year that didn't actually come out this year is the TMNT Cowabunga Collection with follow-up runners-up The Last of Us Part 1, mm-hmm. which is better, and Klonoa The Phantom Reservoir Collection. Yeah. That's great. Okay. Two new categories. Or, okay. Next category. Best performance. This is for who, which actor did the best job as a character in a video game. I've got three. What do you got? I, okay. I don't actually I've got four. I don't have anyone for this. Oh. Because I don't think I played enough games that like had that in it this year. 
Like, I don't think I played enough. Like, am I really going to say, like, whoever played Jack in fucking Stranger of Paradise here? Like, no. I don't think, like... I. I that's the thing. I said this at the beginning of the episode. I was, I was kind of disappointed in video games this year. And even when I go down the list of games I came... Like, and that's all I've done. Because, trust me, I've been laying in bed for a week. All I've done is stare at that 2022 game list and just look at what games came out this year. And I'm just like... Yeah, I mean, I think it's going to be Christopher Judge and fucking God of War, but, like, what else is there? There really wasn't I'd much actually, else. He's not, he's not my winner, but okay. Like, he, he would be the only one I'd give it for, but I didn't play that game. But, like, yeah, I just... I didn't really play enough games with, like, too much acting this year. I mean... Well, let me tell you my list, and you tell me if you want to add anything off the top of your head, okay? I've got Christopher Judge as Kratos. I've got Richard mm-hmm. Schiff as Odin. I've got Ryan Hurd as Thor. I've got Ashley Birch as Aloy, and I've got Ted Raimi as Sheriff Hackett from. The I story, was gonna because I thought he was really stupid. That was the one thing I was about to bring up is I could maybe give it to Ted Raimi for the quarry because I thought like, he did a, a especially a dumb, that bad like job, yeah. yeah like at the very beginning of the game it was like why didn't I fucking tell you to go to fucking Fuck to go to like I, <laughs> that is so fucking just, funny like maybe I give it to Justice Smith as in the quarry for that line remember the line oh, of yeah uh, yeah you can't find me in my own house fucker <laughs> you're a fucker no um okay I I'll tell you right now the one that I want to win this is Richard Schiff as Odin I thought he did a great fucking job okay um. Do you want to put Ted Raimi on here because it's funny? Yeah, let's put Ted Raimi on. All right, let's put Ted Raimi and Sheriff Hackett. Sure. Uh, and then we need a third. You know, I, I really like Ryan Hurd as Thor, kind of as or I mean, Christopher Judge as as, as Kratos, amazing. Yeah. He did such a great job showing like the whole pain that Kratos went through of dealing with his son and possibly losing him, trying to do whatever he can facing that what he thought was going to be his death. I thought it was a great performance. I thought Ryan Hurd as Thor did a great job as like this truly damaged person. I thought also maybe the person who played Freya would go on this list, but it's also like, do we want to maybe not pick two people from the same game? No, like, because <sighs> the other option is Ashley Birch's Aloy. She's like, she was fine, but she wasn't like anything. Well, you great. know, I think that is kind of fair to kind of like choose the best eh. one on that one. Yeah. Yeah, but she's just kind of okay. It's like she didn't. But if you special, if you do like, really I'm think that like one was just if we're gonna do you know, anything, I feel like uh, it's got to be. I, I feel like we give it to Christopher Judge's Kratos, but my winner would be Richard Schiff as Odin. Mm-hmm. He played Odin. You think of Odin and and every North thing is like this big, fucking like just giant warrior man who is gonna fucking just conquer and or just be this wise man and this odin is a slimy mob boss who just manipulates and emotionally terrorizes everyone in this universe and the the, you just the whole game is just about seeing how fucking like far his reach goes and how much he's just ruined people's lives so i think he has he did such a good job playing that character it's got to go to him that's fair okay Perfect. The best performance is Richard Schiff as Odin, God of War Ragnarok with follow, with runners up. Ted Raimi as Sheriff Hackett in the quarry, and Christopher Judge as Kratos. All right, best new character. This is a character that was never in a video game before. Now I have one on this list. You might fight me on. You're gonna fight me on my choice because I, 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 I. Would it be funny if we had the same choice? 
Yeah, we definitely don't have on, the same choice. On the on the count of three, let's I, say it out loud. I all think, right. I think you're gonna say that my game doesn't even count for this category. Hold on, let's say it at the same time. Okay. <laughs> One, two, three. Jack Garland. Zero from Final Fantasy. <laughs> Fourteen. Oh. No, that doesn't count. That didn't come out this year. Jack Garland, I would put in here, but I was like, is he really the best new character? Because here's he's the thing. He's pretty fucking here's funny. He's not a new character. He came out in Final Fantasy. He is a new character. He's not he a is new a new character because he's a character Jack that was established in the Stop. game 20, no, 35 years ago. The, shut up. To the shut day. up. Shut up. The Garland in Final Fantasy 1 is a little sprite. This is a fleshed out dude who listens to Limp Biscuit and punches dudes okay. in the face and look. listens to... to uh, and is from an alien planet where they dump their trash on another planet and then he's basically like an extraterrestrial garbage man uh he's so stupid he has to go on this list i fucking love jack and and the only reason i didn't put him on there is because like it counts it fucking counts he's a new character if he counts i would totally say he's the best because one i kind of want to see more of these games and and like they don't have to be about like hold on before we get into it why don't you say your list and i'll say my list but the final fantasy 14 character doesn't count well I don't have a list outside of Jack then. <laughs> okay. I have Odin. I have Alexander the Jar Warrior from Elden Ring. I have Heimdall. I have the Dung Eater. I have KK from uh, Ghostwire Tokyo. And I have Jack Garland. Um, I think Jack goes on this list. I think Odin goes on this list. And I think Alexander the Jar Warrior from Elden Ring goes on this list. Because he's a cool little jar man that, okay, so in Elden Ring, there's this guy named Alexander. He's a big jar with legs and arms, and he's stuck. And he's like, you got to get me out of this, please. Smack me on my bottom to get me out. And you have to hit him with your sword on his butt. And he comes out, and then you see him later in the game. What he is is he's a jar warrior. And the jar warriors, what they do is they fight. To get stronger, they fight warriors kill them and then put them inside the jar so that the jar can absorb their, like, warrior (laughs) spirit. Yeah. And so he shows up at different parts of the game and like he helps you with this fight called the Radon Festival and he, he does other things. And then the end is like he goes, you know, you're a very good friend, but it is my nature to find the best warriors and fight them. I'm sorry. We have to fight, please. And you fight him and you kill him and you break you break him. And he's like, no, it's OK. I this is you know, this is a fine death. I don't have any hatred in you. Uh, I, I lived a jar warrior's life and then you break off part of the jar and it's one of the best uh, relics in the game. Okay. I have a question for you. I, I like the yeah. little jar warrior, dude. I've seen him around Twitch. I love his him. name is Alexander, the jar warrior. Make Alexander, sure you put Alexander, the jar warrior. Yes. Okay. Now, uh, why Odin goes on this list also? Why doesn't, uh, why doesn't zero count? Cause I have, cause here's the thing. This Final Fantasy 14 did not come out this year. Hang on, hang on. But patch 6.1 and 6.2 did. And those are basically DLCs and expansions. <sighs> because here's the thing. This character did not exist until this year. It is okay. a new character. All right. And I'm, I'm then, like, and here's the okay. thing. Like, here's the thing. Fine. Put him on the list, exactly. but then delete Alexander and put Odin on this list. Because no. Alexander is a fun little thing. But no, no, no. Odin is such a better I'm putting Odin, character. I'm putting Odin and Alexander on here. Uh, but you would get a four. Say, we got to cut one. No, no, no. We can cut zero because like I get Jack in here. Like I like Jack being there. What the Jack's fuck there. is what? Who is zero? What's so special about I him? Can't. Tell the people. Tell the people. Okay. Zero. Is if a you character. can't tell the people, then it doesn't count. 
Zero is a character from The Void. It is the 13th shard of uh, the reflection that we live in, the source. Uh, they are... We You're don't, making me want to come back and play this game with you less. No, because here's the thing. It's like the journey's over like the story is over like what's the next story and it's like here's here's the hook we have this character from the void something that we thought was long lost and now they're 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 basically that like character that's uh they're super stoic very piccolo like uh they they only like will do things if they like form contracts with people they're very uh also kind of ignorant of the world as in the sense of like they're kind of like that new being right like they're kind of they're very android 16 i'll say and i really like this they character. love nature well that's the thing is but what what nature do they know but the darkness that's been around them for so long like it's so interesting to see them now being plucked out of that and seeing where is this how is this character going to grow like this is our first new character of a new story like a whole fucking new thing and it's like, i have wow i, have I can't wait uh-huh. I have a compromise. Yeah. There are a lot better um, characters from Elden Ring. Mm-hmm. And Alexander is kind of the meme hit. What if we take Alexander off and you just give me a quick category called best Elden Ring character and then I can put him on that. <laughs> okay. Take him off and put your zero on, but yeah. I'm going to fight for Odin to win this. Yo, if you Much- cared about the story in Final Fantasy, you'd be like, yeah, I, I, I totally see where you're going. I don't, but you're passionate enough about it, and this is our podcast, so it, it, it deserves to be on the list. Oh, it's so good. I like. I cannot wait. I cannot wait to see where this story goes. I can't wait to see, like, especially if Zero ends up being what I think Zero is. Cannot. Which is? I think that Zero is the avatar of death or whatever that Xenos formed a contract with before he died. Like that was the thing that he was working with like, when he was a reaper throughout Endwalker. I think that the the being from the void that he was calling forth with him was zero, and that's something that like we don't know yet. Like it hasn't you know been established, but it's like what a way to carry on. Like let a character die, but let them kind of move on in a different way. You know what I mean? Because and this like, character one hundred percent did not exist. Before yes, this year. because Xenos like completely like he beefs it at the end of it and it's like it's a very deserving death that you have been looking for uh, god even looking forward to is kind of hard to say but it's like it's something that like had to happen and it's good to let a character like god in stories just let your characters die like just let them die sometimes you know um and if this is how you can let that character die but have like a spirit of something he was once move on in the future then it's like i like this kind of reincarnation this rebirth or whatever this different side of it you know i like this character that we have i can't wait to see how it grows cannot wait to see where it goes from here okay i think it deserves to be on this list but once again odin is the best fleshed out character of 2022 yeah and best Elden ring character so bold that really quick best new character odin from god of war ragnarok with Follows Jack Garland from Stranger of Paradise, Final Fantasy Origins, and Zero from Final Fantasy XIV and Walker. Mm-hmm. Best Eldering character. We'll make this really quick. The top, you didn't play it, right? No, sadly not. All right, top three are Alexander the Jar Warrior. Um, 
who had the best stories? Like, who's not the meme pick? Who's the actual? Because I would want to say, like, the Turtle Pope, but he's not actually got... Smithing Master Hewn, who is the guy that you go to, like, who uh, in- uh, increases your weapons. And he's got a whole story where basically he's suffering from dementia, but mm. you don't really... He doesn't really get it. Um, and then I would say... I mean... Oh, man, it's hard. This is like Melania Breda Mikolit. <laughs> no, Melania is a good one, but she's more a boss and she's got a lot. Like, she does have a lot of story written about her. Uh, America's got a lot of story, uh, but you barely interact with her. Blade's pretty cool. Redon's got a bunch of shit. Um, but Ronnie, I, I feel like, do you know who Ronnie is? She's like the blue lady with four arms no. that you can kiss. No, I didn't know that. Well, you don't. You marry her, and then you guys fuck in the stars, and then rebuild the world. Oh, it's cool, I guess. I'm gonna go Radon because Radon is a boss who his whole thing is he's this big giant dude, and he fought millennia, what hundreds of years ago, and she had to cheat and use the rot to beat to to try to win, but they still went to a stalemate. He fought so hard for his people that it ruined his brain. Until he was just riddled with rot. Now he is like, he is this hundred foot guy that has completely mastered gravity magic. So much so that he's got a little tiny normal ass horse that he rides and he uses gravity magic. So he won't, um, you know, fucking crush his tiny little horse. Cause he loves him so much. Mm-hmm. And he roams this fucking wasteland by himself because he's a mindless fucking freak now. <laughs> and they have to hold a thing called the Radon festival every year. I wonder if this is better for a moment or sequence to the Radon festival. Mm. Yeah. You know what? We're not putting Radon. That's he's better as a moment or sequence. Okay. You know who we're going to put? We're going to make it really easy on oh. here goes blade. Oh no, yeah. It, the day walk. You know, I love him. No, no, he's great. No. Wesley Snipes? Uh, no, no, it's not spelled like that. No, shit, this is, why is this so hard? Who's got the best? No, put Ronnie, R-A-N-N-I. But then it's still going to Alexander the Jar Warrior because it's funny. Yeah. All right, perfect. All right, category over. William. Guys, we have all right sixty four more categories to go. Are you ready? We're we're like maybe halfway done. Worst new character. Okay, this one might go quick. Do you have? I, I you have got? like a I have like a catch all on this one. Okay, so I have a couple catch alls. What do you got? I have all enemies in Sonic Frontiers. I just had Sage from Sonic. Frontiers. Really, I I like Sage. Um, She's fucking boring, and enemies don't count as characters. They have the to talk and shit. Yeah, because she was fucking boring. No, like, I like that Sage kind of gives this, like, fatherly view to Eggman that we've never really had before. Like, he he had stakes. He cared about something, you know? Um, And you don't really get that out of Eggman too often. Uh, So I like Sage for that. Did you beat that game? No, but... What the fuck is the story of that game? Uh, it's basically just rewriting the Sonic canon so that they could have something to work on going forward. With it, it's just them breaking everything down so that they can just. It, it's them. Uh, it's their flashpoint basically. It's just them destroying the universe. So that, not destroying the universe, but like resetting everything so that, like, Knuckles doesn't have to be stuck on fucking Angel Island anymore. Like, 
you know amy is kind of uh growing past the just like boy crazy you know over sonic tails has like ambitions and stuff and like shit that he kind of you know needs to get out of his own shadow of and actually do shit like it's it's just about the characters moving forward so they could have something to try to build something in the future well okay i've got three other ones if you don't want to put sage on the list i've got all of the saints from saints row (laughs) okay that that i could see because i was oh god that game fucking sucks i've got i was watching Sarah play that I've, i've got the camp kids from the camp counselors from the quarry Okay, I get to see that. And I've got Ratatasker from God of War Ragnarok, which is a squirrel vase, uh, voiced by Frozy oh. D, who's just kind of fucking annoying. It's fair. No no disrespect to Frozy D. I think you did the best that you could with the material, but it was just like, I'm a funny squirrel, and I, I like to talk in a very nice accent, and blah, blah, blah. There was one funny thing. So in God of War Ragnarok, you go to this, you have this base of operations, which is on Yggdrasil, the world tree. And he's, he's got a little chime. It's like, if you need to talk to me for quests, hit this with your axe. If you just keep throwing your axe at it, he's like, hey, I'm here already. Come on. And he just starts yelling at you like, why are you ringing the bell? It's like, that part is good. <laughs> good. It's actually, I would take, that makes me want to take him off the list because that part is pretty good. Well, then we need a third between the saints and the camp kids. Who's the third worst character of the year? Hmm. The know. fucking villagers in Stranger of Paradise, uh, Final Fantasy Origins, the ones who are immediately turned on Jack are just like, "Boo, we don't like you." Yeah, the the fucking the the bitch ass king. <laughs> uh, I. I it's think tough. The, yeah. Like, don't it's, put all the saints. To... Just put the saints because the saints, the saints are are specifically four people. Uh, I think the saints and saints row, and then I think the camp counselors and the quarry are two good ones. We just need one more. Talia, well, it's not new, but I mean, I don't know if it's new. I don't know if she's been in any game before, but the Gotham Knights version of Talia is a fucking idiot. Oh, Talia Al Ghul. Really? Oh, yeah, you so, were telling me about that. Like, about how uh, she brought fucking Bruce back, but like... Her plan was to get her he dad to fight Batman him. because she knew that means Batman would kill himself. Right. How would she know that? And then she incinerated her dad so that she she incinerated Razagul so that he couldn't be brought back with a Lazarus pit. And then he she takes uh, Batman's dead body, dips it in a Lazarus pool, kills him, keeps doing it to mind wash him into becoming her perfect slave. And in the end, Bat. You know, who's the dumbest character of the year is New Bat. Can it just be worst new, new character is New Batman? Yeah. <laughs> His plans are stupid. New Batman from Gotham Knights is the worst new character of the year. No, all of these, I, I feel like the Saints has to win this. Yeah. I fucking hated every moment of that game when I was watching Sarah play it. It is the most, like, take a cheese grater to my fucking ears and just, I don't ever want to hear these Saints talk. I don't ever want to see them play in a game again. Just uh, maybe go back to the drawing board on Saints Row. <laughs> How about it? Okay. That that game damaged the brand. Like you, oh. you realize that, right? Oh yeah. Like, oh, they even had a report. Yeah. Um, they were like, oh yeah, we really did it. fucked this up. Like, 
Oh, we'll be talking about that later. All right. Worst new character, the Saints and Saints Row 2022. Runners up, the Camp Counselors in the Quarry, and new Batman from Gotham Knights. Uh, let's do a couple quick fun categories. Yeah, let's do it. All right. Best mini game of 2022. Hmm. I've got three. Okay. They are Knucklebones from Cult of the Lamb, which if you know, I'll explain them in a second. I've got Machine Strike from Horizon Forbidden West, and I've got The Hacking from Sonic Frontiers. Okay. Um, while you think of some, let me explain these three. Yeah. Knucklebones is a dice game in the Cult of the Lamb. It's a dice betting game. The idea is that you have a three by three grid. Every turn you roll a, D t- a D6. You have three lanes in that three by three grid, you know, going down. Mm. You put your die in one of those three lanes. And how it works is that in each lane, when it fills up, you add up all those numbers and those are your points. However, if you have doubles, it, it, it basically doubles the number and then adds them together. So like if you add a two and then you put another two, those twos would become four so that you would, you know, it'd be worth eight points. And then if you put another two, they'd all upgrade. Again. So it basically it compounds the numbers. However, if your opponent puts that same number in their lane, it deletes all of yours from that lane. So I could have three threes, but if they put a three in their lane, I have to get rid of all my threes. Oh, the yeah, game yeah. ends. The game ends when somebody fills up their three by three grid, and then whoever's got the most points wins. Right. It's really fun, and it's one of the few mini games of the year that you could actually play. Uh, Machine Strike from Horizon Forbidden West is basically they made themselves a miniatures game. You find little miniatures that all have powers and abilities. And then it's uh, the first person to, it's like Pokemon where you take prizes, you know, mm. different ones are worth more uh, victory points. When you kill them, it's the first person to take so many victory points. And it's an honest to goodness, like they could sell this and it could be like a little miniatures game that you play. There's differences in like high ground and low ground. And there's all these different animals that are uh, built on like, well, oh, this guy is good at range. This guy's good close up. This guy's good on mountains. This guy's good here. I thought it had way more depth than I would think that it would have. And then the hacking in Sonic Frontiers is just Ikaruga. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's Ikaruga. I like it's Ikaruga. Good. You got, yeah, you got anything to add to that? No, I don't. Cause like, I, I just didn't play many games with, you know, many, many games. And it's like Sonic. Yeah, I get it. But I don't know. Like that game is a real conundrum for me because while I think there are some really good parts to that game, there's nothing that I'm really like glowing about it. We're right? talking about. Well, I mean, hold on. We're just talking about mini games. And right I know, now. but hold that that, that would even that thought. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that would even include mini the mini games in that game because it's like none of them are necessarily bad. Uh, but none of them are necessarily like I'm writing home about. Right. I highly disagree. That fucking. Um that part in Sonic where you have to do the pinball table fucking sucks. Yeah, that's okay. Well, that that part I can understand, but yeah, I don't, I don't know. I just, I I would put uh, all of the Mario parties um, that came out on the Switch this year. <laughs> the the Mario Party one, two, and three online. Those aren't new games. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I don't really have a good uh, mini game for you. All right, well, then the winner is Knucklebones from Cult of the Lamb because it's the only one you can actually play in real life with runners-up, Machine Strike, and Hacking in Sonic Frontiers. Put Hacking, parentheses, Ikaruga. Mm-hmm. All right, uh, we'll do another quick one. How about the Playdate Award for Should Have Been Delayed of the Year? This is a game that would have been better if they had fucking delayed it. Oh, yeah. This this I've got an opinion on. 
I've got five. Hit me. Sonic Frontiers. Okay. The Callisto Protocol. Mm-hmm. Oh, sorry. Um, oh, yeah, no, I said that. Uh, Cult of the Lamb. Pokemon Scarlet and Violet. Okay. And Saints Row 2022. Mm-hmm. What do you got? I have. Uh, let me find it real quick. As uh, so I was typing everything up, best or a game that should have been delayed. Oh my gosh, where is it? Uh. Oh, here we go. I've got I've got five games here. Um. So I've got the uh, Pokemon TCG Live. Uh. I've got Cardboard Kings. Uh. Which is a like. Uh, how do you it's it's like a, a weird simulation kind of uh uh visual novel-esque game for steam uh but it's like you're running like a card shop which you know sounds right up my alley right like you're buying and selling cards and it just you know could have probably used a little bit longer in development um uh oh my gosh uh I have um, Realm Royale Reborn and Dragon Ball's uh, uh, Dragon Ball the Breakers. No, wait, hang on. Ah, oh, son of a bitch. Um, I didn't play Dragon Ball the Breakers, but I watched my friend Jared play a lot of it, and he fucking loved it. It's like his game oh, wait, of the year. Hang on, hang on, hang on. Let I me, don't know if we can put... I That one's actually not on the list. I was looking at a different one. I, I have, like, two different categories that were, like, really, like, right next to each other, and I was reading out the wrong one. Okay, sorry. It's Pokemon okay. TCG Live, Cardboard Kings, Realm Royale Reborn, uh, Pokemon, Scarlet Violet, and Sonic Frontiers. That's what I've got. Well, um, I feel like Sonic Frontiers and Pokemon Scarlet Violet knock, were on both of ours. Those are yeah. pretty good. Okay, Callisto Protocol, I feel like should have been delayed, but then when I really think about it, it's like they would have needed to overhaul that whole system. A delay wouldn't have been enough, so I'm going to take that off. Cult of the Lamb, my only problem with it was that they fucked up that one trophy, and it had some technical errors on um, Xbox and PlayStation. So I don't think that's bad enough compared to some of these other ones, because it was just like, that one should have just had it, but maybe. Can, Can I just tell you why it should be Pokemon TCG Live? No, I know that you're. I know that it's going to be Pokemon TCG Live. I'm just trying to think of what the other one. I I'm going to give you your time to talk yeah, about yeah, it. Yeah. I just want to get the okay. other ones on this list. In Saints Row, even if they delayed it, the game still sucks. I so I feel like our list it, is yeah. Pokemon TGC Live, Pokemon Scarlet and Violet, and Sonic Frontier. Isn't it wild to but think that there are two Pokemon games? In this? If they, but here's my question about it: If they delayed yes. Sonic Frontiers, what could they have changed to make it better? Okay, so for that, I think that I really think they could have gone better by just. Uh, putting more time into maybe the engine of the game so that it cut down on the pop-in because there's so like I'm playing on PS5 and there is a lot of pop-in in the game and I, that just kind of wanna... takes a lot of the speed away from the game um, but past that it's like I think I think they could have just played around with it more and kind of I feel like the reason that better I feel like the reasons that I cut like Callisto and, and Saints Row is that it was thing, things in Sonic Frontier that are problems with it were hard grained in. And I don't think delay would have helped it. I feel like here's what I think the list should be. I think it should be Pokemon CCG. I think it should be Pokemon Scarlet and Violet. And I think it should, really should be Cult of the Lamb because Cult of the Lamb mm. was perfect. And just a couple months delay would have fixed the small bugs and problems it had. And it would have been a, like, it would have uh, not 
dipped after a month like it did when everyone was starting to get problems with it. It's fair. So I, I feel like that's the list. I feel like it's Cult of the Lamb. I feel like it's Pokemon Scarlet and Violet. And now, please tell everybody why Pokemon TCG is probably the game that should have been most delayed this year. Okay, so if you're playing a trading card game, right? It's probably good to have, like, rules, right? So what if you just had a trading card game where you could just ignore the rules? And then you play in a ranked setting for the battle pass prizes and the game completely just falls apart from there. (laughs) Because here's the thing. This game is so broken like there is a new video every few hours of like hey by the way you can play this card uh to get the you know it's intended like here's the example i'll throw in real quick uh because if you are going if you're playing pokemon tcg you cannot evolve the turn a pokemon's been played especially on turn one when it is your first turn of the game so if you go second, play Fury of uh, Fury Sword Girl. I, I don't. I don't know. I don't play. It's a bad card, but you can play it because it can search your deck for a basic Pokemon. And you put it onto your bench, and then you can switch that Pokemon to, uh, to your active spot. Right. So you could target like a uh, Lugia V, one of the you know the best card in the game right now. Throw it onto your bench, and because the game like isn't recognizing that this card has been in play for a turn because it came in play by way of not your like not from your hand it came from the deck and put into play it thinks the game the card has been out for a turn even if it's your first turn of the game so you can go on ahead and evolve it and use its broken ass ability to get your two archaeops in play and then you just win on turn one instead of win on turn two <laughs> and it's fucking broken and then like every every few day or, or every few hours there's another one like uh there was a hound or a, a zodorark that could it was like uh, knock out your opponent's pokemon at the end of their turn their next turn right and it's like that's an effect that's always bad but people will see it and be like oh this is good it's just an on mac ko it's like yep there are a million ways to get that pokemon out of that spot so that effect just falls off but it's like if you can have that effect go off then you can play any number of cards that like will let you look at your opponent's discard and put that pokemon onto the bench again and if they do that the game just triggers it being knocked out again because it was knocked out by a really weird strange like floating effect so you can just play a trainer to get free prizes on the the next turn so it's like the game is just so insanely broken that it is unplayable it is completely unplayable and they are about to axe the old very playable version in favor of this and boy howdy does it need to be delayed because uh right. it's not going to we got <laughs> they, okay they're running before out of we time. before we call that the winner well so we have po- i just want to say we have pokemon scarlet and violet on this list just because of some significant glitches and technical problems but yeah i feel like that's cool. what this this award is meant for the the game that like yo if you had just waited a couple months it would have been better yeah definitely though pokemon tcg live being broken as fuck it wins uh so playdate award for a game that should have been delayed just a little bit pokemon tcg live with follow-ups pokemon scarlet and violet and cult of the lamb yeah all right good award um how about this? This will be a quick one. Okay. Best PS5 up res of the year. So this is um, 
This isn't for remakes. This is for a game that came out on PS4 that they're like, here's a free PS5 up-res patch. So we're not saying that it's because the game is good. We're saying what game looks better now, or, you know, they added stuff right. or whatever. What game was best helped by being on PS5? I don't have a fucking clue. Content of the game, like, oh, it's because I like this game. That's not an argument. It's right. What no, did no, no, no. up-resing it do? I don't know because sense? I spent, like a month just trying to find every game chris does that make sense yeah no i get you wait oh my Uh oh hang on can you hear me yeah can i yeah are you here oh yeah sorry that was my fault okay i got really worried that something yeah no i (laughs) uh i can't no i i have i can't start this over like that one 24 episode don't worry uh i I don't have a clue because for this i i couldn't really like find a good solid list of like games that were up res like i've got one on here for you been like games that moved from playstation to pc which isn't really a ps5 that's a pc this one is because i'm a ps5 boy but there's one on here for you don't worry okay? okay you ready go for it the the nominees are Resident Evil 7 Biohazard, okay, Resident Evil 2 Remake, uh-huh. What Remains of Edith Finch, uh-huh. Cyberpunk 2077, okay. Persona 5, and Final Fantasy 14. Fourteen mm, uh, didn't come out this year. It came out yes, last it year. Did it? Yeah. Hold on. came out with Endwalker. Is that true? I'm like 90 percent sure i put that on here for you because uh yeah i think it was uh i would think it was with endwalker that they added ps5 support oh you're absolutely right all right well that one's off okay so here's why these are on the list for me i think re2 and re7 they just made them look beefier the loading is better and everything controls a little bit better. What remains of Edith Finch? It's a little more clear. They added a platinum. That's important to me. <laughs> Persona 5 is on this list so that I can play Persona 5 again. Mm-hmm. And then Cyberpunk 2077, it runs a little bit better. It looks a little bit better. And then it's getting DLC. Um, do you have a dog in this fight? No. Uh, like, well, I would say Resident Evil 7 just because I, I really like that game. And if how it about, plays better for you, then hey, I'm so How about for you. RE7, What Remains of Edith Finch, and Persona 5? let's do it and the winner is re7 because it looks so much grosser (laughs) all right that was a quick category uh let's do a real category Mm -hmm. most forgettable Mm. this is the game that's like oh yeah it fucking came out this year didn't it i fucking forgot uh this could be a game that you played this can be a game that maybe you were hyped for and you didn't uh you just totally it it totally never happened, or this can be just a game that you're like, oh shit, that that I remember talking about that, and now it it's like it's totally out of my brain. I've got I've got five. No, you know what? I'm cutting one of these. I got four. I think I've got just two here. Why don't you go first? Okay, I've actually I've got three. Uh, I've got okay. uh, cardboard kings. Uh, well, you just called that like your best, didn't you? Call that like your best discovery or something? No, that was, was on cardboard- the that was on my uh, play date. Should have been delayed. Oh, okay, cardboard kings. Because I legitimately forgot that game came out until I was looking at the list. Of what else you got? Um, uh, I've got uh, Dragon Ball the Breakers and. Uh, Realm 
Ah, Realm Royale Reborn. There we go. Okay, I've got Dying Light 2. I've got Ravenous Devils. I've got Rainbow Six Extraction. Oh. And then this one, you, I don't I think it counts, but I really want this one on the list. I've got the Playdate. <laughs> you remember the Playdate? No. That thing, there was that little... There was that little handheld. With oh the my god! On it I do remember that everyone's yeah, the like crank. the little crank, and everyone's like, "Oh man, it's gonna have these little niche games, and you'll be able to download them." Is anyone? And everyone's so happy. Not really. And also, all the games, like all the games on it, are barely video games. <laughs> I feel like that has to be on this list. Yeah, that's definitely got to be there. Also, I mean, Ravenous Devils is a game that nobody knows but me, and I was excited for it for like a day, and then I played it. I was like, oh, "This game kind of sucks." I'm okay cutting that. Um. Rainbow Six Extraction was like they were making a rainbow. They were gonna make a Rainbow Six, uh, fucking Left for Dead with aliens that looked yeah. so cool, and then it just nothing came of it. It was just a fart in the wind. It was here for a and second then, and gone the next. Dying Light Two I bought because my friend Jared was like, "We gotta play Dying Light Two. It's on sale and it's good." And I played it for like a day. I was like, "This fucking sucks." And then I just put it down and totally forgot I even played it. <laughs> well, out of your totally two, out of the ones that you said, which one would you fight the most for? Uh, Realm Royale Reborn. Put Realm Royale Reborn on here, and put Rainbow Six Extraction on here, and I think the winner is the Playdate. Would you agree? Yeah. Fucking trying to. I feel I bad for anyone who bought that. Forgot that that was a thing. I feel I bad for people for who bought moment. that and then just yeah, exactly. It was like oh, it was a fun little toy, and then probably played it once. I was like, fuck this thing. Okay, most forbidden, most forgettable. The Playdate with follow-ups, Realm Royale Reborn, and Rainbow Six Extraction. Uh, how about best graphics? Is it graphics? Graphics? It's graphics for me. I've this seen. can be technically, this can be artistically, this can be best game to look at, basically, is the way to put it. I've got, I've got five. I have two, but like one's like it's because I watched my wife play it. So. I'm sorry, my wife. That's it. fine. Um, let me go first. I've got Elden Ring. Mm-hmm. Oh no, I've got six. I've got Elden Ring. I've got God of War Ragnarok, Horizon Forbidden West, Cult of the Lamb, Tunic, and the Callisto Protocol. Because for all those problems aside, the Callisto Protocol does look real good. Yeah. Uh, what do you got? I've got Elden Ring. Yeah. I've got Fortnite Chapter Four. Uh, doesn't count. It does. It's completely new engine. It's it's like a new DLC. It's oh, new it game. is. Yeah, it is. Okay, it's a whole reset of the game. Uh, All right. And uh, tunic. I really do like how tunic looks. Yeah. Well, Elden Ring goes on this list. I'm not. I'm not yeah. gonna fight against that. Um, that game is so fucking beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> like holy shit. It's hard because God of War is on that same level of just looking fucking fantastic. But I feel like Elden Ring and God of War kind of like fit that same. The skyboxes in Elden Ring are like way. Oh, uh, when you get more. when you get down to when you go down into the underground and you see, look mm. up and see the stars. Yeah. It's so good. How about Elden Ring? How about Tunic? And how about Horizon? I could see that Horizon. It was really beautiful. Like, I mean, I I got uh, a glimpse. Wondering... I got to watch most of that game being played. So, God of War. I mean, Tunic. I mean, so Horizon and God of War are once again in that same thing as Elden Ring. Hmm. 
Hmm. I gotta think for a sec. Where's where's your heart at for number three? Um, I don't know, man. Have you seen Fortnite lately? It's fucking yeah, insane. I that Fortnite, Fortnite, it looks Fortnite like a, it seriously just, looks like one of the, the best games ever made right now. Nah, that, the, I, so no, listen, it's fun that, to play Fortnite, but I feel no, like no, 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 the graphics of Fortnite are just no. whatever. Go look, like go look. I at, did. Like, I played it the other night. I like, looked at it. Look at people that have like ray tracing on and shit. Like I have that. I have the really oh, good you? computer that Jordan Jones built me. It's like mm-hmm. yeah, this looks like Fortnite. Yo, the it looks insane now. Like it's insane that this is what this is Fortnite, a free game that you can play. Like it is nuts. That I gotta give it because of. Oh no, hold on. I know you didn't get to it. Yes, but my vote is gonna go to God of War because there's this part called the Spark. Spoilers for God of War. I know you don't give a shit. There's this part in God of War Ragnarok where you go to Muselheim to meet Surtur, who's the guy that's supposed to start Ragnarok. Mm-hmm. And you get to what's called the spark of the world, which is basically you're in the, it, it's like you're in space. Think of it like in, in like Thor in like Thor Ragnarok when they're standing on the edge of Asgard, looking out into space. But imagine it's like the prayer primordial spark of everything. So it's like all these lights and color. It is legitimately amazing to look at. Huh. But Elden Ring still wins. <laughs> yeah, it has to. Good. All right, perfect. Congratulations, Elden Ring. Best looking graphics with follow up with runners up Tunic and God of War Ragnarok. The next one, we need visual or we need audio cues because it's time for best music. Oh my gosh. Do you? Ha- I've got one, two, three. I've got five. What do you got? I have three. Why don't you say yours first? I've got. Music from Neon White. Because, like, did you just pick, like, a single song? Or did you say, like, this game just has the best music? I, I said this game has the best music, okay. but specifically for yeah. one of these, um, I am basing it almost all off one song. Okay, well, I mean, that's fair. Uh, Neon White, uh-huh. Sonic Frontiers, and uh-huh. Stranger of Paradise Final Fantasy Origins. I've got Cult of the Lamb, Sonic Frontiers, Tunic, God of War, and Elden Ring. Um, okay. Sonic Frontiers, I will say that is solely based off those couple cyberspace levels where they're playing like the shit that sounds like it's from the nineties. Yeah, fucking like speed core shit. It's so good. I, I would be okay putting those on the list, but I don't think it wins. Okay. But I think it, nominating it is fine. I want to play a song for you, which I've been playing constantly whenever I do anything where I just need background music. It is, this is my if you play best. frank sinatra's my way right now we will get copy strike <laughs> no 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 this is called <laughs> let's call it, this is called let's start a cult from cult of the lamb oh okay okay are you watching my thing uh i am all right just listen to this for a little bit let this run oh it's building up oh here it comes Oh, wait, oh yeah, it takes a little bit longer, sorry. Oh, here we go. Uh. 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 I feel like you're gonna do some, like bedroom pop rap at me or something yo yo ryan can you spit some bars 
Cult of the Lamb is really good. I like to play it a lot. Not really, but okay. <laughs> uh, like, there's other music in this game I can play, but on the back of that song alone, oh, so I have been listening to the soundtrack of Cult of the Lamb all year. I fucking love it. Um, I, I absolutely think it has to be on this list. It's the one I'm going to fight for, but I love that music so much. Uh, other than my way and then playing that fucking one, um, that one Limp Bizkit song, I don't remember any of the music from Stranger of Paradise. Uh, see, here's the thing about Stranger of Paradise's music is that all of it, like every stage in Stranger of Paradise is kind of like built off of like a previous Final Fantasy, right? Like all 15 that have released so far, right? All of them in their worlds have like leitmotif to you know pieces that were for those original games so like if you're in the uh like final fantasy 13 area it's you can hear the like like in the wind and shit and it's like it's so perfect every fucking like every time i went to a new stage it was like oh i can't fucking wait to listen to the music because um i can't wait to figure out like what track is specific like especially even going into like the petrified forest and nine and hearing that theme kind of revisited in a 2022 fashion like oh, i would contend so that that doesn't count so then good. because it's a bunch of music from other games well look so is my i don't think it can, i don't think it counts my way is a song from real world I think I feel like once again the my way thing is going to be better in moments. They're new arrangements. They're completely new arrangements. Eh, it's I don't I don't know. I would fight you on that. Oh, it's so good though. I I would I'd seriously fight for that game because it's so good. Um, otherwise, like, uh, look. No, I'm gonna I'm gonna fight you on that. That it's hang on. I the only other no no absolutely not absolutely not. I don't I don't give a shit. I let just you skate by with on. that dude. Hang on. No. Just fuck listen, off. Just listen to this for a second and tell me that this isn't a fucking bop, right? This is horseshit because all you're going to do is try to get this game as everything every year that we do this podcast. Because yes, it is a fucking phenomenal game. No, because all you do is just if it's got Final Fantasy in front of it, you immediately think it's the best. Absolutely no, not. It, no. <laughs> no. No, because right. wait, when, when uh, well, no, because 16 is coming out and that's Yoshipi's project. So it will probably be a fucking amazing game. You're just jealous that this game is so good. Put Sonic Frontiers on this list. Sonic Frontiers. Definitely deserves to be there because again, it, it definitely does. All of for, we should play a little bit of the Sonic Frontiers, like that one. What's that? What? Like the one, yeah, cyberspace, like just oh, it's like one two or something. Yeah, one two. Is this it? Yeah, this is the one. Shit. The problem is it's like just this song and a couple others because the actual music like when you're playing the game in the open world is kind of lame. No, the music's good there too. Like it's totally It's not on this level though and I feel like that's why Sonic Frontiers deserves to be on the list but it can't win because it's not all of the music. Can I throw this out as the third one? I want you to listen to the Elden Ring main theme. Have you heard it? Uh, Yes, I have heard it. Well, let's let the people at home hear it. (laughs) 
Let's scoot, scooch a little head. Here it is. Listen to this. Are you ready to go on the biggest quest of all time? Listen to this shit. This is orchestral as fuck. It's very, very strong and powerful. I put God of War Ragnarok on here, but it is a lot of the music from the first game just like made a little. So I'm okay cutting that. Um, did you put Cult of the Lamb on here? Oh, yeah, yeah. What do you think? Or Elden Ring or Tunic? Mm, you know, honestly, gosh. What? It's tough. Like, I, I really do like all the Sonic Frontiers music. Um, but like, the Stranger Paradise music is really fucking fantastic. <sighs> Uh, okay, it's tough. Fine, to say. put put Stranger Paradise on instead of Elden Ring, but I'm fighting for Cult <laughs> of the Lamb. Okay, I could, I could concede there. All right, put it on. So, best music of the year, absolutely 100% goes to Cult of the Lamb, with runners up, Sonic Frontiers and Stranger of Paradise Final Fantasy Origins. Yeah, congratulations. Good game. Uh, let's go from there to. Uh, so the next category is best narrative. I have more opinions than you on this, by the way. Oof. Okay, we're just going out the gate on this one, aren't we? Yup, because you were going to try to use it on Stranger Paradise, and there was no fucking way I was going to let you do that. Fun fact, I wasn't. Oh, okay. Well, although, although I, I, I do have it in my best narrative. Uh, the best narrative of the year is God of War Ragnarok. Okay, I can see why you like it. God of War Ragnarok is the story of broken people coming together and the story of a father and a son finally realizing that the the father realizing that the son has become a man and he has to treat him like a man and us just like a son. It's a it's a good dichotomy of showing how one father treats his kids like shit and the other treats them like people. It's the best story of the year. It made Freya better, it made Kratos better, it made Atreus better, it made fucking it redeemed this character that starts at the beginning like a piece of shit Thor and it makes him cool at the end. It's the best story of the year. I don't give a shit what anyone says. Best story of the year. Um, what are your other... Uh, I will say that I had the story explained to me and I was kind of disappointed in like some of the things that didn't happen necessarily. Just based on like what was given to me at the end of the first one. And I was like, "Oh, I, I'm very interested in seeing like if this is how it plays." And then, what, like, what did well, I'm now? I'm interested because at the end, where it shows you that painting, where like uh, Atreus is like, "Oh man, they like knew we were gonna do this," and it was kind of like, "Oh yeah, this is what destiny is, is preordained." Like, well, so actually, a lot of this story is is breaking destiny because there's this whole thing about it's our fate, so and at the end of the, the game, he breaks of fate. Fucking first game. The the point of Why the did first they throw game. Throw it out. Like, Hold completely. on. Shut up. Shut up, and I'll tell you. Okay. The story of that first game where they saw everything is showing that fate is mutable because in this one, they show that the 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 true fate was something else and fate broke it. Fate's not a thing. There is no fate, but what we make, it's just that the people in this universe that I can see fate, the, 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 uh, the, the norms, they don't see the future. They just read people's intuitions and they've decided people don't change. So this is how it's got to be. If we know how you're going to be, that's how it's going to be. And the end of that story is Kratos being like my, how I am usually is I kill and I murder whatever. And it's him being like, no, I give the choice to you, Atreus. And, and they change fate because of that. So, Hmm. uh, it is 
that and it's the terminator 2 ending and i that's i've lived my life by terminator 2 there is no fate but what we make the way of water got it okay um <laughs> <Jake Sully. laughs> yo i'm gonna kill these whales and live forever um <laughs> What, what so I'll tell you the other things I had on my list were Elden Ring, Tunic, and Horizon. Mm-hmm. What do you have on here for best narrative? Okay, uh, ride with me on this one. Yeah, oh gosh, sorry, I just lost my uh, you say a patch to my Final Fantasy 14. I'm gonna no, I didn't because look, here's the thing you off this podcast. I, what I would say about that narrative is it's not complete, I have to see the end of that narrative for it to be good, you know. Um, so like when a 0.5 patch comes, then I'll be like, okay, they finished, doesn't the count. Um, go ahead. I have Digimon Survive, Sonic Frontiers. Fucking, I will absolutely oh, not allow you to put, no. It's it's only because, like, it's not the narrative that I think is great. It's just that I think that this is the best character writing that we've had for Sonic. This, this in a isn't long best character time. writing. This is know, best but narrative. Like, if I know, you but do, like, mm. where else do you put this, though? We can make a new category because, called best character writing. Well, the, but then what else you got? Like, fit everything else. Uh, Stranger Paradise, Final Fantasy Origin. <laughs> because I tell love, me, tell me about Digimon Survive. Digimon Survive is uh, the your, story of Stranger of Paradise is bullshit in a funny way, but it's not. No, a it's good it's narrative. Fucking, it's great it's because not, it's just the narrative of Final Fantasy One before the Warrior of Light shows up at the, the chaos. Fucking field. dumb. Tell me about Str- Survivor Digimon Survive because uh, my friend Jared is playing. Jared, spoilers for Digimon Survive. Skip I'm not. Uh, I'll try not. No, to you spoil. have to. Uh, you have to spoil it. It's game of the year. Go ahead. It's just a very good game about. Um, What's the story? It's it's hard to say because if you can't it's got multiple, if you can't it's if got you can't say four different can't stories to it. It's got four different stories to it. If I didn't you play cannot all four give stories. your argument. I give your argument. You can't put it on the list. What What's the story of this game? Come on. The story of the game is it's a simple isekai where you're trying to get home. You're you're uh, a bunch of kids uh, from school going on you know summer trip together and camping and then. Uh, oh no! You you've been split into the, this digital realm that's parallel to ours, and the Digimon fucking want to kill you. <laughs> like, um, and it's just trying to figure out uh, this fucking ancient bullshit that goes on. It's it's fine. It's good. It's just I don't know, man. I didn't play all four of the stories. I played like one of them. Okay, so I can't go on this list. I don't know, man. Um, like I I played it. To to the point where it's like oh, I, I want you it. to understand. Here, hold on. I can't. The I best can't narrative whole, of the year. We can't do it? a whole fucking episode for each of these games right now in the middle. No, of no, this no. Episode. But you have to be able. You have to be able to at least explain uh, why. And here, just like, here it is. Here it is. If it's, you say the words "I don't know, man," when explaining it, then I don't know if it can go on this list. It's it's a traditional Digimon story uh, where it, traditional Digimon Isekai. You go to another world and. It's just the most uh, grown-up story and adult themes that we've dealt with in the series before um, put into a game, I guess. What do you think was a better story? Digimon Survive or Stranger of Paradise? Stranger of Paradise. (laughs) Okay. Put that on the list. And the third is going to be Elden Ring because Elden Ring has a legitimate, really well-written narrative about the... Do you know the story of Elden Ring? No, because do you remember games, anything from that episode? Uh, no, that was a year ago. 
60 second. Well, it wasn't, but 60 second. Here's the Elden Ring story, right? There's a fucking God named America who splits herself into another part. She creates the golden order, which is basically the laws of reality. Everything has to follow this, but the, the golden order is a physical thing. So you can put runes on it to change reality. Everything gets fucked. She basically splits into a second part, marries herself, has all these kids. The kids start warring so that they can basically take control of the Elden Ring, which is the what the Golden Order is on. And uh, you are playing this person coming back to the lands after everyone, the Tarnish, who had basically been thrown out when everything went to hell. And now you're allowed back in and you're trying to claim the Elden Ring for yourself so you can become the Elden Lord. And there's all this great story you want to talk about best character writing? You want to do Sonic Frontiers, Elden Ring, and God of War. I think that's a good category right there. But there you go. Best narrative, Elden Ring, Stranger Paradise, Final Fantasy Origins, and the winners, God of War, Ragnarok. I see. I I don't know. I'll give I it use to my, you. I use oh, my yeah, chip. You, yeah, I yeah, use yeah, my chip. Right. Yeah. So it has to be. Because you still got yours. Yeah. It can be used on any category. It can be used on any category that isn't top 10 or worst game. Hmm gotta be something you care about i don't know again this year was a, a real big miss i think on video games this year like once once again i played a lot of really good games um i don't know like you you say that but like the only games i keep hearing are cult of the lamb god of war ragnarok and elden ring so it's like yeah i think we're both kind of in this patch of like we played like we each played well, like three good games and that was I, it i know i've got 10 games on my, we'll get to it at the end yeah. okay how about this um how about best style so best style is a category. This is a culmination of it's it's got graphics, it's got music, it's got good like vibes. It's got everything comes together to make the best package. Yes. I've got four, and two of them are games we haven't really talked about. So what do you got? <laughs> I have Cult of the Lamb and Tunic. <laughs> I have Cult of the Lamb Tunic, Ghostwire Tokyo, and the Callisto Protocol. Mm-hmm. And if we're gonna cut anything from that, we'll cut Callisto. So Cult of the Lamb. I like the style of that game because everything is that weird, like kind of like cartoony cutout. And it's so funny to have such terrible fucking themes of like starting a cult, all of this, like inflicting pain and torture and sacrifice, brainwashing people. And it's like, oh, it's so cute because the little lamb made me to poop uh, tunic. <laughs> it looks like the best Zelda game of all time. And then Ghostwire Tokyo is just this very stylized horror game that takes place in the middle of shibuya so it's like every it's really cool because in that game like everyone has been raptured away into ghosts so you're just walking around it's like oh there's clothes everywhere here's where people were before they got fucking ghosted um you meet all these like yokais there's a cool mission where there's a shitting ghost who needs toilet paper like everything about it is cool the music is cool all the shopkeepers are little uh neko cats i think it's good um but uh what would you call best style of the year Man, I would be okay so with tough. any of these. I think Tunic, I really like the look of it. Like it really just captures this the Zelda look. Yeah, it just captures this era of games that is gone. But like in such a, a modern way. Well, it's like I, Cult of the Lamb, it's like, yeah, I think that game looks very, very, very good. And I love the style of it. I love everything about its look and presentation. But it's kind of one of those things where it's like, yeah, I kind of expect that, though, from like an indie game yeah. today, right? Tunic I feel like- is like, I expect it, but like, boy, does it just 
goes the, the, so much further. The manual in Tunic is what gives it its style, and it's it kills it. So I think that's a yeah. I say Tunic wins with runners up for best style being Cult of the Lamb and Ghostwire Tokyo. Yeah, perfect. Hey, we're going quick, man. Feel it. Um, how about best DLC? Uh, well. <laughs> Yeah, your pa- the patch for Final I, Fantasy I only I only played two games with DLC this year. And Man, uh, both of them have you're... Final Fantasy in the name. <laughs> uh, no, that fucking Stranger Paradise DLC can suck nuts. Really? I, I didn't mind it. Like, I, I'm, I'm actually trying to play it right now. And actually, you know, what? I, I did include uh, Fortnite Chapter 4 here because like goddamn, what it what a fucking update to the game but i'm still kind of like where i'm hesitant on fortnite is that like let's let's say the, the categories before yeah. let's say the categories before we get Go into for this it. are the, so what are yours say yours okay uh my three are final fantasy 14 patches one uh 6.1 and 6.2 obviously fucking amazing uh final fantasy stranger paradise i uh, have only gone through the Trials of Bahamut so far. I'm trying to Trials of the towards, Dragon King. Yes, that's it. And then I'm trying to go th- uh, through, trying to get to where I can do Gilgamesh stuff now because I really want to do the Gilgamesh. So that Wander of the Rift DLC, the reason I'm like fuck this is it's only got like eight trophies and it's 35 hours long. Mm, well, I mean, I, I'm excited for that because like I get to play the game more. You know. Um. Did you have anything else? Uh, Fortnite Chapter Four. Fortnite. Okay. I have the Shadow of Rose DLC. I have Toem's Basto, and I have Cuphead the Delicious Last Course. Okay. Let me throw this out there to make this quick. How about Shadow of Rose, Fortnite, and Toem? Okay. I can feel that. Or do you want to go Shadow of Rose, Fortnite, and Final Fantasy XIV? Hmm. Is Final Fantasy fourteen done? Here's the th- no, because here's that's that's the reason where I'm kind of even hesitant about putting fourteen because like I feel like I want to kind of maybe judge them on them all together but that's the thing is like it's kind of hard to then do that because then it's like well then half of it doesn't even take part in the same year it's it's weird right yeah i don't think think that's weird so let's talk about them really quick the fortnite dlc is worth noting i guess but it's it's, yeah it's good to say it but what so the fortnite dlc it added the new graphics mode did it add anything else yeah it's a complete count as dlc it is a complete overhaul of the it is a completely new engine like the reason why you play it is right that DLC now or is that an update what's the difference right i guess because right. the thing is is like you there's some dlc that you are you were forced like some dlc you already have on the disc it's just an unlock so what's yeah. that is that dlc like i guess so because that's the thing is fortnite chapter four is a complete overhaul of the game so if you're playing it right now and you're like man i I, th- I used to be like okay at this game and now I kind of like suck and the aiming's weird. It's because the engine is Did completely Fortnite different. Chapter 4 bring in zero build? Uh no, that was in chapter 3. Was chapter 3 this year too, but chapter 3 yeah. was this chapter year also. 3 I think chapter 3 started like if I'm correct, I think it was at the very end of last year. Tell you what I know what I want to put on this list, but if you take out chapter 4 and just put zero build, I would mm-hmm. support you for that winning. Because okay. it got me to play Fortnite. Yeah. Because my, the two I'm going to put on this list are, is the winner's expansion for Resident Evil um, mm-hmm. Village, which it's a great DLC. Don't get me wrong. I fucking love it. And it was probably going to be my number one, but you're right. Fortnite Zero Build got me to play fucking Fortnite. And it's yeah. fun. And I don't have to worry about cranking 90s or doing any of that shit. I can just pick up guns and shoot people in the head. And then 
Basto is Dome was a game that came out this year. It came out last year, but it came out this year for free on PS Plus. And it's a fun little like I talked about it a little bit. It's like a three hour little scavenger hunt photo game that's very cozy. But the DLC added basically almost the entire length of the first game. And it added a new island with a day and night mechanic. And it's like you're having a little uh, party on an island. And I thought it was really fun. But fucking zero build wins because yeah, zero, zero build changed too. Fortnite into a game that I could play. But I will say, like, here's the, here's why I would be okay with it not winning is for this one reason. I think the jury's still a little out on if it's like because it's technically yes, it is so amazing what it did, but it's like I'm still getting used to the gameplay, so it's like it's hard for me to be like, oh, but it is absolutely the greatest because like I suck now, like I got to get used to the new engine and shit, but like. I'm giving you Fortnite. I know. You don't want it to win. I, I it's just, called. It's not called Shadow Rose. It's called the Winter's Expansion. Oh, the Winter's Expansion. Okay. okay. Shadow Rose. I, dude. I played Fortnite because Fortnite changed to allow me to not have to deal with kids building towers. We're gonna give it to Fortnite. Fortnite. Fortnite, Fortnite. Zero Build. Just put Fortnite Zero Build. Congratulations, Fortnite Zero Build, the best DLC of the year. Follow up Resident Evil Village, the Winter's Expansions, and Toem Basto. B A S T O. Gotcha. We're doing good. We've only got. It, 10, I will say, I, I just 11, don't have much fight of, of this year. Well, like 13, games are 14, kind of. I, I cannot wait for 2023 in games. Hey, there's only 18 categories left. Let's do it. All right. Here's another quick one. Oh, 19 categories. Best puzzles. Uh, what games had the best puzzles this year? I have one game because, like, I, don't, I didn't really play the game I have, with puzzles. I have four games. What was your one game with puzzles? Peglin. Peglin? Is that a puzzle? I mean, it's like a, it's a puzzle roguelike. No, but Peggle isn't a puzzle. Peggle's are like a... Is there a solve? Can you solve Peglin? Yeah, you're well, uh... Let me tell you mine, and then maybe you see. Kinda? So, number one for me is Escape Academy. Okay, I, I totally get that. That was fun to watch you play. Number two is Tunic. Okay. Number three came out oh, this year. Yeah, we got to give it to Tunic. Hold on. Number three is Wordle. That game didn't come out this year. Yes, it did. Came out at the very beginning of the year. No. You've been playing that for like when did how many weeks? Wordle come out? Oh, shit. It came out on May 16th, 2018. What the yeah. fuck? Yeah, I, and I know that for a fact because when Wordle, Wordle uh, a, a fucking Wordle got prototype of Wordle came out in 2013, I think it counts. No. It was bought by. Oh, it was made. Pu- here we go. It was made public called? in October of 2021. Fine. I'll turn off Wordle. And then the other, other game I have is called Save Room, which was this game. I think I told you about it. it it's a puzzle game that's basically like the attache case from mm, yes, um, the, the bag in Resident Evil 4 and stuff. Yeah. I'm looking at Peglin. I don't think this counts as a puzzle. Yeah. I mean, I think that's it doesn't have, because again, because it, it doesn't have was, a set. You can't. Yeah. I think a puzzle is that if you wanted right. to, you could cheat and look at a guide. <laughs> I think it's uh, a pachinko yeah, roguelike. This, yeah. This again was like another one of those categories where I was just stuck looking at it for a month being like, I don't think I have a puzzle. <laughs> like, but it was one of those. It, this was the one where I was like, I really do need a puzzle game in my life right now. So I'm kind of like, I'm open to, to trying out some some new ones. I played a lot of Tetris Effect this year, but you know, that game did not come out this year. So, 
Um, but it's so all right. fucking good. Escape Academy, Tunic, and Save Room. Uh, as much as I loved Escape Academy, I think just for the golden path and the stuff in the in the yes, good I don't, I don't know. Watching, that, watching Escape Academy was really was so like, you're fucking what? You're what? You're my what? Life. I'm sorry, Thank it's you. the illness. It's clouding my brain. Oh uh, man, I really like Escape, Escape Academy. Academy's yeah. puzzle. It was really no, give it to Tunic. It. Give it to Tunic. Yeah. No, but Escape Academy was the only puzzles this year and maybe pull out fucking paper and make Yeah, models. dude, like I think you gotta give it to that. Alright, Escape Academy, best puzzles of the year. Congratulations. You let me down with your DLC. I'm still mad about that. Ooh. I bought the deluxe pass because they're like, we're gonna put out DLC and it's gonna have trophies, blah, blah blah. They put it out. Oh, it works. Doesn't have trophies. Yeah, we're not making any more trophies for this game. Cool, I just wasted fifteen dollars. Um and then save room is number three. Yeah. All right, another quick category. Best adaptation. So this Ooh. is uh, we stole this from the Game Awards, and basically this is either movies or TV shows that they took a video game and adapted it. You go first. What is your late addition? Uh, uh, okay, so oh, goddamn it, um, I have Sonic the Hedgehog two, the movie that mm. came out earlier yeah. this year. Fucking great, it did. I've got pretty okay. Cyberpunk Edge Runners. Yep. Check this. Hmm. Sonic Prime. What's Sonic Prime? Sonic Prime is the new uh, cartoon that uh, just went up on Netflix a few weeks ago, I think. Um, but it, it, yeah, I feel like the new Sonic got cartoon. enough. We've it's got fucking great. Sonic on here. We can't have Sonic on here twice. No, it's so good. That's the no, thing. Sonic, Sonic Two or Sonic, right? Whatever you're talking about, pick here's, one. Here's the thing. It's hard to say. The jury's still out on this one because. Uh, I, I think that I, watched I think it that right last there. Night. I watched it through last night, and I was so done? blown away. Is it done? The first season, I th- I don't know how Netflix does their stuff anymore. What like, is this called? Sonic Prime. Sonic Prime, yeah. Because they said there's going to be 24 episodes for the whole series, I think, as a whole. But they put out the first season, which is the first eight. It's not over yet, so you can't count it. Okay, well. Then when do I, I count it? Does it count for this year? Or does it count for the year that it finishes? Because it came out in December, we can count it for next year okay. because we made the December. Well, they better one. fucking finish next year because like Cyberpunk Edge Runners is, is on my list. Sonic Two is on my list, mm. and that means by default my number three gets through. That's right, it's Uncharted, Uncharted. baby. That movie was okay. <laughs> that movie was all right. It made the list. <laughs> that movie was okay. I'm fine with it not winning. Yeah. Uh, look, it's going to be Sonic 2 because. No, it's not going to be Sonic 2. It's going to be. <sighs> I don't. You know what? I've been, I've know, been really man. quick with a lot of things. I've been cutting you down. I'm going to throw. I'm going to be. Do you selfless. know how fucking hype it was to see Super Sonic at the end of that fucking I'm gonna movie? Throw you, I'm going to throw you a bone. I feel like they the cut out like the, all the, the entire fucking middle of that movie with the people having a wedding is so fucking boring. Yeah, but that was that was really the, like the, the, the part of the movie where Sonic and and fucking uh, Tails go to like Siberia and have to have like a dance fight was fucking dumb that that was for it was that for was kids. for the children like I, I get why they did that scene but like that that was scene was for the kids and the scene with the humans at the wedding that was, was for, for the, the parents. like for the parents yeah you know what fuck it fine this is incorrect but no it's absolutely Cyber, correct because everything cyberpunk else the movie fucking rules. cyberpunk was way better it's fine i don't know i i i'm just still kind of whatever out on cyberpunk whatever whatever sonic the hedgehog 2 
Yeah. You know it is. It's an okay movie. Dude, they showed Shadow by at the end. That shit was so good. Cyberpunk Edge Runners and the Uncharted movie, baby. Look, Let's go. They had Colleen O'Shaughnessy as Tails in that. Antonio Banderas gets his throat cut, but they don't show it, and he just kind of lays down, and there's never any blood. There's a fight in a Papa John's. <laughs> um, uh, okay. Something. <laughs> Next category. Yes. I've we've got a name change thanks to your wife. It used to be called coziest game. We're going to call it most relaxing game of the year. Okay. I've got Cult of the Lamb. Yes. Stray. Wow. Okay. It was like, okay, here's the thing. So the thing about Stray is this until the whole game award shit, I thought the game was fine. It was probably going to be like very low on my list, but it might've made crap talk 10. But it's this thing, and I've talked to you about it before. It's when a game that I don't think is that good, all of a sudden everyone's like, it's much better than games that are better than it. It makes it's like when last year when you were talking so much about Final Fantasy 14, it's like, I know it's a fun game, I played it. it is better. But you're like, it's not. That right there, it instills in me this thing is like, fuck you, I'm gonna hate this. But game. here's the thing, Ryan. I, this I is, haven't finished my list. I, I hang on, but just it's just one sentence. If you okay. gave it the chance to to actually give the story a go and enjoy it for what it was just on paper you talking about final fantasy blown away yeah i think you would really enjoy the story if you like if you're somebody that enjoys like final fantasy like do you like final fantasy 6 do you like final fantasy 7 listen like final fantasy 9 i played final fantasy a realm reborn when it first came out and i watched all the Mm cutscenes. i did i played all of a realm reborn i watched every cutscene. i knew that story i can tell you that i never gave a shit and i watched everything it was so like their storytelling we're not having this discussion <laughs> you gotta get in once you get in that fucking that the most relaxing game. shit goes crazy cult cult of the lamb stray the capcom fighting collection tmt cowbunga collection riff tracks riff tracks marvel's oh riff tracks. yeah i forgot that they did that didn't they yeah we should have put that on most forgettable yeah <laughs> um tunic marvel snap mm-hmm and Vampire Survivors. Oh, okay. What do you got? I've got Vampire Survivors, mm-hmm. Peglin, mm-hmm. and Rogue Tower. Which is a game I don't know if I've talked about this year. What maybe, is Rogue Tower? Yeah, you've never talked about it. Slightly mentioned it. It's just a uh it's it's exactly what it sounds like. It is a roguelike tower defense game where you start off with a tower and like you can choose like how many lanes you have like you know i i would say like if you're new start with one lane then go to two when you get more adept go to three and then four etc um but it is a game where it's like it is a rogue let me see if i get this right it is rogue light so it's got upgrade mechanics got and upgrade things mechanics. carry on. Yes. Okay, well, there you go. Okay, so, you got it right. Yeah, the whole goal is you basically like towers there and there are like if you have two lanes, you have two options to uh, choose. Like you choose left lane, right lane, whatever. And you hit that and it expands the lane. And then when the, the lane expands, all the monsters come in for that round and you can play towers down or whatever. And then you, you keep expanding out the lanes. You make the lanes longer and longer and longer. Uh, and that... Uh, like they slowly start branching off of each other and you gotta you know you build a a tower defense mechanism set up around those lanes and it's like super cozy super just like very simple just turn off the brain 
play a simple mm-hmm. tower defense kind of game. And it and then it gives you that rogue light extra on top of it. So out of okay. If you had to champion one game out of everything you said, what would you find Vampire the most relaxing Survivor. game? Okay, put yeah. Vampire Survivors on the list. I want Marvel Snap on this list. I know I've only been playing it for <sighs> a couple weeks, but I think that game's super... a frustrating game. Really? I find I yeah. just can sit in bed and play it for a couple of minutes. I play it, you know, just now and then. I find it really relaxing. It's just like, all right, do my things, get my get through. I I can kind of see that. My only thing is that that game is so it it does the one thing that irritates me with card games, which is the luck factor. And there're some yeah, days where you can it just, just get fucked by things. Yeah, some days it's just like, "Hey, fuck you." you should not enjoy playing this game. And then some days it's just like, oh, like even if I'm losing like over and over, mm. but it's like, at least it's like, oh, well, I, I see my loss here, you know? You're right. This is probably it's, not the right category. That's kind it. of okay, where I'm think, like frustrated with it. It's like, um, I can get where it is cozy, but like, I don't, I don't know if it's on you know what list. I find. You know what I find cozier, honestly? Maybe it's a sense of nostalgia, huh. but the Cowabunga collection, then I think that needs to be on this yeah, list. Yeah, I think that's totally fair. I could see that. Those are super uh, comfy games. And then, okay, so we got Vampire Survivors. We got Cowabunga. Tunic, I, I take it back. Maybe Cozy is most relaxing. It can get a little stressful, and fi- yeah. solving those puzzles can be hard. So I'll take that off. Uh, what on your list would you fight for the most out of what's left? Oh, man. I would maybe fight for Cult of the Lamb. The thing about Cult of the Lamb is there's trophies for fighting those bosses without ever getting... Uh, hit mm-hmm. and those frustrated the shit out of me so i'm gonna take that off the list Let's see what i have rift tracks i would put i'd say i guess at this, this point rift tracks because it was just like it was a fun game to play with some friends and then they had the rift trash rift tracks guys talking over it sometimes mm-hmm. i found that fun and real it was just like hey it's fun to play with friends so i was gonna say whatever you what are you doing <laughs> i'm trying to cough <laughs> but i was trying to mute my mic <laughs> Yeah, you that's, kept that's you fucking up the list. Yeah, that's my it's my push to mute button. <laughs> oh, nice. Um, I think Rift Tracks would be the one that I would put on here for th- number three. What would you put on here for number three? Uh, really, I I think I think Peglin would probably get there for me because it's Peggle and a roguelite. It's so good. What is, is what's more good. relaxing than look? Peggle's so relaxing they put it in fucking WoW so that fucking nerd ragers yeah, would like that was throw an axe to their play. TV. I, I I think like I said the only thing was like playing Rift Tracks with you know what though I feel like Rift Tracks will get its due in another category. Mm. So yeah, put Peglin on here. Peglin's for me. Okay, I'll say my time with Vampire Survivors was playing it at like Frank's place, playing it at a friend's place. I played on the fun. It wasn't very good. I know you probably will say Vampire Survivors forever. I would fight for TMNT. I would fight for TMNT. Do you feel that Vampire Survivors outclasses TMNT that much? Um... Because if so, I'll let you have it. But like the idea of having all of those Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle games, it having... Uh, online multiplayer and having like all of the original guides and everything. It was like, it was just so cozy and relaxing and nostalgic. Totally and, having get that. That. and I think that it's, it's totally due in there because it's because the thing is, it's like those games can get kind of like rough. At times you know what though? And hard. But Vampire survivors came out this year and TMNT is right. a collection. Yeah. You know what? Give it to, yeah. yeah. Give it to vampire survivors. I think that's fair. We haven't really talked much about vampire survivors. Yeah. 
It's it's kind of been missing, right? There's a there's a category I wanted to added called game I most wish they would put on fucking PlayStation so I could get the damn trophies. <laughs> and the winner was it was going to be Vampire Survivors, Pentiment, and um, something else. But Vampire Survivors is a game I want to play more of. I just wish they would put it on the thing where I can get trophies. Yeah. Okay. Congratulations, Vampire Survivors. Isn't what? it? Isn't it like tw- uh, early 2023 or something? Nobody has fucking said shit about it yet. Huh. Uh, congratulations. Best our coziest, most relaxing game going to Vampire Survivors with uh, runners up TMNT, the Cowabunga Collection, and Peglin. So, yeah, no word. Yeah, no word. Um, Damn. All right. Next one's going to be a big one. I got a shitload for this. Best moment or sequence? Well, I've got one. I just put everything I could think of. I've got one. This is mostly I just want to talk about shit. Yeah. But I've got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. 9, 10, 11, 12, 13. Holy like, shit. I've got a lot. We'll go for How many start, do you have? Start going, well, I have I, Are you sure? I, yeah, go go for it. All right. I, I have two. First of all, I'm going to... Oh, nice. Actually, I'm going to group them by video game. So, from Elden Ring, I've got the Radon Festival, which I talked about a little bit. Radon is this big guy, and basically every in the game, they hold a thing every year called the Radon Festival, which is a festival of warriors from all around the realms between to come and try and kill Radon to put him out of his misery. It's such a cool boss fight because so in those games, you know, they have the mechanic to summon people. We're talking about with the let me solo her. Mm -hmm. When you do that, all of the the NPCs that you've met around the game, like Blade, uh, fucking Alexander the Jar Warrior, a a bunch of different dudes, patches can be there. The idea is that they hold a big festival and then you warp out to that island to try to kill Renan. You can summon all these dudes and it's this big fight with you and all your homies trying to take down the most just fucking disgusting giant boss of all time. This dude is a billion feet tall. He, at one point in the game, he flies up into the sky and you think you beat him and he comes down like a fucking meteor. And the whole time in the first phase, he's riding this tiny little horse because he's using his gravity powers so that he can keep his little fun horse that is the one of the few things that his rotted brain remembers and so he doesn't crush him. It's a really good fight. The other thing from uh, fucking uh, Elden Ring, I would say, is beating Millennia. Mm-hmm. Just that when you finally fucking kill that bitch, it feels so good. Um, from Tunic, the Golden Path. Do you know what the Golden Path is? I, I yeah, I do. Huge spoilers I watched, for Tunic. Yeah, yeah. So in Tunic, there's this thing you get called the the manual, and it, oh, it talks about this thing called the Holy Cross, and you don't realize until towards the end the Holy Cross, this thing that solves a bunch of puzzles that you don't understand. It's your D pad. It's this. The whole idea is that the the tunic civilization is worshiping the controller, which is hilarious. And so you get all these puzzles that are basically just like up, down, left, right. So you put it in the D pad and it unlocks things. There's a manual about something called the golden path, which is at the very top of the biggest mountain in the game. There's this giant door. It is a five by five grid with numbers on it that correlate to other pages in the manual when you realize this. And on each one, there is a gold little drawing of uh, one of those like up, down, left, right things. Hmm. You have to basically, you have to get out a sheet of paper, go one by one, write everything down and input this like 125 character code to finally open it and you get the first page of the manual. And it's such a cool thing to realize, discover and do. So that fucking ruled. Um, from Ghostwire Tokyo, I have the shooting ghost uh, mission where there's a di- guy who died on the toilet. It's like, I need toilet paper. I just thought that was funny. That's probably not going to make it. I just want to mention that. <clears throat> um, from Horizon Zero Dawn, we have 
the Elon Musk bunker, which is there's a mission in a game where these people come from far off lands. It's assumed it's like China. Uh, and they are led by their CEO, CEO, to open up the bunker to Ted. What the fuck is that guy's name? Ted Raimi from Corey. <laughs> no. Ted Farrow, who's the guy that fucking ruined the world. When the world was going down, he got a bunker and he fucking loaded it with food and everything and staff. And they're trying to open it up to find the mystery of what happened. Well, you get through this fucking annoying mission with this asshole that everybody hates. And you find out Ted Farrow determined the way to live forever so that he could outlive the apocalypse. He's alive still from the ending of the game that happened hundreds of years ago. But there was a mutiny and he got turned into a weird goop monster. And he's like, kill me. And there's this great scene. And then you fucking kill the CEO. It's a great mission. The other thing is the space twist. Do you know the space twist in Horizon? No. Halfway through the game, you find yourself. It's a clone because the bad guys are humans that left. It's basically all the rich people left planet Earth and went to another like planet, came back and they have just near Automata bonkers technology but then the twist is that they weren't coming back to take the earth they were coming back to run away from the true enemy of the third game a rogue ai that has been trained to like be subservient to humans until it decided fuck humans i'm gonna kill them all because i hate them it's really i have no mouth and i must scream what a great twist um okay from i have a couple from god of war i have the opening thor fight with um where you die you basically there's a part in the very first opening fight where you're fighting Thor, where Thor throws Mjolnir at you, and you've got like a quick time event to you know get it off you, but you can't. So you lose and you die, and it goes to the game over screen. And then all of a sudden you hear Thor say, "I'm not done with you yet," and it cuts to Thor fucking using Mjolnir to like uh, what's those fucking? Why am I spacing the paddles? The to jump jumpstart his heart. Oh, a defibrillator? Res- yeah, defibrillator. Thank you. I'm a doctor. I should know that. <laughs> you, he defibrillates you so you can start the keep going with the fight. I thought that was a really good one. Um, the next thing from Stranger or from God of War would be the opening. Or I'm sorry, the Asgard bar fight. Whereas Atreus, you go to try to get Thor from this bar while you're staying with him in Asgard, and his daughter through. It's like I can't believe you're drinking again. And then he starts a bar fight, and it's this whole thing of you being thrown around and having to fist fight all these dudes while Thor's having this big fight. I thought that was okay, but honestly, I'm going to cut that. I think there's some better ones. Uh, the next one is the... Okay. Huge spoilers for God of War Ragnarok. The reveal that Tyr was Odin the whole time. You In the beginning of that game, you find the God of War of Norse area, Tyr, and he's like, I've taken a vow of peace. I will not lift my sword, but I'll help you with your quest against Odin. And he's back at your house, and he's always giving you this fucking like help. And so, uh, at one point, Atreus goes to Asgard to like spy on Odin because he needs his help and he's trying to get this mask which is the mask from the mask hilarious enough and when you finally get it all together you steal it and you go back to your home base and Tyr's like oh now that you have this I know how to get in Asgard we couldn't get and so everything's fine and was like oh great cool and one dude Brock who is the blue dwarf goes what the fuck are you talking no hold on this is horseshit what's going on I don't trust you why do you need that mask this is fucked and all of a sudden there's just a knife at his chest and it goes back to tear stabbing him as he turns back into Odin. And I was like, I didn't want to do this. You fucking forced me and tries to peace out, but he gets the mask. I thought that was great. And then to follow up with that, probably actually the best moment is the end of that game, which is Brock's brother, Sindri getting his revenge. So at the end of that game, after you have this big fight and you're like, I'm going to kill Odin and blah, blah, blah. And fucking Kratos goes, no, 
I am not my fate. I will not kill Odin. Atreus, this is up to you. And Atreus tries to like give him a chance to be like, everything's going to be fine. But Odin was like, oh, fuck off. And so he said, what, what is exactly does he say? Hold on. Yeah, I forget what he says exactly, but Atreus goes, I wish you wouldn't have said that. And he takes this little marble, which has been in the plot of the giants have disappeared, but because their bodies were like, they were being killed, they decided to hide by hiding their souls in these little marbles. And he basically takes Odin's soul and puts it in a marble because he doesn't want to kill him but he doesn't want to let him live. So everyone's like, well, what do we do with this? And Sindri, Brock's brother, who got killed, goes, fuck you guys, I'm taking this. And he takes the little marble and he smashes it and he gets his revenge and pieces out. Sindri's whole tale was like, I gave everything for you guys and you took and took and took and it led to the death of my brother. It was really good. Um, and then I've got, oh, I've got another one for Horizon, which is the Las Vegas level where you turn back on the lights. That just looks cool. And then I've got two from Strangers of Paradise. One is the Frank Sinatra My Way ending. And then the other one is Jack telling the Lich, I don't give a fuck what your name is and trying to punch him in the face. <laughs> That's all my greatest moments of the year. What are yours? Look, I get the Jack fucking punching the Lich. because It has to be on. That's going to be on the good. list. Uh, no, I have uh, the Warrior of Light walking in and Stranger of Paradise. Like that moment is so fucking cool because it's like it it solidifies everything that that game is yeah which is the, it, the I feel like it's, to it's final fantasy just one, a little first yeah. dungeon so here's my Where my you, thing we've done this the whole time every game has only like no game has had two in a category and i feel like we got to keep to that okay so if you had to keep keep, keep one from stranger paradise <sighs> i really i think that the warrior of light walking in is just such a like a fantastic ending of that yeah game. but i don't give a fuck what your name is yeah. and then he tries to punch oh, it's so much cooler i listen i get i but that warrior light thing is like a second long and it's just like some yeah, people won't get that's, it that's, well yeah i tweeted i tweeted out that clip of of jack saying that and it got end game numbers <laughs> um I mean, let me throw yeah. out a top three for you and you tell me what you think I think Sindri getting his revenge. Yeah. That, Jack saying, fuck you to the lich. Yeah. And the golden path. Yeah. The, I definitely the golden path because like watching my wife do it was like very fucking cool. Um, and something do that you really like, think, do you really think that, that one in games, do you, I want to know honestly, cause I don't want to over talk you here, but do you really think that one second of Jack and his lit and his fucking fiend sitting there and then all of a sudden yeah, you just see a it's, shadow? It's the sequence of the game ending and showing you that like, Hey, what you've done, because that was, that was the question for me that whole game, because I knew who Jack was. I knew what was going on. I figured we were summoning the four fiends that would be you know, in the way of us in Final Fantasy 1, like, I saw this coming, and that we would be, we would be the one who went to the Chaos Tower not to return, and then the Warrior of Light would come, and then we would be the ones to send them back to the past to finally fix what Jack couldn't do. And I kind of think the whole ending I of Jack being a bad... I don't like the, the idea of Jack being a bad guy to make a good guy. I, I hate that whole, like, oh, I'm going to be the bad guy so that we can make sure that a warrior of light shows up. It would have been better if Jack had just been an asshole. But the idea of, like, we got to redeem Garland, this little fucking, you know, f- uh, this sprite that becomes chaos. is just like, it would have been cooler if he was just an asshole, not that he was a secret good guy the whole time. That's my only problem with it. Well, I mean, but Garland and, like, the history around, like, just that name in the Final Fantasy franchise, like, it's kind of deserving of it, though, right? Eh, 
I, and it I, all like stems I said, from I, that if first it, sprite that you, that if first they had boss. not, if they had not tried to make him a secret good guy, I'd be okay with this. It's the fact that they made him a secret good guy. I think kind of takes away from that moment. That's that's all I'm saying. I, uh, I get that. I can I can see where you the, where you see that. I just think that the payoff is just something that like. Oh my gosh! Excuse me. Sorry, I get small hiccups there. Um, I just think that kind of it, for me that whole sequence like that was like the pay. That's Th- that's Captain America grabbing Thor's hammer and waiting twenty movies to see it. Okay, that's you playing then, you twenty know hours of the game to see that moment that I knew was coming and I wanted to see because that's the thing is like now it's it's. It, it is kind of interesting to think like, well, if they continued this series, right? How would I've got, they do I've it? got a, I've got a compromise. Mm-hmm. Put it on this list, and I've got a new quick category that we will do after this that will be two seconds long. Mm-hmm. So the top three are Stranger of Paradise's Warrior of Light ending, God of War Ragnarok, Sindri's Revenge, and the Golden Path from Tunic. Now the question is, what wins? Dude, uh, I think it's got to be Tunic. <laughs> I think it's got to be the golden path. The yeah. idea of putting that, fu- it's that realization of like, what is this fucking thing? The golden path. And then you, when you first find in one, like you look at those numbers and then all of a sudden it's just like, wait a second, what are these numbers? And you look at a page and you see a gold line. And you're like, Oh shit. As much as I love the ending with Sindri, that moment where I was just went, Oh fuck. I got it. I, it's gotta be the golden path. Is that fair? Yeah, that's totally fair. Okay. Because look, so, if there's anything I love in fucking video games and something that we really desperately need more of, it's discovery like that. Yes. I Hey, I want to say all these ones are good. So best moment or sequence from a video game is the golden path from Tunic with runners up Cinderella's Revenge on Odin from God of War Ragnarok and Stranger of Paradise Final Fantasy Origins Warrior of Light ending. Okay, very quick category. Yes dumbest shit jack does in stranger paradise final <laughs> fantasy origins here's the number three ready yeah tell someone that they don't uh, tell someone to shut up so they can listen to limp biscuit okay tells literally they don't give a fuck what their name is and tries to punch him in the face mm. ends ends his game by listening to my way by frank sinatra and the lich one wins yeah Is that fair? That's fair. <laughs> Very good. Okay. Um, oh, I had a quick follow-up, and this is another quick one, to best narrative. It's called worst narrative. Okay. I don't know if we need it. Uh, Do you I, have? I don't know. Well, actually. Let me, me, let me throw out a couple ones, and list. you tell me. Let me throw out a couple that I put down, and you tell me if one of these works, okay? Sure. Well, first of all, I put Stranger Paradise Final Fantasy Origin, but I know you're going to fight out of here. <laughs> all right, here we got ready. Gotham Knights. Yeah. Saints Row. Yeah. Sonic Frontiers. The Callisto Protocol. Okay. You got anything to add to that? I, I do have one game, and it's. I, I think people will probably disagree with me. What is um, it? I'm saying Neon White. Because oh yeah, I heard the story of that I game is horseshit. Just fucking couldn't deal with it. Yeah, it, it's, yes. it's okay. not only is it just fucking boring and just way too over. Like, it's it's definitely people who liked hearing themselves 
speak in writing yeah, form. Yeah, people that like to sniff their um, own farts. And then it's just the same four fucking voice actors you fucking know of from every fucking thing in the world. Like every cartoon, every anime, every commercial, every okay. video game. So. How about worst narrative is Saints Row, Gotham Knights, and Neon White? Yeah. And the winner has to be... I don't know. Do you think Neon White beats those other two? Look, that fucking Batman game sounds... Absolutely, that atrocious. Batman story is fucking. But the, wouldn't, you wouldn't. Uh, d- did you say uh, Saints Row? Saints Row. I was, Saints Row is just a boring narrative, and I don't like the writing. Yeah. The Gotham. I, like, here's the thing, worse. though. Like, I never played. I never played it. Neon White, but I've heard some people saying like they they love Neon White, but they're like the story was atrocious and they couldn't. Yeah. So it. D- ha- mm. Uh, to me, it's either Gotham Knights or Neon White. Yeah, that's where I'm kind of at. Like Gotham Knights sounds fucking dumb. Uh, Batman kills himself so that he can kill himself again. Yeah, <laughs> which is fucking stupid. But uh, but Neon White was so bad that people were just like, I can't. I don't know. The, yeah, I'll, like, I'll leave it up to you. I'm fine with either Neon White or Gotham. I, I give it to you. Neon White because it's like they All put right. it's so much yep. of the game. It yep. is like so Got much it. of the game that it is just scary. all right. <laughs> so worst narrative. Well, was, uh, congratulations yeah. to Neon White with follow up runners ups Gotham Knights and Saints Row. Yes. All right. Um, we're 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 we're, we're kicking blasting. ass here. We're blasting ass. Wait, don't do that. Best indie game. Ooh. I've got one, two, Dude, three, now, four. Now you're talking my categories. Like now, right. I fucking. I can't I'll go quick because it's a lot of the games you've already heard me say. I've got Tunic, Cult of the Lamb, Escape Academy, and Vampire Survivors. What do you got? Uh, I got Vampire Survivor, Peglin, and Rogue Tower. Well, Vampire Survivors goes on the list. Yes. I feel like Tunic must go on this list. Yeah, that's fair. Does Peglin count as an indie game? Yeah. That, that company got bought by somebody. Let me Peglin. Uh yeah, Peglin is oh no, it's not. I thought Peglin was okay. I thought Peglin was made by the same Peggle people. No, 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 no. Yeah, it's a completely yeah. Oh, okay. Uh how about Vampire Survivors Tunic and Peglin? Yeah. But what wins? Vampire. Tunic! (laughs) Zelda like a fox, baby. Man, that's so tough. Like, cause again, that's that's the difference of me having it in my hand versus watching it being played vampires i'm gonna say something yeah. i've been i've been waiting for a category mm-hmm. i'm gonna say it right now that survivors is okay but it kind of got bored after a while i think it's i think honestly though it's probably because a opinion i've been playing on other people's accounts who already have stuff unlocked and b i know that if there were trophies to unlock it I, would grab me f- harder i have more opinions than you on this one I, oh, I, play, I think I play right. more indie games. I think I play more like I'm the indie on this. It's, it's hey, got to be very go. It's been decided. Like, I'm, I'm sorry. Look, Tunic is a fantastic game, but here's the thing. Tunic is a game that you will play maybe once ever. Uh, well, I got to play it twice because I got the PS5 uh, yeah. version. To but play. like Vampire Survivors, I feel like is evergreen. And like it's something that I was totally just not expecting. But there's already an expansion out for it. And I'm just like, dude, put it on keep, fucking PlayStation. Just keep doing this forever. And this game fucking like Tunic. Yes, it's it, it, Hallmark forever. But I get it. But Vampire Survivors is evergreen. Yo, like it's so good. I have to I have to use it here for the best indie. All right. The shit has been used. Congratulations to best indie game, Vampire Survivors, with follow-ups, Tunic and Peglin. Still a good list. Yeah. All right. 
How about some multiplayer categories? Best co-op game. Now, this is a game where it's only you. Uh, we're talking about like I've got two you games. can't you can't you can't fucking say multiverses is what I'm trying. I'm to not. Say. It, okay. I, I understand why you would think I would put it there, but I did not put it in that game category. What are yours? I have Team and Shredder's Revenge. Yep. And Plate Up. I have Elden Ring. Okay. T- and TMNT, the Cowabunga Collection. Cowabunga Collection, yeah. Because I didn't play Shredder's, Shredder's Revenge. Revenge. But I feel like Shredder's Revenge probably fits better for this list. Yeah. Can I you just make it TMNT, Elden Ring, and Plate Up? Yeah. I'll say this. I have no interest in Plate Up. I watched you play it. I already played oh, Overcooked. I don't give a shit. Yeah. Elden Ring is fun to like play with buds to bring them in, but it's so weird. I think TMNT should TMNT. win because I actively want to play this with you. Yeah, that game Perfect. fucking rules, and I, it's uh, six players now, right? Uh, yeah. Which is more people, more fun. That's what I say. All right, I'm gonna fight you hard on this next one. Okay. Best competitive. competitive? Okay, game. yeah, it's definitely multiverses, and I'll tell it's you. It's not. It's not. And you used your chit, so fuck off. <laughs> the you- correct answer is Marvel Snap. Uh no, I I'll yep. I'll give you a reason why. Luck. It's so much fun though. Yeah, it's it, so it fun. is fun. But guess Marvel, what? luck is Marvel multiverses is luck too. No, it's skill. What items are what items are gonna there pop no up? Items. What map you get? Uh, map items. Fuck no. that game. And maps are predetermined so that you can pick your character according. To All right. That. Well, multiverses and Marvel Snap are going on this list. I, I want to say my other choices were Rift Tracks and Jackbox Nine. You know, I almost put Jackbox Nine on here, uh, and I really don't know why I I didn't. I guess like it makes it sense good, for competitive. It has some good stuff on it. Yeah, yeah but yeah. like some but, of it's co-op too. I guess. So I guess I I like it's honest party game yeah i i mean that's still count what were, did you have any other competitive games yeah i've got um gundam evolution and uh fortnite chapter four i'm gonna say fortnite it's got its due let's let's yeah. talk about some games that are look i i genuinely love multiverses and it's put multiverses on the games. list put marvel snap on the list let's get a third one and then let's fight this out uh um i think gundam evolution is great especially if you are looking for I, I really want Overwatch kind of game. That's not. I really want Rift Tracks on this list. Yeah, Rift Tracks was so much fun. I just haven't heard much about it, but I'll put it there for you. Oh, hold on. Take it back. How about this? Mm -hmm. Are you willing to budge at all on multiverses? Are we going to have to call in Judge Sarah? I think we might have to call in Judge Sarah for this one. Then let's not put a game on the list, and whoever loses can pick the third one. Okay, that's all right. Let's call in Judge Sarah. Uh, let's see that's what we need that's what you should uh strike that up while we're getting sarah in (laughs) what Uh, oh yeah the music (laughs) that 100 they did that on fire escape i don't want to steal it too bad oh the fuck is she uh in the in the dumpster of fires watching uh the Joe Rogan what? experience, apparently. What? Oh, okay. What so, the, so the have you seen this? Fight? What the fuck? Uh, oh, the, yeah, that clip of Joe, Joe Rogan talking actually, about Matt Watson's fight. That wasn't actually about that, right? They were talking it about was. other things. It absolutely was. Does he think they're actually father and son? He did. 
What a but again, idiot. if there was ever a clip you needed to show that Joe Rogan will look at a headline a and find no idiot. context around it and then what just speak out of his ass idiot. about it, there it is. So, like, oh my God. Like, that shit. I, like, when I saw that yesterday, I was losing my shit. Um... Let's see. You know, I will say that, like, in doing this conversation for the last three hours, my headache hasn't uh, gotten really worse, and I don't feel like puking as much. A good conversation helps you to just uh, get the sillies out. Hopefully. I, like, hopefully. Is there Uh, Hello. Hey, Judge Sarah, Judge let Sarah. me present the case in front of you. Okay. Don't fuck me this time. <laughs> I'll try, I'll try not to. You better Best get the right answer. Competitive multiplayer game. Is it Marvel Snap or Multiverses? Uh, I never really played either of them. I didn't know they had big competitive scenes. Okay. Let's, That's the thing. Let's, is well, hold on, hold on. No, no, no. It could in the future. Marvel Snap has a, has a small base right now. Marvel Snap has a huge following online, a competitive following online. There's so many channels and discords, everything about it. But if you don't know, man, Marvel Snap is a competitive card game based on the Marvel Universe. Multiverses is a. Uh, Smash Brothers based on the WWE. Oh, I play it. It's WWE. No, fuck Great. you. That was yeah. so good. Same Marvel Snap then. Same Marvel Snap. Same okay. Marvel Snap. You know, no. I did play Marvel Snap like for a minute. I didn't know it had multiplayer, but I'm going to pick Marvel Snap. Multiplayer yeah! sucks. Mm-hmm. So bad. I hate it. All right, it. then Sarah, because so of that, I'm putting, rules. I'm putting Gundam Evolution as the number three. That's fine. Because Marvel Snap. Oh, that game sucks thing. too. I don't care. <laughs> Thank fuck. you, Sarah. All right, go about your. No, you have to, you have to say, and my ruling it, it is uh, decided. It is decided. My ruling is final. Thank yeah. you, Judge Sarah, the best judge. I've never had any problems with her. Oh, uh, damn it! Oh, uh, that vindication, sweet vindication, the best. Com- this the Sarah made this sure. this trophy. Or, I'm sorry, this uh this podcast. The I have more than you. I have more trophies than you. I'm so excited. I'm talking wrong. Hold on. I'm so proud to say that the best competitive game that I have more trophies than you has picked this year is Marvel Snap with It's uh, not even a competitive runners game. Up. It's competitive. You're it's playing against people. It's a based card it's game. Fuck for your money. <laughs> All right. Well, I didn't give them very much money. I'm having so a good time. fun to watch. It just How about um, most surprising? So most surprising is a game that <laughs> kind of came out of nowhere. Yeah. Or we thought was going to be bad. And turned out to be really good. Mm-hmm. Um, so this can be something that literally just like, what the fuck is this? Or it can be is like this. Li- like a good one last year was like, I think the best way to describe it was last year. One of my big ones for this was Deathloop, where it was just like, they're showing off this game so much. It looks like yeah. dog shit. And then the camera was like, that was really good. Um, no, I've got no one, two, three, four. I've got five. What do you got? I have four. Why don't you say yours first? Okay, I got Vampire Survivor because obviously that game fucking came literally came out, out of, of nowhere. nowhere. Yeah, that's great. fair. 
Uh, I have uh, another survive game. I have Digimon Survive because, again, that was a game that, like, I, I could, when it came to the gameplay part of it, I was like, oh, I'm so ready for the tactics and stuff. Um, but I didn't know that I was going to get, like, a fucked up story. Um, and especially kind of being, like, mostly visual novel, I was kind of surprised by that. And, like, it really is, it's good, even though, like, I, I have, it's been, like, six months since I played it. So it's kind of hard for me to remember at this point. Um, but I did enjoy it. Like Stranger Paradise, Final Fantasy Origins. Again, that is a game that like it has no right being how fucking good it is. Because uh, it uh, is. I, I'm gonna fantastic. I'm gonna veto that one because really? it was made by the Neo people. It was like, hey, ne- they're making a Final Fantasy Neo game, and Neo is good. So I don't think it's that surprising that it's like, oh, I guess Neo me, people made a good just game. Just like I I didn't play Neo, so I guess it was surprising. I me. I did, you know, and so that's why I think like you might. I'm not. I, I, I just say I don't think this is the category for that's, it. That I that you know you might that's fair. Uh, but I'll I'll also throw Sonic Frontiers into this because I really thought this game was gonna be hot dog <laughs> shit and it was it was dog, like I have is, problems with it but that again, is it is surprising and a brush of, of fresh air fresh air. That game is in my worst game of the year category. That's that's the thing too is like I feel like it could be in that category for me too just because like there are things that I have like serious problems with it but then at the same time I'm like. I'm still playing it. Like, and I just like it's it's a Sonic game that like I'm I am interested in kind of seeing like this formula again. Like, I just kind of love running around. Like, yeah, there's some movement techniques that I wish were in the game as they were in the last 20 years. But like, yeah, I think this is like a very surprising take and a very refreshing vision of the sonic formula all right wait tell me yours again so i I didn't write them down so Uh, sonic strangers digimon and vampire i'd say okay so sonic digimon and vampire because i'm not putting strange like i said i don't think strangers you know i'll I'll Um, even consider uh tmnt shredder's revenge because i feel like that game came out of fucking nowhere and was awesome no they had they had uh, that game was known for a long time i I can't remember that timeline i can't remember it was more just like when the fuck is this game coming out yeah um i've got for most surprising i've got escape academy Mm -hmm. ghostwire tokyo Mm -hmm. goat simulator 3 okay not marvel marvel snap yeah i can understand and then you might fight me on this one but the i'm gonna this is a category of games the cumulator films games this is the john fart oh my god no 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 no, no. we got to give it to that those are the most surprising. Those are the best. I, my name, Jeff, like win. My name is Jeff. My name is Jeff. It can't win. It can't win. It has to win. I, I feel like this category is Vampire Survivors, Marvel Snap. We or retroactively maybe... go back to Best Discovery and put the John Fart games in there. <laughs> it's funny, but those games are dog shit. Yeah. <laughs> so I feel like it's not going to go on this list. That's fair. How about... How about Vampire Survivors, Marvel Snap, and Goat Simulator, but it goes to Vampire Survivor? Yeah, I think that's very fair. If Vampire Survivors came out of nowhere and it just, like, fucking took over a lot. Like I said, my only... I understand and I appreciate Vampire Survivors, and the only reason I'm so down on it is it's not the game's fault. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? It's the fact that I... Without trophies, it's just like, there's, there's not that thing to pull me in, but that's just my bad sickness of games. Right. Okay, I feel yeah, like that's Vampire good. Survivor. Most surprising, Vampire Survivors with Marvel Snap and uh, Goat Simulator 3, just being like, all of a sudden, we're making another Goat Simulator, and it's bigger. And there was never a 2. I thought it was fucking hilarious. Did you play I played around. Oh. I've been playing around with a little bit. It's um, Is it fun? It's more Goat Simulator. Cool. <laughs> it's all good. Right. 
Um, and honorable mention to Cumulator Films. Please, you never. We gotta put. We we gotta get him on this fucking podcast. All right. The other side of most surprising is most disappointment. Biggest disappointment. Yeah. So this is once again. This is not worst game. This is this, this game can be fine. Earlier. Yeah. What? This was the category I was reading under uh, a different category earlier. Though. Got it. I forgot. What so the idea here is that this is a game that looked good and then came out buggy or not fun or like something that just lets you down. It doesn't have to be the worst game of the year. It just has to be like the biggest letdown. Yeah. I've got four. I've uh, got, five. I've got five. I've got five. Uh, can I go first? Yeah. Okay. Saints Row 2022. Yes. The Callisto Protocol, mm-hmm. the Quarry, mm-hmm. the Escape Academy DLC not having trophy support, but selling it on having trophies, and Stray. What you got? Hey, I have uh, Pokemon TCG Live, um, Cardboard Kings, Realm Royale Reborn, Dragon Ball the Breakers, and the Indianapolis Colts. No. Okay, cut the I, cut I, the Indianapolis. I know it's not a video. That's not a video game. They had Aren't so much game video game. We're all they're not a video game. They're not a they're video in game. a video game. Doesn't count. I'm so disappointed by them. Uh, yeah. The, um, the, the, okay, let me tell you my <laughs> let me tell you my cases for why mine are the most disappointing. Yeah, I'll give you a reason for uh, you've heard Pokemon and uh, Cardboard Kings. I, I again, that's one. I, I think feel just like you were just, you, you gave Realm Reborn like didn't you? We call Realm Reborn like best yeah, something. I did. What do we call? I did uh, I because I really what was what did it? What was it under? Uh, it needs more time delay. Got it. Okay, then I get why you would want to put. Yes. It. Okay, so first of all, Saints Row. Huge disappointment. Saints Row the Third is one of my favorite games of all time. Saints Row Four is so much fun. They took this game that got fucking crazy and just fucking neutered the Bastard. shit out of it and made it annoying. It. Yep. Um, the Quarry was. I was expecting so much more. Now, granted, I haven't played anything since Until Dawn. I didn't play any of the Dark Pictures. Maybe I should have known. But the Quarry just felt like Until Dawn again. In fact, it was so like I feel like the Werewolf model was the same as the Wendigo model. Yeah, I totally feel you there. Um. Callisto Protocol, they hyped up the, you know, we're remaking fucking Dead Space and blah, blah, blah. And then they made it into a third person melee based dodging game. Mm-hmm. Fucking uh, the Escape Academy thing is, yeah, they're like, oh, buy the Deluxe Pass. It's going to have all this DLC, blah, blah, blah. And then it's like, yeah, we're not putting trophies in the game. It's like, kind of wish you'd told me that before I spent the extra money, asshole. Yeah. And then Stray, the big disappointment for me there was when they showed that game when the PS5 launched of like a oh, fucking robot cat game. It's gonna be so cool. And then it came out, I was like, all right, this is an okay walking simulator, nothing special. And then all that shit at the game awards, maybe it doesn't belong here. Maybe this is just me being very petty, but it was just like, yeah, it won like best indie game over Cult of the Lamb and Tunic. Fuck off. Well, the thing is, is like you put it also like in your uh, cozy. So it's like, but is it though? Like if it's a disappointment. I think like, I, those I think I I'm almost entirely sure I wrote that list before the game awards. Oh, okay. And I forgot uh, it was in there. All right, I'll take straight so, off. Look, but yeah, I feel like Saints Row, Quarry, and Callisto are my hugest three. Pokemon, I think definitely because here's the thing: is they delayed this game for a yeah, year. Yeah, no, and it's I've heard you bad. talk about the, I now, that 100 del- belongs on the list. Right. When, I, I'm not gonna Realm, fight you with on that. Realm Royale Reborn. I have been. I have a friend that works at that studio. And I've been like, hey, dude, I know you guys like kind of pulled the plug on it and you're not going to put any more support into it. But like, I think 
there's room for this battle royale to exist and it's it's really unique it's got cool stuff i really loved the moment to moment gameplay in it loved the mechanics that it had and then uh i got a message uh maybe i'm revealing too much information um but i uh hmm. Okay, well, whatever. Uh, I got a message saying, hey, uh, I just had a meeting and you're going to be very happy. And then, uh, sure enough, a couple weeks later, they uh, restarted the game. And it's everything that I have spoken like glowing about this game, uh, the new iteration of it, they took all of that out. And now it just sucks. And it's just a shell of what it once was. And it's like they... It's like they didn't look at anything in the last year of like the people that were still playing it and what they were enjoying and kept that stuff. They just kind of did whatever they thought would be good and it's just not working. So very, very disappointing, uh, especially since that was something I wanted to come back so bad as as something new and then it just, you know, sucked. Uh, And then Dragon Ball the Breakers, it's like, it's fine, I guess guess I don't, i'm gonna block you on that one because really my, i jared I, listen I our, my good friend jared it was like his favorite game of the year i really? heard him talk so much about it so like just for i gotta just, support jared and here's the thing do a jared category next the, the I, just performance i've heard enough wise, people who game, like it just performance wise the game is rough like it is and this might be because i'm playing on pc uh because it it wants you to play with a controller it doesn't tell you that you need a controller, but like I'm somebody who likes it feels better with a mouse and keyboard for me to play most games. Once um, again, and with everything else like, on this list, I've I've yeah. I've got friends who like it. I feel like it's got I'm glad you got your piece out, but I don't think I, it's gonna I don't work. know. I just it's not gonna make it on the list. Yeah, I guess. Not with not with games against like Pokemon TCG is absolutely going on this list. Yeah. That fucking shit is such a disappointment. Saints Row is absolutely going on this list. Yes. And I would fight for Callisto because, like I said, fucking they made it yeah. seem like the second coming of Dead Space. And then that shit was egregiously unfun. Yeah. And the second coming of Dead Space is next month anyway. So, yeah, that's fair. Now, <laughs> what what honestly, what wins between Pokemon TCG Live and Saints Saints Row? I'm OK with Callisto being a, a runner up. Um. They took Saints Row the Third and made it about people talking about their carbon footprint, and we can't beat up people that aren't uh, all their bad people, Here's and we have to go LARPing. And uh, it's it's so- like that, that's bad and disappointing and stuff, but it's like it just it feels like such low hanging fruit. Where it's like with Pokemon, it's like they took a game that worked and made was, a different version, and it sucks. There, not only that, yeah. but there was like cause for concern a year ago when they said this will be out like so much so to change all of their marketing for the trading like the the little packs that you get where you get a code card in it all of those Mm. for the last year and a half have been pokemon tcg live not pokemon tcg online like they've been promoting this app for a year and a half and at the end of last year they realized like guys shit hit the fan like six months ago and we need to do something about it now we'll delay the game they delayed the game a year and seeing it in its form now i'm just like what the fuck did you guys do over the last year like no, sit with your thumbs up fair. your ass like yeah it is really bad give like, it give it to uh give it to pokemon yeah that's fair because right. in with saints row again just my last thing I feel like you can have another ticket saints row. This is our card game for the next 10 uh, years. I don't like, know, man. Ugh. I feel like, I feel like saints row is poison now. 
I think we'll see it again in a few years, but like it'll be. I give it like five or six years. They'll try it again, yeah. and I th- we'll see if it hits. Six six fucking years. I don't know. All right. Well, yeah. I, I forgot. Okay, the last we haven't said the last. Uh, did or, we uh, say best co op next generation? TMNT, that's that's next co op is TMNT Shredder's Revenge with follow ups. I keep saying follow ups instead of runners up. Runners up, Elden Ring, and played up. Best competitive game, Marvel Snap with. Uh, the best competitive game of the year, Marvel Snap. So excited. No. With runners up underneath it, multiverses and Gundam Evolution. Most surprising, coming out of nowhere, it's Vampire Survivors with runners up, Marvel Snap and Goat Simulator 3. And our biggest disappointment of the year was Pokemon TCG Live with Falls Up, Saints Row, and the Callisto Protocol. Well, we talked about Jared in that last one. I do want to do a quick yeah. category for Jared. This is cheap ass gamer presents the best free game yes so this is it doesn't have to have come out this year it just had to have been free this year mm-hmm. the best game that we played that didn't cost any money to play uh if it's a free-to-play game that's fine like if you could spend money on that's fine but it's the game like either best from you know playstation plus game pass epic giving out a game or just being a free-to-play i've got a couple i have what do you, Two very solid games. Well, I hear yours first. I have Vampire Survivor. Again. It wasn't free. That wasn't free. Free on Game Pass. Okay. Yeah. And TMNT Shredder's Revenge. I have Marble Snap. Fortnite. Intelligent Cube. Yeah, Fortnite Chapter 4, I get. Yeah. Uh, pinball Heroes. It's a game that went up free last night. It is a PSP pinball game that they put on PSP Premium. It is fun. Uh, the Mass Effect Trilogy. Ooh, okay. Toem. Persona 5 Strikers. Yakuza Like a Dragon. And God of War 2018. Did you play Like a Dragon this year? No, but it went up free this year. Uh, I don't think that counts. All right. If that doesn't count, the then, okay, then we have to cut Persona 5 Strikers and the Mass Effect trilogy. Yeah. All right. I'm going to fight hard for. This one's tough for me, actually. How about this? Let me throw something out there. Okay. Vampire Survivors, we've talked a billion about. True. It's yeah. game. I, I feel like it's Marvel so Snap being a free card game that you really don't have to put money in. It was a lot of fun. And then as far as them giving out games for free, out of all these, the one that I would fight for is Toem. Mm. Let's put Toem Fortnite was ar- Fortnite was already yeah. free. Yeah. Let's definitely have Toem in there. Yeah. Uh, Vampire Survivor, I think, has to be on the list because, again, like, sure. it's, it is yeah. a dominant game of this year. I'm gonna, I'm, I would fight for Marvel Snap. Okay. How about Marvel Snap, Toem, and... and uh, Vampire Survivors. I think, and honestly, win, I want to give it to Toem. Yeah, Toem was this PS5 game that came out last year that no one had ever heard of, and they're like, "Hey, it's free this year." And it's like, "Oh, I had a fun afternoon just taking pictures, real relaxing, uh, real cozy." Uh, it's probably as much Dang as on. I've been playing more Mulver Snap. Toem for free was great. It was just like a little treat of here's a free game. I think I need the judge on this one because I don't know if I. I think that's fair. I think Sarah will give us a definite answer on this because I think this is something that would be easily decidable because if I remember correctly, I think she I don't think she played this game, but a game very similar to this. 
Like, well, well, hold on. We might not need her. Just tell me. Like, I'm just kind of tired of giving Vampire Survivors everything. I know, but hey, look, when you got 100 categories and only like 20 games came out this year, like. Fine. I'm fine with Tone being on the list. I'm fine with Tone being on the list. Just give it to Vampire Survivors. Whatever. It's tough. It's 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 not that tough. It's we're getting to that thing where you're just trying to give the same game every award. No, I I like to spread the awards around. I, I understand that. But here's the thing. There, there is a best thing, and there is a thing that is like worth note of talking about. Like Fine. auxiliary awards exist for a reason, but like sometimes when you go to win those awards, somebody wins all of them, and you just eh. have to deal with it. Well, like, at least it's it's not going to win game of the year. That's all that matters. Um, okay, <laughs> another quick category: yeah. Marvel Snap Card of the Year. Okay. Did you play enough Marvel Snap to have yeah. any uh, on this? I got like three cards I could throw. What do you got? What do you got? Electra. Name Okay, Warner. she's okay. Eh, he's not that Devil good. Devil Dinosaur. Okay, Devil Dinosaur is my winner of this, so put that on the list. I feel like the best cards of the year are Devil Dinosaur. Devil Dinosaur is a card that costs five. It's got three power, but it's got an ongoing effect that it gets plus two for every card in your hand. So playing cards that give you more cards is great. Now you only have a seven hand size, but it works. Um, Hobgoblin. Mm. Love Hobgoblin. Hobgoblin is a five cost card that is worth negative eight. You play it and it goes to your opponent's uh, side. Now you can get fucked with that. If they have, if they flood and get four, it stays on your side. Or if they have a thing where like it activates on reveal effects again, it can come back. So maybe I don't like that one so much. Um, America Chavez. Mm. America Chavez is a good card. Turn six. Which also means that for turns one through five, it's one less card you can draw, so you can get the cards you need. Okay. Um, I really like Scarlet Witch. Scarlet Witch changes the uh, region that you're at, so a lot of the shitty regions that can fuck you up, you can throw her down and get rid of it. I think she's pretty good. But she Rhino also is also a pretty- shittier one. Yeah, Rhino is actually actually you know what I put Rhino. Rhino, you drop him and it just fucking deletes the location. It just becomes nothing. Yeah. So it can be really good of ruining somebody's plan if they're like really yeah, you know what? Rhino. Okay. Devil's Dinosaur, American Chanov, Rhino, and my um I gotta give it up. I gotta give it up to uh What's a card that I've relied on a lot that always works? Oh, Cosmo. <laughs> White Queen. Oh, okay. Yeah, White Queen's good. Four six that gives you a copy of the highest cost card in your opponent's hand. Mm-hmm. It's really good for A, keeping card draw, B, seeing what they're doing, and C, if you don't have a, a hard drop for the end of the game, you've got one now. I found it interesting that they cold. called her the White Queen instead of Emma Frost. Emma Frost, yeah. yeah. Would you put Leader on this list? Or Leech? I would. My wife. How about would. Leech? How about Leech? No. Okay. So Devil Dinosaur, what are the runners up? Electra. What, just a 1-1 one, one to kill one of their it's ones? So good, yeah. It does have... Uh, you know what, then? I would put Such Killmonger. Game, I would actually... I'd put Killmonger over Electra. Yeah. Kills all the ones. <laughs> it totally shuts down an entire deck type. Yeah. And he's a 3... I think he's... Isn't he a 3-3? Three, three? Something like that. He's cheap. How about Devil Dinosaur? How about Killmonger? And how about America Chavez? Okay. But Devil Dinosaur wins? Yeah. All right, perfect. 
Category done. We are so close to being done. We've only got one, two, three, four, five, seven categories left. Damn. All right. The next two are going to be quick because you're not really going to have much to say about them. Okay. It's best trophy list and worst trophy list. I do have something to say about them. Oh, okay. All right. Best trophy list. Here's what I've got written down. Horizon Forbidden West, Elden Ring, God of War, Ragnarok, Escape Academy, uh, Cult of the Lamb, Tunic, The Last of Us Part 1, TMNT, The Cowabundant Collection, My Name is Mayo 3, Rift Tracks, and Ryan's Rescue Squad. <laughs> Do you have any to add to this? Uh, yeah. I, I have one, and you're okay. going to hate it, but I yeah. have a good reason for it. Okay. Stranger Paradise. No. Nope. Because it was the only nope. game that I could bother getting a platform. Okay. Uh, absolutely not. That is on my worst trophy list of the year award. What? No, it was so easy. You have to you have to fucking grind for so long and it's you, so you boring. grind you you literally grind for an Tell hour. you what. An I will make you a, I will make you a sacri- uh, a uh, compromise. I'll take it off worst trophy list. Okay. <laughs> All right. The top 3 best trophy lists are going to be You know what? The top three best trophy lists of the year for sure mm-hmm. are The Last of Us Part 1 because it's basically just play the game and find everything, but it's it's fun. Uh, we're going to go Escape Academy. Mm. No. Well, yeah, we're going to go Escape Academy because it was challenging, it was fun, and it led to me having to solve a puzzle in a way that I didn't expect. Mm-hmm. And we're gonna go. Man, why is this so hard now? What I enjoy doing the most. You know what? We're gonna go Elden Ring. It was there was only one missable one, which usually I don't like, but it was very easy to not fuck up, mm-hmm. and it was uh, super fun to do all. It made me do things that I wouldn't uh, say. Got bosses I wouldn't. I want to say these were all good. Like God of War and Horizon were two really good ones, but. I just feel like God of War was a lot of the same trophies from the last game. It wasn't anything special. And Horizon right. was actually kind of a and take it back. Like in Zero Dawn, you had to do everything. In Horizon, you just had to do a little bit of everything, but not everything. So, but I think the best trophy list of the year, I'm going to give it to. You know what? For making me have to solve puzzles in different ways, for making me have to uh, make model. No, fuck it. It's Elden Ring. Elden Ring's the best trophy list of the year. <laughs> made me fight Melania. It made. It made me do a lot of fun stuff. Okay, worst trophy list of the year. Do you have one for this? I do have a say on this, too. Okay, I've got The Quarry, Gotham Knights, DC League of Super Pets, The Adventures of Crypto and Ace, Saints Row, and the Capcom Fighting Collection. What do you got? I have Fantasy Star Online New Genesis. Or, sorry, Fantasy Star Online 2 New Genesis, whatever. That's got a trophy list? It does, and it's the worst because it doesn't have a platinum. And you're not going to play it because of that. So we can't talk about it on the show. So <laughs> it's uh, my worst trophy list of the year. <laughs> Cause I wanted so bad for that to have a platinum, but Nope, it does not. I don't, I don't see fantasy star online, new Genesis. Uh, it's got four bronze trophies. If I remember correctly, uh, uh I don't, I don't see it, man. It might be. Oh, here we go. Fantasy star online, fantasy star online two. Yes. No, that that game came out in 2013. In Japan, it just came out in America like two months ago, I think. Uh, came out in 
There is no no. There is no American trophy list for this. Is it the same trophy list then? Hold on, because uh, it 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 was not out. It just came out on PlayStation because Xbox signed an exclusive deal for it for uh, two years, and that was at the start of the pandemic. So it just it just came out because I think it was with when they announced new Fantasy Genesis. Star Fantasy Star Online Two New Genesis is DLC trophies. Hmm. It's still, uh, so it's it's I'm, not a tro it's not a trophy list it's a DLC trophy list. I'm I'm including all of Fantasy Star Online too here then because it didn't again, come out. No, it I, did. I don't. It did come out this year because it, okay. Again, well, it's getting cut. Well, it's not been available noted. in the West. All right, it's been noted and it's cut. Okay. The three worst just a bunch of trophy lists. The three worst trophy lists of the year for sure are a the quarry because you have to play that game four times and it's fucking boring. B Gotham Knights for the sheer amount of grinding you have to do for that one fucking trophy the, for the amount of shit you have to collect and you have to spawn guys and all of the fucking um, shit to get the ultimate gears you, that definitely is the worst and then I'd say the third one is going to be Capcom Funny Collection in, I, I'm, I'm having a hard time because there's a trophy to beat every game with every person and you just sometimes you lose track and also you have to get all the endings for one of those games and like mm -hmm. how you get them is hard the Saints Row one was fucked because a lot of it was broken the dc league of super pets one is annoying just because it's a boring game but there's one trophy for getting through a level without defeating any enemies and the thing is that is at the antithesis of how that game works it's almost impossible it's very boring uh so i'm gonna give it to that one so the top three are the quarry gotham knights and the dc league of super pets and the worst is the quarry for the exact for one fucking reason, and I talked about this in the episode, there's a trophy for getting all the collectibles, and in chapter three, they make it where the only part of the game where you have to choose going right or left, and it shows you a different part, and one way is one collectible, one way is the other one, it's impossible to get them all in one playthrough, and it doesn't save the collectibles you get at the end when you go back and do story select, it wipes out all those collectibles from there back, so fuck you, the quarry, that is the worst trophy list of the year, with follow-up Gotham Knights and DC League of Super Pets, The Adventures of Ace and Crypto. Fuck those games. Interesting that two superhero games kind of thrown in yeah. there. <laughs> uh, okay, really quick category. Mm -hmm. And then we've we've got two quick categories. And we've got like three quick boy I'm sorry. We've got three quick categories, and then we've got uh, here's what's left. I'll just let or do you want no, I'm not gonna tell no, you. Don't no, 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 no. All right. Quick category. Best murders. A lot yeah. of murder animations this year. They were pretty good. My four best murder animation games were God of War Ragnarok, The Callisto Protocol, Horizon Forbidden West, and Cult of the Lamb. What games do you thought had the best murder animations? It's Final Fantasy. <laughs> you don't murder anyone in that game. Yeah, you see, whenever you use your, like, uh, fucking super, the crystal ability where you, like, turn in the crystal and you, like, smash them into the ground and stuff, like, that shit's so good. Oh yeah! Okay. Every kill in that game feels satisfying. Right. Like I'm gonna say the great. Top three I don't think it should win. I just think that it does have very satisfying we'll, kills. We'll put it on the list: God of War, Callisto, and Stranger of Paradise. But the number one murder game of the year is God of War Ragnarok because there's a finisher that you can do with your weapon, and they made special finishers for all three weapons for every enemy type. A lot of good murders See, in that game. That's a quick category. With with this game. Or with this category, I would almost put uh, some of the Digimon survive deaths in there, but like they, f they fucked me up and then they weren't fun. Like I just felt bad after everything, so <laughs> I just I didn't want to include it there. <laughs> oh fuck! So what are we giving it to again? God of War. God of War. 
God oh gosh of war. Ragnarok. All right. Stranger of Paradise. And then what was our third um, there? Callisto Protocol. Oh, that's right, Callisto. You get murdered a lot of cool ways in that game and you get your arms ripped off and shit. It's pretty good. It's one nice thing I can say about Callisto Protocol, other than the graphics are good. All right. uh, This is a category that you pioneered last year. It's time for the 20 years back. What was the best game of 2002? I'm interested in hearing uh, what yours is because I have... uh, I've got four. I I picked four too, so... uh, Who do you want to go first? You go first. Okay. My four games are The Legend of Zelda, The Wind Waker, mm-hmm. Eternal Darkness, Sanity's Requiem. Good choice. Metroid Prime and yeah. Jet Set Radio Future. We're a little on the same length. Uh, Metroid Prime was my like, uh, that, uh, did Fusion come out that same year? I don't remember. It, those two would be like honorable mentions for me, but I have, uh, the Legend of Zelda Wind Waker. Final Fantasy XI. Kingdom Hearts. And Jet Set Radio Future. So I feel like we have to put Wind Waker and Jet Set Radio in there. Um, I'm going to fight. You know that Eternal Darkness is one of my favorite games of all time. Right? I'm willing to put it in the list i don't think it wins though it doesn't have to win but it has to be on this I, list. i'm willing to put on the list if the other two are jet set and wind waker that's fine i know which one i'm fighting for out of the three and i don't think it's the one you're fighting for it's not wind waker is the best zelda nope it's not breath of the wild is breath of the wild is mid as fuck and it's boring no, breath of the wild is a fantastic game about discovery we're, we're not talking about breath of the wild right now no but i'm we, talking that wind waker is a better wind waker is a and it's not wind waker is a better game than jet set radio wind waker, it's not it is I don't think so. Jet Set Radio Future. Jet Set has... Radio Future is very fun, uh-huh. but you play it once and the music is good and you get over it. I can play Wind Waker every you know couple of years and never get bored of it. I love that world. I love sailing around. I love the dungeons. I love the gameplay. I love the story. Mm-hmm. I love the fucking twist of being like, oh, this is a weird Zelda. And then all of a sudden you realize, oh no, this is a direct sequel to Ocarina yeah. of Time and that everything is down there. Ganondorf is this dude I'm listen. Wind Waker has to win this. Jet Set Radio Future is so fucking good, dude. It's a great. It it is a great game. It is my. I love it. It is my like Tony Hawk. Like it is the game. And here's why I think it it is better in my head than Wind Waker. And it's not much. Granted, it is ever like if you look at my top fifty games of all time, I think they're like five and six of each other. But like. Here's the thing. Jet Set Radio Future is a game you can pop on at any time and be anywhere in the game or just start the game fresh and the game is just as fun as the game ends. Whereas with Legend of Zelda Wind Waker, that's a game you have to kind of commit to playing again. Yeah, like, and I love committing to it. No, but and that's fine, but like Jet Set Radio is again, it's no. one of those evergreen games you can always pop it in, just run around, spray some graffiti, do tricks, listen to the music, have a great time, and then you can hey. turn it off and it's just as good the next time you pop it up whereas wind waker it's like i think wind waker is a game that and i've revisited a couple times i've played through it i think about three or four times in my life and it's one of those where it's like yeah you 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 do have to kind of get it going granted it does start 
like that that uh that like second mission where like the stealth mission that you have um fucking rules and it's great and it's a great start and stuff but it, again it's like i i feel like the the fun of that game is when you get to the exploration part which is kind of like you know that's like six seven ish hours and you, you really got to commit into the like mid part of the game before you can get there and it's like that's not to say that it's it's you know bad or anything i just think that over my last 20 years if you would have asked me in 2002 yes wind waker for sure but looking back at it now it's jet set radio the future is a game that i constantly getting more and more out of every single time i feel like the gameplay of jet set is okay it's kind of clunky mm-hmm. now i don't know unless i've gone back the music is fine but like out of these like it's a solid eight out of ten it's definitely not mm-hmm. my favorite and i don't i can't see it winning this it's tough you know what call her in they call the judge let's get the judge i think this is what we need i love that i love that all the things that we called her in for were like the dumbest bullshit <laughs> yeah <laughs> like it was like best discovery wasn't it best discovery i think so yeah, best, best discovery, discovery best uh, best competitive uh, and what game was good 20, 20 years fucking ago. years ago <laughs> wait and Sarah's like, Sarah, how old are you? Welcome, welcome back. Also, <laughs> ASL, what? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, how, wait, yeah. no, this is important to this. How old are you? I'm 26. Okay, great. great. So we need you, you to pick s- the best game when you were six. <laughs> six. When I was six, so 20 years ago. Yeah, yeah. We have a category where the best game of 20 year looks. Jet Set Radio Future and The Legend of Zelda: The Wind Waker. I'm going to look up games in 2002 real quick. No, what, you have to pick between those two yeah, really quick. Right two. now, those two? I, oh. Th- that's what we need you for is that oh. I'm fighting. Well, I'm not going to tell you which Funky one I'm fighting for. Uncle we're not going to say which one we're Jet fighting Set for. Radio. No, don't. don't. <laughs> Keep it fair. I didn't say what I was fighting for. <laughs> what is a better game? The Wind Waker or Jet Set Radio Future? You can also choose Final <laughs> Fantasy 11 or Kingdom Hearts. No, you cannot. No, you cannot. <laughs> you pick between Jet Set Radio Future and The Legend of Zelda: The Wind Waker. Do not listen to them; they are trying to sway you. Because completely pick with honest, your heart, I think Kingdom Hearts might be better than Wind Waker. It's not. You. That's not the point of this. It's if we have a tiebreaker, <laughs> she picks. Uh-huh. We have a tie. Right. She picks. <sighs> I'm gonna go with my gut and say Jet Set Radio. Yeah. Let's go. Get the fuck but, off my podcast. But, <laughs> but realistically, we all know it's Grand Theft Auto Vice City. Yeah, it's. Really I never really cool. liked Vice like, City. It's good, but like, is it? Would is it still fun twenty years later? Because like, I mean, I the gameplay so. not so much, but you just yeah. get in the car, and listen to the radio. That's all you need to do. Yeah, but that's the thing is like, have you, you ever played, played Jet Set Radio? Jet Set Radio like, Future. I have. I like the soundtrack okay. too. But I just did think you play Vice the Wind soundtrack. Waker? I yeah, I like that soundtrack. Too. And you think yeah, Jet that, Set Radio Future is better than one of the best Zelda games of all time? I prefer actiony sports games and stuff. This horse shit. Get the get, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> Thank you, Sarah. So much. I appreciate it. Oh, All right. Yeah, Best game of 20 years look back is Jet I Set Radio that. Future with Runners Up, The Wind Waker, Legends of the Wind Waker, and Eternal Darkness, Sanity's Requiem. This is a stupid podcast. <laughs> All right. Next one. Uh, this is the last category before we get into the last three, which are basically best, worst, and okayest, but most anticipated game. This is the game that's coming out next year that we are anticipating the most. The rule is it has to have... It has to be set for next. It can't just be like coming soon. Right. It's got to have said coming out in 2023. Hmm. Um, I've got one, two, three, four, five, three. 
six. I got six. Should I say mine or you want yeah, to say go, yours? Go for yours because I want you to refresh right. me if I'm missing any. The Persona 3 on PS5. Uh, that, Persona 4 on PS5. Do those count? count? No, those are games okay. that don't come out. Take, take those off. Long. Okay. Then here, here are my actual ones. Ready? Yes. One Piece Odyssey. Mm-hmm. Hogwarts Legacy. Star Wars Jedi Survivor. Suicide Squad Killed the Justice League. Final Fantasy 16. Interesting. What do you got? You know, you were just fighting for a Legend of Zelda, but like you totally missed over Tears of the Kingdom. Yeah, that game looks like dog Can't shit because it's just a Can't dog wait. shit. Can't it's wait. dog shit like the last the one. Now fuck that. Better than mm, fuck it. Mm, fuck it. Nah, boring, uh, boring, boring. Fuck. But Final Fantasy 16 and Jedi Survivor. Yeah. Um, I really want One Piece on this list. I am Look, so excited I, for that game. I kind of do too, but at the same time, like it's a Bandai Namco game. It's a it's an anime game. It's uh, gonna be like Dragon Quest, but with One Piece. I love. Look, it comes out in like two weeks. Don't don't get me wrong. I love One Piece. I love me some One Piece, but the One Piece. I'm, I heard I'm the One Piece is real. Optimistic. Like I'm. I'm like. I'm like. Frankie's yeah, gonna I, give you to buy One Piece Pirate Warriors for the Muso game, and it, <laughs> I played it a little bit, and it actually is pretty fun. It's fun, right? I love Muso game. What if, What if this list was One Piece, Final Fantasy, and Jedi Survivor? I can I can allow that, but it's not winning. Which one? Uh, one Piece. No, no, I just want it on the list. Yeah, okay. I feel like well, I could, the discussion. I could, it's the, like the real I, good discussion here is Final Fantasy versus Jedi Survivor. Right. Because and it's like I get with Zelda, so it's like yeah, I'm I'm super excited for it. But again, I don't even think it's my most anticipated game yeah. next year. So okay, so we've got our top three, and yeah, I know. Listen, I'm excited for Hogwarts. I know people are still. Yeah, I'm, st- I'm still out on that one. That Suicide Squad I'll, I'll game, I hope, is good, and it's got Kevin Conroy in it, so that's pretty good. Okay, so let's. Yeah, but who's gonna want to talk- kill Batman? He's yeah, dead. I wonder. Yeah, I wonder how that. That just seems. I don't uh, want to kill Batman. I'm just gonna one. get there and just be like, oh. This is hard because I know how much you love Final Fantasy, but also you were talking about how, like last year, you were talking about how Jedi Fallen Order was like your favorite game I, that we played for the podcast. I'm so like, which seriously. Get, let me so ask you this: I know. What I think I care about here more, but I don't want to say it because I know you you are conflicted here. So pick your uh, pick your winner here. Uh, it's tough because yo, when March comes, there's so many good games, um, and I really can't wait. And we are we're gonna do an episode. Like, dude, I'm so excited. This is this is what's cool too is we get to do an episode on Jedi Survivor when it comes out, and that was our first episode we ever did. Like, it, it, it I can't wait. Um. But Final Fantasy 16, dude, like, I'm so ecstatic to see what Yoshi P's team can do on a solo, you know, single player entry into the mainline Final Fantasy series. So I and I really have to give it to 16. I think I'm so excited for that game. Uh, Yoshi, everything he touches turns to gold. And I really I hope this is where we see that turn in the mainline series and people start saying, Oh, I didn't realize these games were still good. And then they come back, you know, can I, can I tell you why I think that star Wars is actually the right one? Yeah, go for it. Convince me because we have not seen any gameplay of final fantasy 16. Yeah. I would love, I want that game to be good. I really do. But I know what Jedi survivor is 
and I want to see more of that story and where Cal Kestis goes, but I also already know that the game is going to be good. That is the only reason I think the correct winner, as good as Final Fantasy 16 looks in theory, I think we have to get to the Jedi Survivor because they haven't shown us enough of 16 yet. That That is my argument. What do you think? I think that's a fair, solid argument, really. Like, Because, God, every fiber of me wants to give it to... Because like, I have the most faith in this team like it, it's really I hard do to hey, say listen because, i do too but like i've been burned yeah. too many times it's it's just that thing though it's like where you know it's it feels like that that little thing that you know that you're like hey there's this really cool thing that like and now everyone's talking about it obviously it blew up this year 14 blew up yoshi p's team like they're known people know them now but like i think there were so many people like writing this game and saying and doubting it and i'm just like yeah i think this is i think this is gonna blow people out of the water like i feel like this is gonna be the one that like it'll be like kind of 14 where it like it'll hit it'll make a small splash and then people be like holy shit did you see this game and then it'll like really pick up like probably closer to the end of some like you know getting into like the end of the year but yeah i think it's kind of fair to give it to jedi survivor like, I, I am really, really, really excited. excited for it. I am really excited for Final Fantasy 16, but just based on that, I feel like if we're talking about what is the most anticipated, mm-hmm. I anticipate the game I know is going to be good. So yeah. I'm going to say the winner. Wait. The winner. Did we say, oh, the winner of the 20 year looks back was Jet Set Radio Future with yes. runners up, Wind Waker and Eternal Darkness, bullshit category. Fuck that category. We're not doing it again. <laughs> um, well, and no, then the most of his. Next year's even more interesting. Uh, most anticipated game of 2023 is Star Wars Jedi Survivor with runners-up Final Fantasy 16 and One Piece Odyssey. Yeah. Okay. That is the end of all the silly categories. We've got three categories left. This should be... Uh, the first you should be quick, and then the last one's going to take a bit of time. Most okayest game of 2022. <laughs> the game wasn't bad, wasn't good. It just kind of was. was. I've got Vampire Survivors, but I know I'm going to get fought on that, so I'll take it off. The Quarry. Tinykin. Stray and Stranger of Paradise Final Fantasy Origins. No. What do you got? I have The Quarry and Spelunky 2. Did that come out this year? It did. I believe. Should put that well, in I'm going to double check now. No, I don't think it did. I think it did because I was going I down the list out. when I added that. Like it came out last year. Uh, you, you know what? It did come out in 2020. Wait, what? 2020? Well, you do is a 2020 game. What the fuck? Well, yeah. So that definitely doesn't count. Uh, how about, uh, how does this sound? How about the quarry? Oh, Titan yeah. Kid? Okay. Yeah, it totally was. Yeah. Take that out. Oops. I also put Callisto Protocol on here because it's okay. But I feel like these ones... Okay, one of the only games on here we didn't talk about is I played this game recently called Tinykin. Do you know about Tinykin? Uh, no. It's basically like a Pikmin collectathon. You're a little dude in a house and you get these little Tinykin, which are basically like little Pikmin. And the idea is you're doing quests and you're like a little tiny man and it's a, it's a big old house. So it's like the first place you go to is, uh, you know, uh, this just a bedroom and there's like these ants have made a temple to the CD player and they need them to play the CD player so they can listen to the Holy word 
And yeah, one of the rooms is like the bathroom. It's 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 like all this shit in a little house. And then the end of that game is like it turns out you're from another civilization that actually left Earth millions of thousands of years ago. And the guy that did the technology to send them away made this house on a. It's fucking stupid. Um, it plays okay. It's a collectathon with some really annoying places that it puts stuff. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, man, it's okay, but I don't know. So I think. Quarry, Tinykin, and Stray, and the okayest game of the year is like, oh, that was fine. It's probably Stray. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. All right. So that was easy. The most okayest game of 2022 is Stray with Runners Up, Tinykin, and the Quarry. Good job. Second to last category, worst game of the year. I have five. Worst game of the year? Oh, I had a category called Dumbest Bullshit of the Year. Oh, wait, shit. I forgot two categories. Hold on really quick. Uh-huh. Quick categories. Number one, trophy glitch, a.k.a. workaround of the year. This is the best way to like get trophies without having to do them. Uh, we've got Callisto protocols being turning, you know, beating the boss and then putting it back to hard mode so you don't have to do hard mode. We got Crisis Core doing the same exact thing. We've got Fall Guys way of, of tricking the game into thinking that you're playing the, the practice mode with people so you don't actually have to play with people to grind out trophies mm-hmm. uh we've got and we've got radioactive dwarves where it's a game where if you uh it's a little kind of arcadey game that instead of playing the game if you just walk out the front door at the beginning the game uh basically thinks you played the whole thing and gives you all the trophies uh-huh and the winner of best trophy glitch of the year has to go to um tricking among us into thinking that you're playing online when you can just sit there and grind by yourself okay that category is over Next category, weirdest bullshit of the year. This was for Dead Grandma, John Fart, Sejuan Sauce, that shit. Uh, the weirdest bullshit of the year is there's a genie in my Sejuan Sauce remastered with uh, follow-ups, uh, John Fart in the text of Verse of Craziness, and uh, Meme Run 2. Uh, we already talked about those. What Whatever. Those were there's a genie in my Szechuan sauce remastered. My name is Jeff. My name is Jeff. Yeah. Okay. Worst game of the year. What do you got? Uh, I just have one game because there's what only is one it? that sticks out to me. What is Pokemon it? Pokemon TCG Live. I've got Gotham Knights, Sonic Frontiers, mm-hmm. Saints Row, Dying Light, and Meme Run 2. Put Pokemon on there, but I don't think it's the actual worst game of the year. Okay. I'm going to say that the, the worst game of the year is Saints Row. Because it's broken as shit and the story sucks and they ruined a game. I would say that the follow up, the runner up would be Pokemon TCG and Gotham Knights. Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. Never mind. I, I solved What's my up? own question. Okay. What was your question? Uh, Gotham Knight. Oh, it was just something about uh, the most disappointing. And it's like, oh, no, it's, they're kind of different categories. Pokemon TCG won both most disappointing, yeah, yeah, yeah. but is it but the it's, worst? It still plays, right? No, you can't. It's it is a competitive game. You're supposed to play between one oh. and two, one player and another well, player, and you can't do that. Okay. <laughs> like, it, won, it won most disappointing. Yeah. I, I really do need to give Saints Row a worst yeah, game. Yeah, that's fine. Year. Okay, there we go. We're done. Now we have the the knockout drag out. This is it. This is the the thing. The top ten games of the year. I have ten games. Well, I had eleven games. I had to take one off because I had to take Wordle off. Um. Why don't we start with you? I'm going to write these down so I can see them. What are your top 10 from 10 to 1? 
I, I figured we would trade like 10 and 10, 9 and 9, 8 and 8, all the way down to 1. Really? Okay. Yeah, let's do that. All right. Okay. What's your, What's your number? My number 10 is, it's funny that I put this because it was my worst game of the year, but I've played so much of it still is Pokemon TCG Live. I don't think for everything you said, it's allowed on this list. I th- that's the thing is like, I, it's I, not. It, it, I will the fight reason, you to the nail. The reason, you cannot have something in worst game on top 10 best but games here's of the, the thing, year. Here's the thing. I don't I've, care. I've still put like a hundred hours into it. I don't care. It's, you cannot put the worst game of the year on our top 10 list. I... Well, no. Like, no, 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 we don't, will, we don't, it doesn't have to, it's on my top 10 list. It doesn't have to be on ours, yes. Oh, but, yeah, no, it's allowed yeah, on your top 10, okay, but I'm okay, saying yeah, I'm yeah, blocking yeah. it from being yes. on our my, list. That's the thing is, that's where I spent the longest time over the last, like, two weeks, is, like, having it in my top 10, because it's, it, here's my, here's my thought process, right? It is terrible. It is, <laughs> it is something you should absolutely not play. Uh, so much so, you should go play the old one just to piss them off. Now... But it it got a couple friends of mine to try the game and like we play now like if we every put couple a nights game and on our play top a bunch ten of list it still, and I can play it on my phone if, like it it kind of deserves merit but it's like it is just so bad that like I really hope in a year I can look back at this game and say God it was so bad last year but like it's gotten so much better you know I hope to fucking satan or somebody that i can say that at the end of next year all right i think i will no but it's my 10 it's my number 10 for sure that's fine sheer amount of time put into it for the for the sake of us not looking foolish i'm not allowing on our whole list totally fair i'm not letting you put a game that one most disappointing and is in that category for worst game as the 10th best game absolutely my 10th best game is escape academy okay what's your number nine my number nine is Rogue Tower. My number nine is Vampire Survivors. My number I know it's probably better and it's going to go on the list, but like I said, it just, you know. Yeah, it's definitely on my list, but not, not okay. there. Uh, uh, number eight. Sonic Frontiers. Uh, mine is Ghostwire Tokyo. Interesting. I'm kind of uh, that actually kind of surprised me because I knew you I know you like that game a lot so I do but there's better games on this list unfortunately yeah that's that's interesting what's your number seven (laughs) Yu-Gi-Oh Duel Master (laughs) or Master didn't come out it it came came out in January January 19th you were the fucking card games yeah I again I don't I don't even like Yu-Gi-Oh as a card game but like god this is the pinnacle of what number a seven. trading card game should be on your phone. Like, oh, it's so good. Number seven. Mm-hmm. And I'm telling you right now, I know I said earlier in the year it wouldn't get this far, but this is where I'm putting it, and this is as far as I'm allowing it on our list. <laughs> number seven for me is Stranger of Paradise Final Fantasy Origins. Just based on, like, sheer, like, what is it? Uh, is it the median? Like, it, it can't. Yeah, it's going to be. Uh, what's number six? Uh, Digimon Survive. We're not going to have much that fucking matches. No. Uh, again, I I don't think there were very many good games this year. Again, this is a year where I'm like, number I six for me. I think it's a top three, but like a, even maybe a top five, but like a top ten this year? There are so no. many good games that you just didn't play. No, because like that's the thing. I'm Even looking at, like, sure, Elden Ring is the one game I think that like should be in my list, but like... 
there are so many games I that don't... people are talking about that are out in the sphere. It's like Signalis, really? Pentiment, Sifu. Like it's just a bunch of games we didn't play. This was a good yeah. ga- year for games, but you spent it playing a bad Pokemon TCG because you're addicted to Pokemon. <laughs> well, no, right, my I number. Spent it, I spent it playing numbers six, other games. <laughs> like my number Dark six. Siders. My number six is Horizon Forbidden West. I I spent like thirty hours in fucking twenty four. <laughs> You didn't need when to I do that. Been uh, what's number else? five? I did. <laughs> what's number uh, five? Number five. Gundam Evolution. My number five is what is my number five? Cult of the Lamb. Oh. What's your number four? Kirby in the Forgotten Land. Kirby. My number four is Tunic. Okay. What's your number three? Multiverses. It's gonna be fucking hard. Uh, my number three is Marvel Snap. Okay. What's your number two? Vampire Survivors. My number two is God of War Ragnarok. And my game of the year, if you can fucking guess, it's Stranger Paradise Final Fantasy Origins. The game is fucking phenomenal. It's, ten out of it's ten. Pretty o- it's pretty okay. It's like a solid seven and a half. Uh, the number one game of the year and will be the number one game when we're done here. I'm telling you right now, spoilers, it's winning. It's Elden Ring. Uh, okay, how the fuck do we do this? We only have two games that match. Yeah. The top and you put, your, you put them as your one and two, and I put them as my seven and nine. So I feel like, you know what? I feel like that means it's like these are numbers five and six. <laughs> okay. Let's let's uh let's go and see what we can cut from sure. each each person's list. Number one, I will block you hard on Sonic Frontiers. I really no, think I, that game, I think that's a top ten game. I, I think it's, it's not. It is I'm a, I'm blocking well no. I'm blocking it. How? Because anything Elden Ring, fuck No, me. no, no. I feel like <laughs> anything below anything from six down da- not the top five, but anything from six down, if you have a significant problem with it, should be able to Sonic Frontiers is not fun. It is boring. Yeah, you do fun. the same thing over and over again. It, and then the story is just fucking boring. It is. It controls badly. And that fucking mini. The fact that the end of that game, if you didn't play it on hard, is just a cutscene instead of an actual final boss is bullshit. Hmm. I, don't I hate I hate that. I, game. I think the, the running around the world and the different biomes and stuff like I how about this? I think that the moment, the moment in Sonic is, is, is a lot more fun than you think. It is, is there anything on? I, I platinumed that game twice. I disagree. Because here, here's the thing. Like, if we could. Chris, I platinumed that game twice. And I'm telling you, you're saying it's like, I don't think it's as bad as you think it is. I think it's that bad. No, I think this is a case of like, you played the game twice in a row. And instead of like playing it once and then giving it well, time to breathe. Technically, then, the second oh, platinum was me. I had to beat the final boss again. No, but, uh, that doesn't count. You didn't play it twice. Fine. You played it once. I, 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 I got it once. Is there anything on my list that you're like, that game does not deserve to be in the top 10? Uh, man. Can, can you I'm, uh, d- d- give me your list? Uh, one escape. Hang on. One more one, so that from I can 10 to 1 or 1 to 10. Out. What do you want? 10 uh, to 1 or 1 to 10? Yeah, 10 to 1. Go. Escape Academy, Vampire Survivors. Ghostwire Tokyo, Stranger of Paradise. Slower, slower, slower. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Number nine? Number nine, Vampire Survivors. Okay. 
Uh, eight. Ghostwire Tokyo. Okay. Stranger Paradise. Okay. Horizon. Okay. Cult of the Lamb. Yep. Ooh, that was a hiccup. I apologize. No worries. Tunic. Yes. Marvel Snap. God of War. Elden Ring. Okay. Okay. <clears throat> the only game on your list that I'm just like, fuck, I hate that game is Sonic Frontiers. Honestly, mm-hmm. I legitimately hate that game. Uh, I mean, I, I tried to, I would have, I would have tried to put it on worst game, but I knew that you were going to fight me. So I just let it go. Cause honestly, Saints Row and Gotham Knights were way worse. I don't know. Again, uh, Sonic did also sell 2.5 million copies in 30 days. Like it's not just me thinking that game is like, and again, it's like, it's not saying it's a fucking like phenomenal, you know, uh, you know, I'd, I'd kill my firstborn to play the game again because, again, I do not think that 2022 was a strong year for video games. Um, uh, I fucking love all the games I played except for, you know, a couple, but like you're saying that uh, I'll tell you right now, looking at the aggregate score, Metacritic, it's got a 69 out of 100. So, like, nice. it might have sold, but people, yeah, yeah people <laughs> didn't like it. Um, okay, so we know like, how about this? We know two games are going to be on this list somewhere. Final Fantasy is going to be on this list somewhere. Vampire Survivor is going to be on this list somewhere. Yes. You know I'm going to fight hard for Elden Ring and God of War. In which I think that they deserve to be on this list. You're going to definitely fight hard for multiverses. Yeah. We might not be in a conversation about nothing. Um, mm-hmm. I'm assuming you're going to fight hard for Kirby or Digimon next. I think uh, Digimon, like, okay, so Digimon and Kirby are ones that, like, in, in a 10 list of ours combined, they definitely round out the bottom of the list. And I feel like my bottom of, okay, how about this? Okay. We have two games that we share. That means there's four games left for the, each of us. Let's take our two top and our two, like, these should be at the bottom. Mm-hmm. So, because, like, my two top are Elden Ring and God of War. I, but I feel like Snap has to be on this list. I and again, that's man, it's hard because like Cult of the Lamb, like rounding out the bottom with it. But again, that game is so focused on luck that I I think that it actively I, hurts. I have the so game. much fun. Yeah, but it works. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it works. So that that it's more than I can say about Pokemon. But like, which is why Pokemon's not going on this list. Yeah, it definitely um, doesn't deserve. It's hard. Okay, so like, I'll tell you right now, I can drop Escape Academy. It's like, it's fun, but I get it. That's not going on our list. Mm-hmm. Um, for her, Ghostwire Tokyo and Horizon, I really liked, but you didn't play them. Right. So I can drop Ghostwire and be okay with it. Horizon, I watched my wife play it uh, pretty much the whole game through. And it's like, again, it's, 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 it's a case of like, is it really all that different than the first one? Like it, it, it was fun. Really the story was good, but it was more. So yeah, I can drop it and 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 sleep. Yeah, at night. I can't drop Cult of the Lamb tunic without wanting to like cut your slit your fucking throat. Like, I think my top five. It's like those ones. I will. I can have an argument with you. Six to ten. Uh, it's like, yeah, if they were rounding out at like number nine or 10, yeah, I could, I could argue for one. Well, of those here's the thing that slot, but your top five are stranger of paradise, vampire survivors, multiverses, mm-hmm. Kirby and Gundam evolution. Yeah. This is the only thing I would say. I know it's your number 
five. I have heard from enough people also who don't like Gundam Evolution. Mm-hmm. If we just put took each of our top five, would you be willing instead of Gundam to put Digimon on there? Yeah, I could do that. Okay, Digimon so at number ten. So well, we haven't ordered it yet, but okay, we've got yeah, Digimon, yeah. Kirby, Multiverses, Vampire, Stranger of Paradise, Cult of the Lamb, Tunic, Marvel Snap, God of War, and Elden Ring. That's yeah. a pretty good top ten. Yeah. I'm a little sad to see Ghostwire and Horizon. I'm a little sad to see Ghostwire and Horizon go, but I'll I'll live. Okay, so now we order them. Okay. I think ten Digimon. Ten is Digimon. Uh how about nine? I'm just glad to get on there. We'll put Marvel Snap at nine. I think that's fair. I could I could live with that. What's number eight? Kirby? Tell me about Kirby. What do you do in that game? You just run from level to level trying to find little waddle dees. I've heard that like the, the ending is nuts or something. I never got to the ending. Um I'm like You didn't fucking beat the game? No, because it like right. I had other games to play, but like I played like I'd say Stop. about seventy-five percent of it. That's number ten. You didn't beat the game. Well, okay, well, hang on. You can't beat Marvel Snap, so how do we fucking decide Well, that's different. I've played enough. I, okay, Mar- I you, put 20 hours into a game, hey, and I can't have... You can't, the, you I can't beat Vampire Survivors. Yes, you can. No, because you just do another run. No, because there is an achievement log. And once you... Uh, uh, my considerations, once you've hit all that, you have beaten the game. I Okay, listen. I The only thing I'm going to fight you there is if you didn't finish the game, did you... Ca- but that's the I thing. Put, it's like, do you really like? Because then, then like, let's just make a top three. I mean, because like, no. I'm not like, I don't finish a lot of games. Like, I play. Um, I will put like 30, 40 hours into it. But like, if the endings like, here is what would make me know. happy. Then let's put Kirby at nine, put Marvel Snap at eight, and move on. Uh, yeah, I could deal okay. with that. I guess. I think okay. you need Kirby to, at nine I, again. Lower, lower, lower the expectation of fucking getting across the finish line here. I'm a completionist. Uh, yeah, but I'm not. <laughs> I know, and that's the hard part about this podcast. Welcome to it's the why we work so well together. <laughs> um, okay. What's number seven? Um, what do we got left? Uh, Cult of the Lamb. How about Cult of the Lamb at yeah, seven? That's what I was thinking. Cult of the Lamb, number six. I'm gonna I'm gonna say you love it. I don't. And all the rest of these games we said we like. So this is where Multiverses goes. And then uh, number five is Tunic. I could. See and then that. we have a knockdown drag out between the the top our top twos. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I like this. I like. I could deal with Tunic. this. I'm not gonna yeah, fight okay. for multiverses much higher than that. I think that's exactly. Honestly, uh, like, yeah, I like this there because yeah. again, I like Cult of the Lamb, but I think multiverses is gonna have staying power for me to play. And Cult of the Lamb is fun, but yeah. you play it once and you're done. Whereas mm-hmm. tu- I think Tunic over multiverse is just because of the sheer fucking power. Of oh that, yeah, that yeah, world. yeah, totally. And like multiverses this... again, you could play more. So cool. Uh, number four, though. Uh, okay, hear me out. Just, okay. just make this easy. Four is Vampire Survivors. Three is God of War. Two is Stranger Paradise. One is Elden Ring. Yeah, I like that. I, don't I mean, think I would Paradise is better than. 
I don't think Stranger Paradise is be- like if it was me, it'd be Vampire Survivor, Stranger Paradise, God of War, Elden Ring. Because I really do think Stranger Paradise. Listen, I know that you like it and everything, and I'm I I, I I the reason that I hate on it so much was you saying it's so much better than other things and saying it's the game of war game of the year back in March against Elden Ring and that like triggered something in me. <laughs> it's a fun game. Yes. It was fun to play. I thought it was silly. It's a game of but like playing. I want to make. If it's up to me and if I can fight and if you're okay with it, mm-hmm. I would put Stranger at three. I'd put God of War at two because God of War is a better game. That than was Strangers what I was going to propose to you. Is like, okay. it's it's the thing that like I look, I played God of War 18. I can totally understand why you would put it at two. And I would understand why someone would want to do that over Stranger of Paradise. Do I think that? No, because I really think that Stranger of Paradise is something that like, you know, it's it's the argument of like, you know, Final Fantasy 7 right now where they're kind of redoing the game. Yeah. This is the way they should have done it. They should have just done something like this huh. where it is kind of like really different and crazy fun I'm instead a, of like kind of honestly, giving you a little bit of the same but like bastardizing the story a little bit. Like this sticks within it and can stay within know. that first Final Fantasy and it still all works together fine whereas like I like the seven gameplay of Final like Seven a little The Final Fantasy 7 remake is a little more my type of game. Mm-hmm. I think the the reason the things I don't like about Stranger Paradise was that the gear was almost like the the I small changes and stuff. that. Yeah. Okay, so here we go. So 4 is Vampire, 3 is Stranger Paradise, 2 is God of War and 1 is Elden Ring. Is this? Do we all feel good about this? I could sleep at night with this one because I did not think that Stranger Paradise was going to make it this high on the list. I really didn't. I genuinely think you give that game a little bit harder of a time than it deserves because I think it is like really when you think about this, it is a Final Fantasy. It is a remake of number one that is done in such a way that like it. It's one hundred percent because of the trophies. Having to do all that fucking grinding where I had to do that one mission over again where I had to just run and try to find the chest yeah, but the, so I could get the shit to it was just I mean it was just boring. I did that too and it it like it took me like forty five minutes an hour. It really wasn't that long of a grind. And I did it while just watching a show. Like it, it went by really, really quick and I I honestly didn't feel put out by it, especially because it was just that one mission. And it's like, yeah, it was annoying to do like like the 20 15 something times that i had to do it but like at the same time it was like just getting the trophy whereas now like three hours i don't know how i'm now playing on a harder difficulty Mm. and just playing the game i think also and i'm kind of like oh fuck i should have just done this because this is really fun so the point of that game that really turned on me and i still do not think is good is that fight against tiamat where Tiamat is just invincible. Yeah, that Tiamat fight is probably it sucks. The, I think that's the roughest. Ah. That is the that is the worst boss fight in that game. I think the that one in the the fire boss, the like the Final Fantasy VIII one. Uh, that one gave oh, me a lot yeah. of trouble too. But like I did, the Tiamat, like, like, I think was the worst. I was gonna. I almost put on one of my. Uh, when we did like the best moments of the year, I was going to say the reveal that you realize that all the stages are based on other Final Fan. Like it is a good game, but once yeah. again. I know what it is, and it's me. It's when I was playing Elden Ring, I was like, this is the best game of all time, and then I played that game, and I was like, that's fine. I would have called it like a solid seven and a half, and you're like, well, this is a better game than Elden Ring. I immediately went, fuck this game. And that's the thing is, I wanted so bad to play Elden Ring I was gonna. I was dead. Play like, Elden Ring. I was gonna play it for a week straight. Like, I just got it, and then I got fucking sick and stuck in bed, and I was just like, dizzy, and I was like, well, I can't even fucking play video games because I'm dizzy. Like, 
And I was just like, man, I wanted to have Elden Ring in the that list sucks. and be like, I played the game and, and then the bit would have been really funny. And and then we would have, I would probably been like, yeah, I get totally why Elden Ring is probably game of the year, but like, I still think Stranger Paradise is my second or whatever. Or like, I might've yeah. even still had it in my, like, you know, Elden Ring at number two, Stranger number one, but like, yeah. Yeah, I, I can't wait. And like, I'm sure uh, when we get together next, I'll be able to be like, yeah, Elden Ring's really fun. I'm, I I'm can't having wait. a good time with it. So. I really, I hope you play that game and have a good time. Yeah. I that, still need to play it again on PS4. Now that I'm moved, now that I'm settled, like games are happening again. Like things aren't as hard for me to freaking figure out. Like we're hopefully, I'm looking forward to 2023 when it comes to games. I'm looking forward I, to 2023 I just think because we had a rough year this year in games and really looking forward to the next one. So. I think there were a lot of games. That I think it was just that you and I didn't play them. I think we should have played Midnight. Suns. Like we didn't. We should have played Midnight Suns. We should have played Signalis. We should have played Nobody yeah. Saves the World. We yeah. should have fucking played Sifu. We should have fucking played Stanley. Sifu, Sifu is the one where I'm like, yeah, I think yeah. that one. That's the one we really fucked up on. Like that one and. Uh, I think we fucked up on Stanley Parable. I think we fucked up on not playing yeah. Plague Tale. I think we fucked up on not playing Signalis. I think like, we fucked up on not playing Shinchan. I think we fucked up. There is a ton I of games. Like there's, but also at the other side of that, we're not professional journalists yeah, who have to sure. play every game. So this is what is the best games out of what we played yeah. to go for the people at home again the top 10 games of the year for the i have more trophies than you podcast is number 10 digimon survive number nine kirby and the forgotten land number eight marvel snap number seven cult of the lamb number six multiverses number five tunic number four vampire survivors number three stranger of paradise final fantasy origin number two god of war ragnarok and the game of the year and probably one of the best games ever made honestly is elden ring damn that how fucking long have we been talking about four and a half hours fuck me that was really good man so next week we're back with our regular episode it's going to be the first episode of 2023 our new our new uh we're going to do gamer resolutions that's going to be an episode to look back at what we you know basically for me to look back at the trophies to look uh forward at what we're going to play and to for this podcast and what's coming out and i've like to uh, announce we're doing a little bit of a change in how we uh do the format here yeah. it's gonna be fun learn about it next time we'll have a bunch of podcasts or um emails we'll learn if i'm allowed to play christian breakthrough gaming games <laughs> next month yeah. next uh, year um but this was fun do you have yeah. any parting words yeah uh you know i think there's uh, a couple things that we should probably throw out real quick um, oh yeah let's oh absolutely because uh like man like we're this is year two this is episode 41 for us we're coming up on episode Damn. 50 like in just nine episodes away like in and again there's another episode in a week's time so it's like these are it's coming quick um life comes at you fast yeah i just want to say like a huge thanks uh to to you ryan for for doing the show with me hey um, chris thank you so much this has been something i look forward to it's been a great way to hang out with you to talk about games and to just uh you know get the thoughts out of yeah. my head and like huge huge thank you to sarah who does all judge of our, sarah like, judge sarah doing all crooked of judge sarah terrible judge sarah artwork for every single episode like and i love sarah Sarah goes above and beyond every time because every time i'm just like hey i just need like this one little thing if you don't mind and then like i'll get a couple and i'm like damn like always above and beyond the call of duty so thank you so much sarah thank Uh, you sarah thank you to my wife uh cecily for coming on the show twice this year and always giving me support uh behind the scenes 
Um, and then, of course, always to, to Kirby for writing our theme song that you hear. I fucking every love episode. our theme song. Uh, thank you so much. Original thank you. fucking music. I want to thank. Ugh. I want to thank Tylon who was writing yeah. in every episode with Tylon Talk. Huge we had a category. We had a category we cut called Best Tylon Talk <gasps> when uh, we realized we just right. like. It was just like, what do we pick? And it's like they're all good. They're all good. But that yeah. we don't want to bang on Tylon of like, ah, this is, we said Tylon said this. But I will say so, the worst one was that Legend of Zelda. The worst one was the Legend of Zelda one, dude. That is a hot take that you need to put to rest. But we love you still, Tylon. Yeah, I want to thank everybody that came up to me at PAX. Everyone that came up to me at what that uh, the, that dude that came up to us at the uh, Portland Retro Gaming yeah. Expo. Uh, people who have just reached out and said that they love our podcast. I want to thank all my friends who started listening. Um, thank you, everyone at home listening. Like, seriously, you make this episode work. Or the show This work. was our like, first I mean, full share of the podcast. Yeah. We, we didn't miss an episode. We did extra ones. We almost lost one. Yeah, we almost um, lost one. I got COVID in the middle of one. Like, I got, yeah, you got COVID in the middle in of the one. In the middle of one. Which one, which one was that? Uh, that was the, f- uh, the summer catch up, I believe. Oh yeah. Halfway through, you were just like, yeah. oh, I was like, I'm not feeling good, dude. <laughs> I just got off a plane and I feel shit, <laughs> man. It's been a great year. It's been a wild it's ride. It's been a great 2022 and it's not even over yet. How you like it so far? Uh, it's shit. And I'd really like 2022 to end now. <laughs> oh shit. Wait, hold on. Yes. We forgot. We forgot a category. Oh fuck. Did we? Yeah. Yeah. We got one more category and the award for. Most trophies earned on this show goes to me because I have more trophies than you. We did it. Holy shit, that was long. Oh, that was so much fun. Good I'm really work. I'm I'm proud of everything. I'm, I'm proud happy of this with list. Yeah, I wish I played more games. This, I thought I played a lot, but it's like, oh yeah, I played a lot of games that like don't really count towards this. So uh. I played a lot of games this year that uh, you know, but whatever. But honestly, like listening to a bunch of other game of the year podcasts, it's really just like we don't play everything, and yeah. game journalists do. But it's do, like there yeah. were a lot of games. Yeah, it's I don't know. We didn't play them. I I'm I I can't wait to keep going through the backlog of this year and just kind of like piecing together what 2022 oh, was yeah. in games, you know, like well, I, like that's why I'm excited for the way we're gonna do it next year, which is hey, thank you so much for listening to our podcast. If you'd like to send us questions, gaming memories, comments, or if you just want to know when the next episode's gonna drop, then you can follow us on Twitter at More Trophies Pod. That's M O R E T R O P H I E S P O D. That's More Trophies Pod. Also, you can email us at I have more trophies than you at gmail.com. It's just the name of the show, all one word at gmail.com. Also, be sure to follow Ryan at Dr. Underscore Ryan on Twitter. You can also keep up to date with his Monday night Twitch streams office hours at twitch.tv forward slash Dr. Underscore Ryan. That's Dr. Underscore R-Y-A-N. Dr. Underscore Ryan on both Twitch and Twitter. And follow Chris on Twitter at Burezu in Japan. Now, I, I know, I know what you're thinking. Don't worry, I'm going to spell it out for you right now. That's B-U-R-E-Z-U-I-N-J-A-P-A-N. It's all one word, Burezu in Japan on Twitter. And... 
when they are streaming, you can check them out at twitch.tv forward slash blaze TK. That's B-L-A-Z-E, the letter T, the letter K on Twitch. Blaze TK. Thank you again so much, everyone. We'll see you in the next episode.